Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing coming at you Monday night, January 9th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you, baby Jesus. Anaheim 1 has come. It is gone. We have lots to talk about now. The offseason is over. No more Chick-fil-A. No more Nets. No more 250 class. No more who doesn't have a ride. It's all about looking forward. 2017. Looking forward. That's what we're doing. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Adam Cincerillo will be on tonight. Uh, AC getting ready for the East Coast. That's not why we're having him on. We're having him on to talk about A1 and all the things that happened to him and all the cool uh, pit talk and everything else about Anaheim 1. We are having Shane McElrath of the TLD KTM team on. He won. Yeah, we talked about Forkner. We talked about Plessinger. We talked about J-Mart. Shane fucking McElrath won. Won the heat. Won the main. Incredible. And he'll be on tonight. Probably shouldn't swear because I don't think Shane would like that. Um, and also, um, Chris Kiefer, co-host, he'll be on to uh, talk Anaheim and uh, everything that went on with them. And uh, he left at 4.30. So anything that happened after 4.30, we can't talk about. But before then, he's got lots to talk about from Dirt Rider Magazine and DirtRider.com. So we'll have him, have him on. And uh, don't get forget, you can listen to the show on TuneIn Live on the app Live on PulpMechShow.com live, or get it on iTunes, get it on Stitcher, the archive, or get it on the app. You can do all of that on the PulpMex app that we are fixing real, real soon. This week, I've been told. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Call in and mention PulpMex for a hell of a deal. FlyRacing.com and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts. Race Tech suspension. We stopped in at Race Tech on Friday. Talked to Rob and the boys about uh, what's going on there with their engine department and suspension department. Had a real good conversation about uh, WP forks and the new Showa fork on the CRF that uh, is a spring fork that Race Tech uh, is a big fan of. Uh, Vortex Racing. Gear Alloy, Roost MX, brand new stickers from the folks at Roost MX, new shirts coming as well. Pulp Nation is the code there. Pivot Works, love Pivot Works. 30% off if you Pivot Works Pulp Show 2017 code. X Brown Goggles, the Choice Champs, you ever Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, just some of the guys that were in X Brown out there. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5, brand new tire. KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF Racing, Atlas Neck Brace. Some news coming up with RV. Stay tuned for that. W Wheels, W. Um, out of the top five in both classes, W had six dudes running uh, W, depending on W for their wheel needs. So uh, six dudes. Let me just look here real quick. Um, sorry, seven guys out of the top ten depend on W for their wheel needs, whether it's Talon, whether it's Kite, uh, whatever, uh, DID, XL, uh, W wheels, uh, W USA. EK Chains, Guts Racing, all on board with us. Two under, the best men's underwear out there. All on board with us, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Amazon, if you're going to make an Amazon purchase, go to pulpamex.com. Click on the Amazon banner on there, and then we uh, we get a small slice of that, and uh, we thank you guys for doing that. Um, 
Also, too, if you listen to the commercials tonight, we did this last week. We're doing it every week this week. There's a magic word in our commercials, either the first commercial block or the second commercial block. There's a magic word in there. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com and uh, tell us what the magic word is, and you will win a shirt and a hat or just a shirt or, or something from one of our uh, beautiful, beautiful sponsors. So last week's word was brake pads, which a bunch of you guys got it. A bunch of you guys emailed in. I've uh, got to contact the winner tomorrow and uh, get going. So listen to the commercials. It pays to listen to the commercials. You like how I'm doing that? I'm basically trapping you guys into listening to the commercials. So McElrath, Cincerello, Kiefer on the phone, JT as well. Over to Pulp Mexico will be without JT. Uh, sitting in the co-host chair, my partner tonight, guiding this ship down the seas, talking about A1, mostly talking about A1. No Chick-fil-A, no Nets, no 250 class, none of that shit. Uh, he's Loretta Lynn's champion. He's an arena cross champion. He's a champion in life. He's married to Jessica Patterson, the Eddie Ray. Hell Yeah. What's We're up? Back. You're back. We're back. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. 2017. I told you. I told you earlier. I'm bringing my A game this year. I'm out to. Uh, I'm out to win some awards. Yeah, you lost the pulpy to Jake Weimer, favorite, uh, infrequent co-host. You know what? I'm glad you you address this right away. Yeah. So we can put it behind. Yeah, us. Yeah, Weimer won. You got second hey, in the voting. Bullshit. Bull. Okay. How am I up against Weimer when he's an employee of Pulp MX? You pay him money aside Quiet from down. coming on the show. So suck it, Jake. It's just infrequent co-hosts. The deal doesn't no. have anything to do with it. He's pay you pay him. You pay him the run. He is an employee of your company. He is. He's on the Pulp MX show so bandwagon. My lawyers will be reaching out to you. Okay. I will want this You know what? It's been a while since Jake's won anything. Maybe we just let him have it. <laughs> Maybe we just let him have it. Let him have it? Yeah, okay. just, you know right. what? Um, well, congratulations, Jake Weimer, for your pulpy. Are you ready? I'd like to get it back, but, you know, whatever. Maybe next year. Quiet down. Uh, Weimer's on the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, sticker program won a semi. Uh, 11th at Anaheim 1 on the JGR Suzuki. So not much time to, uh, Stellar. to debut for Weimer. Stellar. I thought he did pretty good. We are going to have the BTO Sports com tweet at Travis segment, the X-Brand goggles tear-offs, the uh, Gear Alloy cold call, which is still up for debate a little bit. Yeah, you like that? We do. And uh, also the Race Tech email segment and the NFAB question of the day and NFAB JGR check-in, which will be with Koi Gibbs. I caught Koi Gibbs at A1, and that, that will be the NFAB JGR check-in. Uh, producing the show, holding things down there in the corner. Coming in kind of late again this week. Uh, he's working on things over there, taking your phone calls at 702-586-PULP. He is a Dune Goon, Travis Marks. Hello, Steve. What's up, bro? What's going on? How are you? You know, I'm a little tired and uh, sick after A1, but we're good. You were there. I was there. Yeah, I didn't, didn't tell you that. Dune Goon I, went. I saw all those videos. Yeah. And I, hey, just so we get to the bottom of this, I said I was going to ask you a question on air, and oh, I wanted the honest answer. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Who did, you vote, who did you vote for on not frequent co-host? I didn't vote. I got you this job. You did. You're, you brought banana you're bread such in. A, you're such a Judas. <laughs> I didn't feel it was fair if I voted. What? I voted on everything. I voted for you to get this job. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well. I, I sealed it. the deal. I blew They it. asked me, what do I think? I said, hire this guy. Look, there you are. Weimer got it. That's it. Weimer got the pulpy. What are you going to do? I'm All sorry. you can do is... 
Try to come back next year hotter. And hey, I'm bringing my A game. Okay. I'm going to make some people mad, but I'm going to get that award. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Um, I guess let's get right into it, Eddie. Anaheim won, come and gone. And Kenny Roxon, he wore a suit to the press conference. Kenny McGregor. He said all season long, you know, he's feeling great. He's tuning good. He's never felt better on the Honda. And he backed it up. He backed it up. 16-second win at Anaheim 1 for Kenny Roxon. No, for sure. Ken, Ken crushed it. I mean, he showed up, uh, you know, with a probably $10,000 suit on. Who knows how much that thing cost. But regardless, when it was time to put the gear on, uh, he showed no mercy. But uh, Were you surprised? Not that he won, but to the margin? Not really. Not really. He just, I don't know, he has this thing about it. Look at Monster Cup. It's like he almost showed up, you know, yeah, with that with that swagger about him, yeah. like yeah. you know, I I think this is gonna work, but you know how like some people start talking and it builds other people, it kind of fuels the fire. Uh huh. And I think the guy, I don't know, I just see this kind of happening. I see Anderson coming after him. Really? I see Anderson coming after him. Have you seen him kind of that whole Twitter yeah, thing? Yeah, he called him McGregor and eight dudes and then. Uh, eight dudes and a, a McGregor lookalike. Yeah, wannabe. Didn't he say McGregor something, wannabe? Something yeah, like and then that. He, but Danny Anderson said McGregor kicked our ass. Yeah. So. I think I think Anderson's kind of, Anderson rode well. So. And uh, I think it's going to get interesting. Dunge second, Marvin third. Marvin continued his good offseason, got a third. Tomac looked like he had second in the bag. Arm pump. Hey, all, all that was talked about with this whole, like, time mains are going to help Eli, time mains are going to – it didn't change anything. It didn't change – if anything, it hurt, who, did, who did time mains hurt the most? He got arm pump, which doesn't Dude, really have to do with time but, mains, but – No, you said – you guys said – yeah. Eli, no, this what? is going to be right up your shit. alley. It's going to be time mains are going to help you. And he's like, yeah, yeah. If anything, time mains hurt him the worst. Well, they ended up doing 20 laps. It was just 20 laps. It's funny how it worked out. Both mains were exactly the same amount of laps they used to be. Yeah, well, so we'll I, regardless, yeah. he, I think, you know, he looked um, like he was struggling. He got arm pump. And, Eddie, you, you as a racer, you know what that's like. I've never had arm pump in my life. Stop it. I promise you. You've never, never had, had it pump. in my life. Never had. I used to think arm pump was when you held on too tight and you couldn't get your hands. Well, yeah, that's what happens, sort of. Yeah. No, but you know, like you get it when you're cold out. Yeah. But they explained like where your arm. I've never had it. But your arms pump up, and then it affects your grip, and then yeah. Okay. I've never had an issue with it. Okay. Well, um, yeah, it uh, it's pretty gnarly uh, to see Kenny do that to the field. I had arm pumper surgery at birth. Uh, uh, Anderson fourth. Uh, Tomac fifth. Sealy sixth. A real division, Eddie. I talked about this in our podcast. Six guys. Uh, the top six guys, the guys that we talked about, would be the, you know, sort of the front runners. And then I believe seventh place Millsaps was 11 seconds back of Sealy in, in sixth. So a little bit of a clear division there. The gear alloy infab, uh, Davey Millsaps, KTM ride. Yeah, did you see that? Davey running the infab butt patch, Blake Baggett, or Blake Baggett running the infab Hey, butt Baggett patch. was good. Second in the heat. He raced. He was impressive. Got up from dead he last. Kept, wasn't he behind Kenny? Uh, he got second to Kenny, right? Yeah, yeah. He kept him honest that whole heat race Or was much. it Tomac? No, I think it was Tomac. No, Dunge got second behind Kenny. Okay. Baggett got second behind Tomac. He looked good. Yeah, he absolutely. Good. Picked it up in the, fir- in the main event way back and came through the pack. Had a good fast lap time. Seventh fastest lap out of everybody. I was going to say because I remember him looking at, I remember looking at one point in, on the sheet or on the, on the TV screen. He was like in last. And I look here and see he got back to 14th yeah. I mean, ahead of Brayton. 
And Tickle. Yeah. Yeah, Tickle fell late in the race, but uh, still, not a uh, good race by Baggett. You won't hear much about Baggett over the over the week that was, but uh, Blake Baggett was good on the uh, on the new KTM ride. Um, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, it, KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out. Speaking of a KTM, you need some parts. Get it from KTMPartsExpress.com. PulpMX code saves you. Uh, they've been in business for over 30 years. Power parts, power wear, accessories, everything else. Uh, we thank those guys for uh, coming on the show. You need a KTM or a Husky part. KTMPartsExpress.com. Great radio. Um, Macaras coming on tonight? Where did that come from? Hmm. I don't know. Where I, did that come listen. from? You see everybody on their Instagram and everybody asking the question, like, you know, who do you got tonight? You see all the riders that were yeah. racing coast. Yeah. If you lined up 10 people and asked them before the night, who's going to win? No one picked McElrath. No. Nobody. No, nobody. And you know what? He came and whew, he rode uh, impressive. Can he, this is maybe a dumb question, can he win the title? Plessinger was very good. So, okay, me and Shane have a a, a, a mutual friend. Uh, a guy named Roger has a suspension company in South Carolina where Shane's run called ProMotion. Okay. He's a, he's a huge McElrath supporter. Shocker. Been doing a suspension for a long right, time, right. so on and so forth. And uh, the next morning he called me and said, did you see my guy? We talked about it. And I said, I think this week is going to be a determining fact. Like, Remember a few years ago, Jesse Nelson came out swinging mm-hmm. and then kind of yeah. went the other way? So I think if Shane can back it up with either a win or a second and have a second week with that red plate, I think that's when he becomes a believer that he's yeah. a contender. Plessinger was very good. Closed on one in the end. Uh, just didn't get the start that he needed. I mean, Plessinger was faster pretty yeah. much every lap, but, you know, yeah. when you're only a tenth, how do you make up two right. seconds? Yep, absolutely. Uh, third was Marty Davalos. Good yeah. job, Marty. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Fourth uh, was Oldenburg. Pretty good ride by uh, McAuliffe's teammate, Oldenburg. Uh, J-Mart, not a good start. Rode well. Qualified fastest. But uh, what are you going to do if you get a start like that? Yeah, I talked to Pedro the next day. Are they worried? Is Pedro worried? Pedro said not to worry. It's okay. They're 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 sitting pretty. He said uh, this week's going to be different. He got a bad start. Came to the yeah. pack. Yep. You know, and you know, you got to say late in that heat race, McRath got him. But um, I don't know. After when you watch it on TV, J Mart's bike didn't look like I don't know. It looked like he was struggling turning. You know, kept yep. like double apexing turns and standing up in turns. But um, I asked Pedro. Pedro said, "Don't sweat it." All he right. said, "We're all good." All right. uh, a couple guys in the 450 class. Uh, Chad Reed hit Weston Pike. Reed told me in a text he hit Pike as hard as he's ever hit anybody in his life, and Weston didn't move. Like he did it on purpose. Yeah. Like he was mad at him to get out of the way. He's following him everywhere. He couldn't get by him. And then smashes water pump, <laughs> and Pike was like, "That's what you get. That's what you do." I'm not going to move. How'd that work out, Sealy? Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. All How'd time, that work out, Sealy? All-time tweet. Um, your buddy, too, uh, Vince Freeze. You're tight with Vince. Yeah. And uh, him and Pike got together. Well, they didn't get together. Listen, they didn't get together. Vince is in front of him. Vince is, was, did nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. And, of course, Weston to get by him. Okay, Weston so needs to stop being a baby and I, let it go. Here's what Weston had to tell me after the race about this. Because I said we were all watching you. So here's what he told me. The semi-race. We thought we were going to see another 
some aggressive racing. Yeah, you know, the, the semi was ridiculous. Like, I, I got a bad start, caught my way up, made multiple passes, and then got behind Freese, and he just starts looking back, sees me, fucking idiots cross-jumping me left and right, like, almost cleaning us both out, and then the last turn before the finish line, I could have fucking just snapped his femur, but I was yeah. like... You know, well, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you. I think look, you could have ran in a little harder. Yeah, I could have. Yeah. I could have fucking ended his his career. But uh, what did you think about that that suspension last year and all that? Yeah, I just I figured like I have to race with the piece of shit all season. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna start this off at a one and right. and start it off on the bad foot. So yeah. I just had some words with him after telling him that that he, he's an idiot rider and he, he doesn't know how to keep a straight line. So. It is what it is, and you know we, we finished day one actually racing and not sitting on the sidelines. So. Yeah, you got to be stoked. I think like I, I was talking to you before the day. All right, there he goes. Did it just become summertime in here? What, what do you mean? It's hot. Yeah, because I'm working on that right now. Oh, okay. okay, can we talk about the? Eh, whatever. I mean, if you're that tough, you should have ended his career. I mean. Do what you got to do, but Are you, I don't think. Listen, I I don't have a problem with Weston. You yeah. know, I mean, I've been. We've never had an ill word. We're, we're buddies. Same thing with Vince, but I think he just has more of an ego. That I saw Vince move over on him one time going across the start. Mm-hmm. That's it. One time, I would do the same thing, and so would he. I mean, I saw him run Brayton off the track. No one says anything about that. You know, it's just because it's Vince. I think it's just because it's Vince. He's really angry in that interview. Yeah. Well, you know. Sometimes you just got to, like I said. Um, biggest surprise for you at Anaheim 1? Biggest surprise. Something that just blew your wig back that you didn't, I mean, we knew Kenny would be good. We knew, you know, McElrath. I mean, we talked about Yeah, it yeah. had to be Shane. Okay. I, I really, like, I was like, I, I, when he got the whole shot, I looked at Jess and said, he's going to win this thing. I knew when he got out front, it was over. Well, yeah, it I mean, was he, over. he won the heat, so, you know, yeah, you can see I mean, that coming. It, w- it was, uh. It was a salt. That that's my biggest surprise for sure. Okay, biggest disappointment. Probably, uh, probably a couple of them. There's a lot of disappointments out there. Cooper Webb. Uh, no, not so much Cooper because you know what? This was his real first 450 Supercross in the states. Okay, it was Anderson's first a couple years ago. He got second. All right, yeah, good point. Good point, but you know I'm Cooper Webb biased. I'm biased to Cooper Webb. You so. are, you are, and I like Coop. I think Coop's. I think Coop is going to challenge for a title next year, the year after, whatever. He's going to be a great rider. But that was underwhelming. No I, offense to Jake, we love jumping Jake here on the show. Runs Jake. our sticker, but he couldn't. He, Jake, he had nothing for Weimer in the semi. Nothing. Yeah, I, I'd have to say the biggest disappointment would have to be Eli. Yeah, he looked he to be went second. Backwards. Yeah, he did. He went backwards. He uh, went backwards. Full props to Eli for showing up at the press conference after and talking about how his arms pumped up and everything I mean, else. He's always a stand-up guy. Win or lose, he's yep. he's gracious in winning and gracious in defeat. So um, I, I, you just say, what's the biggest disappointment? I have to go with Eli because I really expected him after watching the heat race to challenge Kenny for a win. Yeah, okay. So, But then again... When in the beginning, who was it? Marv that was in second. Yeah, uh, yeah Marv earlier. He kind of held yeah. the show up a little bit for for, for Eli. Okay. So, um, I thought you were going to say the bear. Are we still talking about four fifty or just disappointments? Well, I mean, how would you feel right now if you were his shitty agent that you tried to play a few months ago? 
happy. How would you have been on Sunday when you had to show your face to all the people that you're like, we're going to win heat races, we're going to be fastest qualifier? How would you feel right now on Monday? Imagine what you'd feel like, like calling up these people going, hey, you know that 50 grand? Remember that 50 grand? Now, hey, today, if you're brokering a deal for Tyler Bowers right now, what are you asking for? How much money? I'm just giving us another week. You're hoping he gets bikes. (laughs) You're hoping he gets a motorcycle. I'm just saying, can you give us more weeks? We're not ready. Wait, time out. He's been telling these guys, Star, KTM, all his interviews with 5150, I'm good with this team. They, I'm happy to be at the track. I'm ready. I'm 100%. Last year, I'm on the couch. Another thing, like I said, I'm just being honest. I'm not bad. I have nothing against Tyler. We're buddies. We've always said we were going to tell the truth on this show. All we're doing is reporting the truth. He was, but he was not as good as I thought he'd be. I've all, like I told you that one day on the phone, you're good at podcast. You're a shitty agent. So stop trying to play people's agent. <laughs> Your commission... Just imagine what your commission is right now. It's like nothing. 10% of nothing is nothing. We'll get better. Okay. We'll, we'll get, see. We'll get better. Well, figure from where he's at now, he should be able to get better. <laughs> from where he's at. He got 11. <laughs> You're saying it doesn't get much worse? He got beat by Kyle Chisholm. What's wrong with Chiz? He got beat by Chiz. Chiz pulled a good start from the outside. Got it, came around third. Well, I'm just saying. This is a guy you said had championship title hopes. He would win a heat race. I did say all and that. And listen, don't blame his bike because Jamie Ellis built a fast bike. Mel Ross got a good start. Mel Ross got a good start. The Jamie Ellis tune machine is fine. I believe you could put who won? Shane McElrath on, Ellis, on that twisted developed motor package and win. Okay. So you might want to call your guy. We're working on it. We're, we're, we're trying. Okay. Um, he wasn't very good. We'll, 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 we'll give him a pass. Um, Just that Canard pass. Sho- very good route. Canard's shoulder injury uh, looks like it may keep him out a little bit longer than he probably wants. We'll see. He went down and practiced pretty good. Rode a parade lap, though, and then pulled off. That's strange. Is it? Do you think there's something fishy there? No. No, not at all. What Listen. do you mean? You go down into practice, you hurt your shoulder. It's a good crash. Yep. Okay. Yep. You come back, you ride a heat. You fall. Yeah. You wash your front end. Yep. Maybe doing more damage to the shoulder. You come back, you ride semi. Is that when he fell? Yeah, he fell in the semi. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then go and ride the LCQ, come down to the line for the main event, and then say, oh, my shoulder hurts? It's strange. Yeah. I Could mean- it have been a bike issue? No, I don't think so. I think they would say it. They would. T- Why wouldn't they say it? Why not? Who wouldn't say that? The car- well, we were down on the line. Something happened to our KTM motorcycle that we just rant and rave about. So well, awesome. whatever. They wouldn't say anything. I mean, KTM put out a tweet about the shoulder injury, and I saw Trey going to the uh, Alpine Star Medic. He went hurt like eight minutes before that. Well, he you know he got fourth in the LCQ, so he was obviously not the Trey that we that we know. But and CP didn't make it. Christoph Purcell, no no main event for him. Um, but you would think, I mean, you, you would know before that race if you're able to ride or not. I would think so, yes. It was strange. I said that. I said that three and times. It was strange. You think they would let you? They would let Porcel in? Guy out? Alternate in? If you tell the AMA that you're out, they'll put the next guy in, I believe. But if you don't tell them and you're going on the line for the parade lap, that's it. Trey screwed Porcel. That's all there is to it. <laughs> fly on fly. Crime.
Mo, Mohead will be mad at him. Mohead's really mad at him, probably. Yeah. 702-586. Pulp, give us a call. Uh, let us know what, what's on your mind. Uh, Chris Kiefer coming right up here. Uh, Adam Cincerello and Shane McElrath, 2D Supercross winner. Uh, McElrath's got a real cool story. Kind of came out of nowhere as an amateur, really, right? Got a TLD rig, and they've, they've uh, stood behind him here for a number of years, and he's paying off. So uh, that's good to see. Eddie Ray as the co-host uh, in studio um, right now. It, the um, Michael Lessie case the triple as bad as you were going to case a triple? Didn't even get a front wheel over? I didn't even see. I didn't show it on TV. Yeah, cased it, fell over, knocked the wind out of him. I guess he's going to be okay, but he, I don't know if he's going to race this weekend. So uh, not good for the 800. Not a good start for him. Uh, Brayton was kind of eh. Not you, very uh, good. You know times have changed if Mike only knocked the wind out of him and he's not going to race. Remember back when he had like a no, pretty no, much I, broken kneecap. I don't think it was just – I think he did, did some damage to ribs or something. I don't know. Yeah. He, he hit hard, man. He hit really Davey hard. Davey was racing with broken ribs. Yeah, and did pretty well. Uh, Atlas Brace, uh, the fastest growing neck brace company on the planet because they are making neck braces great again. Flexibility, tuck and roll suspension, and compliant collarbone padding makes their braces so great. Really. They're fantastic. RV uses them. Still now, when he rides. In 2017, crashes are going to be huge. But don't worry, you can be part of the solution by voting Atlas at your local dealer or online at atlasbrace.com. Join Atlas and help make the neck brace great again. If you are going to go on a neck brace route, please look at Atlas. It's a choice of uh, great riders out there on the track like uh, Dean Wilson and Jason Anderson and, like I said, RV, who, who helps develop the damn thing. Um, this Sunday after San Diego, Michelin Starcross 5, Pulp MX Ride Day. If you have a Michelin Starcross 5 on your bike, you can ride for free at Comp Edge. Just run on over to the uh, Michelin uh, Easy up there. Chris Kiefer's going to be there. I'll be there. Denny Stevenson will be there. The 1990 135 Supercross champion will be there. Come ride Comp Edge. Talk a little bit of Michelins. Have them on your bike. Ride for free. And if not, maybe Chicken's going to show up. Chicken might show up. Uh, Dune Goon, what, what are we thinking about your uh, uh, showing up at this ride day? Uh, I'm about 50-50. Mm-hmm. We'll All right, so Dune gonna be there. I would like to be there for sure. What the sure. fuck are you doing? I don't know. Exactly. There's uh, nothing you could be doing. Yeah. Not not more. Don't be trying to backflip nothing. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be doing that. I'm pro now. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, so yeah, welcome uh, welcome to the show, and again, uh, James Stewart News on Instagram, we'll talk about later, Mookie, also too, uh, Dean Wilson comes back, not bad, not, not good, bad. I mean, look at the guys who finished ahead of him, well, uh, let's see, besides Baggett crashing, yeah. Weimer? Weimer is ahead of him. I know, but who's he going to beat ahead of him? Who should he have beaten? I think Josh Dino should be at least up by Davey. Okay. On a privateer bike? Without a lot of testing and everything? A private, uh, not a lot of testing. Come on. What? I'm, I'm just saying. You know what? <laughs> why do you baby these guys? Why do you, <laughs> why do you baby them? You're going to say Dean. He's in a sprinter van. Yeah? So would... Uh, can Roxon perform any different if he was in his sprinter van? And on a privateer Honda, yes. I don't think Kenny wins by Listen, 16 seconds. I saw the Yamaha guys over there doing all his mapping. Uh huh. I saw Ross over there. He's got kit suspension. He's had the Yamaha for a couple months. He's been riding. He looks good at the test track. I've heard he's riding wrong, yeah. Not good. Not good. I'm glad you're okay with, like, subpar finishes these days. I'm not okay, but Michelin Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. 
Excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. New casing design on this tire. Four versions. This thing's killing it. Uh, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. We're going to give some Michelin Starcross 5s away, too, as well. Uh, coming up on the on the show. Uh, Chalen, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, I, got a, I got a question. Uh, by the way, I'm a Canard super fan, so it's been tough seeing, seeing how he has been lately. Um, but my question is, Whose bike looked worse, Trey Kennard's or Jeremy Martin's, in your guys' eyes? Um, I don't know. Uh, Trey didn't look great. I didn't notice his bike, to be honest, uh, Kalen, okay. one way or another. I didn't notice it being great or not. Hard to say because I knew he'd crash in practice pretty good. Um, yeah. And J-Mart's bike, yeah, I mean, it didn't look great. I, I think, I mean, he set the fastest lap time in qualifying. So mm -hmm. that tells me the bike's working okay. You know, it didn't look yeah, great in the yeah. main, but things change yeah. also. Yeah, that's that's what I was wondering because whenever I was watching, I was watching the live stream on the practice, and he didn't look terrible. But in the main events, both of their bikes—I don't know if they look stiff or what—but they just they were clipping the tops of jumps, and they uh, they looked rusty almost. But obviously, that's not true. I don't know. Yeah, look, if you're going to set the fastest time, and he was hauling ass in practice, yeah, tells me yeah. the bike's it's all right. easy. To, yeah, but here's the thing: it's easy to ride a bike that's not handling perfectly hard for one mm -hmm. lap opposed to riding a bike that's not handling good lap after lap after lap because you got to use you got to exert more energy mm -hmm. to ride a bike that's not handling well for a long time but yeah if it's not i i the first when i talked to pedro listen you 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 can't argue that geico honda doesn't have probably one of the best teams out there but I really thought Jeremy's bike looked like the like it wouldn't turn, like he was having an issue. Mm -hmm. McElrath in that heat race beat him in the corners. That's where he caught him, you know, was cornering. So I didn't really pay much attention to Trey's bike, but one that really stood out to me was I didn't think that J-Marts looked amazing. Yeah, uh, that's whenever I first noticed it was when in the heat when McElrath was just – he looked so comfortable behind Jeremy. Um, that's whenever I noticed Jeremy's bike was when McElrath looked so good. Um, all right. Cool, um, man. Yeah, thanks for the call. Also, too, somebody called and said Dean Wilson had weird brake problems. Dean so, or Eddie, so uh, lay off. Huh? Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks, caller. Thanks, man. Thanks, Hey, Ken. no problem. You guys had a good show. Thanks, man. Appreciate I'll it. I'll be expecting a top five next week. 702-586-7857. Um, what do you think of Barsha getting hurt again? Four, four weeks, four races for Weimar. What do you think of this? Barsha. I feel worse for JGR guys because oh, those guys dude. put in such a huge effort. First with, Coy, ja first with James Stewart. Bone, first every with mechanic. First with James Stewart and now Justin Barsha. It, listen, it's just like they – it's like a, a dark cloud follows those guys. And, I mean, I'd be scared, like, really, if I was if, – if in a perfect world they had the money and there were no contracts right now, if they got Ken Roxon. I'd be like, oh, geez. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's not a lack of effort because those guys okay, go above and beyond. Let me ask you this. I've been covering the sport for a while, either, and, and then before I was a mechanic for a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen a rider put out his own press release about his injury than Barsha. Barsha put out his own press release to Vital MX and nobody else saying he's hurt. He's going to take some time off. And the JGR guys were like, huh? Something's up. Something's up. You don't do that. The team puts it out. JGR is pretty professional on all, on all levels. Listen, I, I agree. Um, Something's up. Obviously, uh, you know, there's not much. I, I, I'm not going to. 
not going to go into ba- you know bagging on Barsha or anything. Obviously, Infab's a huge supporter of them, and the, I support them. So uh, I, know, I just I'm like just, to see him. All of a sudden, Honest Eddie turns into uh, shadow boxing Eddie. Putting on the up- fence. <laughs> waffle, 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 waffle. waffle. <laughs> <laughs> um, putting the press release out by himself without the team is weird and strange. Grant me that. Yeah, okay. it is. All right, okay. Yeah. And did you ask J-Bone about it or any of those guys? I did not. I meant to. I had some off-the-record convos with Koi, but off-the-record convos. But it's strange. So, um, all right, Eddie Ray here at Vortex Racing. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Killer deal on bars, sprockets. The same sprockets that Cooper Webb yep. and Chad Reed use with the blue rims. Thoughts on the blue rims? Yeah, we were talking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm a black wheel guy. All right, that's WUSA making those blue rims and blue wheels for those guys, uh, hooking it up. Um, and also, too, the Vavitz Kawasaki team uses the Vortex bar, the V3 MX SX bar, and the sprockets and everything for Babbitts. They're dominating, although Jace Owen won one yeah, in uh, Cincinnati. Good that job. might be yeah. another big shocker. Blows went 11-12. Your Blows' his buddy. He's NFAB guy. Yeah, I heard he had the flu. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Vortex Racing emailed Jake at Vortex Racing for Chain and Sprockets deal and, uh, and everything else. Uh, EK Chains as well. Uh, all the marketing's done through Vortex guys. EK Chains, great guys uh, down there, and they're on the show for, new for the show this year. Vortex Racing, pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. He is Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, Kiefer Inc., Kiefer After Dark. And Pulpy Winner. And Pulpy Winner. What's up, bud? Happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We couldn't get you in here, bud, but, uh, you know. Oh, fuck. Hey, you know who else just butted me is Mark's. Mark's butted me on the phone. Really? Bullshit. Yeah? Okay. All right. What's with you in the no bud? You like bro better? No, just bud reminds me of some dude just all tatted up, you know, in metal militia hats, and he's like, what's up, bud? Yeah, it just reminds me of some bro down shit. I thought bro would remind you of that. No, bro's like uh, like we say bro on the show because hey bro, it's like a jokey kind of thing. Yeah, know? we do. Uh-huh. Yeah, we um, I've really leaned hard on bro in the last half dozen years. I'm, I'm, well, do you say bro just because now because that's what you use, or is that still like a ha 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 thing? I don't know anymore. I think it's just in legit. You know, bro never gets old. Yeah, Kiefer, where you stand on the <laughs> Chad Reed blue wheels from W? Oh, I am all in. And here's the thing. I wasn't all in when I, like, I heard about it. I'm like, oh, they're going to go blue. I'm like, that's going to look horrible. And then I saw the bike in person, and it looks really good. I think it it looks great. No, 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 move it on. Really? Yeah, no good. Here's the thing. Like, if you had a stock Yamaha with no graphics, just you bought a Yamaha at the dealership, and you went to W and you bought the blue rims, I don't think they would look as good as you would see on the factory bikes. Yeah, you got to have the whole thing, the whole the whole kahuna. Um, exactly. Uh, I like the Geico bikes. They look great. I love the Rockstar Husky bikes. Always have. Always think they look great. I like the Star bikes. Shocking. Shocking from you. They never change. They don't ever change those bikes. That's why they look so good. You don't change something that looks good. <laughs> if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. Um, but uh, uh, and I did not like Hanny's bike. I, uh, I did not like it. Hey, I agree with you there. I'm not into the JT thought it was black. good. It just looks black. Uh, it looks like a it looks like a toy bike you could buy, like black frame and swing arm and everything. Yeah, I'm not into it. Not up, bro. And can we can we stop with the black wheels for everybody? Like God, 
Everyone's got black wheels. No, black looks good. The black looks good on almost every bike, though. No, yeah, it does. Black but, makes everything look better. But stand out. You should do some other colors to stand out. Now at this point, not blue though, but yeah. something. Um, I think what Honda's the only one production that doesn't come with black rims nowadays. I don't know. Uh, what have you been up to, Kiefer? What's been going on? You've been you rode yesterday. Sorry about the dolphins. Couldn't watch yeah, them. Yeah, I was testing. I have testing all week, so I've been doing that. And uh, but I've been kind of been on vacation. I actually took vacation for the first time from Dirt Riders since the twenty third. So, um, just been kind of laying low. And I got the figures. I you know I take vacation and I get super sick. So I got sick for about ten days. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then yeah, just so just starting back up testing again, doing that, and getting ready to uh, hit Dirt Rider again more and starting the new year and hopefully be on the show you know i don't know if you clip me or not you know i haven't been on there for so long so well you want to pulp me and i figured you just go out that way you know go out on top, <laughs> both, on your, top. both your pulpies are sitting right here for you to collect eddie might take one though now i'm going to weimer's house yeah. to get his oh yeah okay suck it jake <laughs> um uh what'd you see uh Kiefer, in your of course you left at 4 30 we'll get that straight you left four. I did. Actually, yeah. I, I put an OT. I almost was five. Almost. Okay. All right. Yeah. But then you rushed home. Rushed home to Heather and uh, and yeah. you know wanted to. Yeah, you like that. Wanted to make dinner with Heather. Um, yeah, that's right. What'd you see uh, for bike setup, suspension stuff, uh, trick stuff going on? Anything catch your eye? Um, a couple of things that I I thought are interesting is uh, Roxon has that his electric start um, backup underneath um kind of by where his cylinder head is in case he damages the one on his bar there's another one i didn't even uh, see that a button okay yeah there's a there's a button underneath like kind of by the cylinder head where it hangs down so if he crashes and that one gets damaged on the bar he can hit that one underneath which i thought was pretty cool does ktm um, have that i've know. never seen that at ktm yeah, I don't think so. I think that was a, you know i don't know if that was a gothic or large thing but i thought it was pretty cool fucking honda bro Got it yeah. going on. Okay. And uh, also, I, I thought another thing that's kind of interesting, too, is I don't know if um, Honda doesn't run um, tank bolts. They use straps around their t- their fuel tanks. Okay. Did you know that? No. I think that has something to do with chassis feeling for the riders, maybe, because uh, having that bolt straight into the frame, and maybe I have no idea why. I just thought it was kind of unique that they're having, you know, like strap bands to hold the tank down. Up on top, and and obviously underneath the seat. Yeah, well, not the one that you know usually has the band from the the frame. Of the no, seat, yeah, but the yeah. ones the bolts that go on the side, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, deep inside stuff, right there. You like that y- deep? Yeah, I know you like it deep, bro. You go deep, and you like it deep. <laughs> uh, right up the backside. Um, hey. Uh, what do you think of the bike performance? Uh, DV uh, wrote some stuff about Cooper Webb's Yamaha, and it's a bike that you're very familiar with. Uh, DV, not a fan of Coop's setup. Um, myself, I didn't. I looked at more of the rider than the setup. I'm not one of those setup guys. As we know, we've discussed this 100 times. There are bike setup things that, that help guys and, and contribute to finishes, but it is not the difference between Cooper Webb getting 10th or 3rd or, or whatever. But uh, DV did not like Coop's bike. What do you think? Yeah, it's funny because I actually tweeted that, and then some guy said something to me, oh, DV beat you to it. So I noticed it. I just thought his whole setup was stiff looking. And then I watched Chad's bike, and his Chad's bike looked totally opposite to me. Like Chad's actually settled into the corner and looks like he could steer with his front end more. And you watch Coop ride, and 
if you if you TiVo it and you can go back and watch him and he's more straight up and down in the corners. It's like it's really it was really hard for him to lean into corners and mm-hmm. there was some big chop um, coming in that first corner, that first corner sweeper, and and you watch his fork, man, and it literally when he comes in there on D cell, it doesn't move. Like I mean, literally it moves maybe a half an inch. I mean, it was really stiff. It just looked abnormally stiff than than I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. So, I'd have to agree with DV, and I think Chad's setting was uh, on on the better side for Anaheim. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we'll see what happens this week. You know at the test track they're going to be like, hey, Chad's bike looked good. Try this. Try that. You know what I mean? Um, well, that too, and I think San Diego's going to be similar conditions as far as, you know, because we're going to have rain off and on all week, so I think we're going to get more of that choppy, you know, transitions going to be ruddy, mm-hmm. so I think – you know, I think a lot yeah. of those guys got arm pumped because of that those conditions. Yeah, track looked pretty easy on track walk, but because of the the, the moisture of the surface, turned into a little challenging with chop, with ruts, you know, with bumps because um, it was so soft. Yeah, and that, those guys have been kind of riding with that last week or so because it's been raining off and on. But I think, uh, you know, obviously with whatever forty four guys and mm-hmm. riding all day, um, and it gets choppier. Any any uh, any thoughts on suspension that you saw from guys? Air, spring, anything surprising or anything new that way? I, I, and I don't remember, and I don't quote me on this, but I don't know if it was Show or KYB, but I thought it's crazy how they have that spring assist or the air assist. Yeah, that's Showa, right? Yeah. Okay, and they have the spring, but also you can adjust the air. Yeah. So the guy can run a lighter spring rate, and then maybe if you need it, you know, to hold up more, you can yeah. add a little air. I thought that was pretty unique. I I really haven't paid attention to that enough, but I thought that was actually a, a cool, unique feature. Yeah, they were developing that last year a little bit, and uh, now it's kind of out in the open. You know, Nick Way had a lot to do with that, too. Um, yeah, and I guess some of these guys that have that don't are, haven't been running air pressure in it. They've just been oh, know, really? experimenting. Okay. With yeah, 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 so they've been running zero PSI, but yet keeping mm-hmm. um, that, that lighter spring range. And uh, Brayton's, on, Brayton's on show uh, last year's work stuff. I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's on. I think same with. Uh, I know uh, Dean's on last year's KYB stuff too. Okay. Um, um, Eddie Ray's kind of down on Dean's performance here. He had some rear brake problems. A caller called said. So, what do you think? He, he looked. He he looked a little stiff, and I watched him practice a lot, and he was casing a lot of jumps. His timing was off a little bit, and yeah, it just didn't look comfortable. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, interesting. What about uh, – Hey, does anybody know what happened to Brayton? Why did Brayton do so bad? I don't know. I'm not sure. Does he want to get like 14th, 15th or something? Um, something like that. He uh, he didn't look great all day. He didn't have any flash. Yeah, you Brayton, know what I mean? 15th. He didn't have any flash that he normally has. Yeah, and I thought he would be you know more solid than he was. I thought he'd come in at least you know around top eight yeah. you know, around there. Right. So – um, Vortex Racing, bringing you Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider uh, Magazine. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a discount on the V3 bar or the or the sprocket. That uh, same sprocket as Chad Reed and Cooper Webb run on the on the on the Yamaha. So, um, any interesting conversation did you have Kiefer with anybody? Anything interesting that comes to mind at A1? You know, a lot of uh, a lot of pit talk and things like that. Mm, no, not really. I mean, I ran into a lot of pulp listeners on in the pits. That was uh cool to to talk to those guys and hear what they you know they're they of course they want to talk about dirt bikes when so they're bullshitting for about 20 minutes about settings right. and stuff but yeah yeah really right yeah, nothing, that, that sounds like something you would do 
<laughs> nothing racing wise no and uh actually like the chick level was down this year i feel your your hottest chick of the uh the pits is, is the seven deuce deuces chick yeah i think she's smoking hot i think she's really good looking she's not too skinny she has curves i think adam's doing a great job with that well there we go folks right, uh, right from the pits when you're a rap when you're a rap superstar yeah yeah exactly right um what gear did you like Kiefer? Oh, man. There was two. I liked two. Out of all of them, there was two. There was obviously the, the Thor baby blue kind of like high-vis stuff. No, I'm like not a fan. No, I thought not that Thor fan. stuff looked good. <laughs> Eddie, I thought You're that. not a fan of that method? Marks is shaking his head no. Right? Really? No, he's saying Wait. yes. No, I like that Thor stuff. Oh, you stuff. did? I thought yeah. you were saying no. No, I thought that was good. Okay. All right. Uh, up and that down means yes. Really good okay. on the blue bikes, I thought. And then also Chad's gear looked really clean. I like Chad's gear. Yeah, Chad's setup looked good. I like the Millsap stuff. I like that orange fly. That is the um, – Oh. How about the Kenny yeah. gear, that red bike with that yeah. solid yellow? Hey, he stands really out, good. that's for yeah. sure. Not, not ugly, not great, just okay. Like, yeah, all right. Visible. I think some Very of the colors visible. that they're going to have, it doesn't look really – you know what's funny? A lot of these colors that are out don't really look good on a red bike. Mm, yeah. Well, I always, I always don't mind, though, opposite color gear. Like, always red on Cowie. I always thought it looked really good. Burner or Red Dog or whatever. I always thought red looked yeah. good on a Cowie. Popped kind of, you know? Um, and what else did you like? So, the Thor, high-vis? Yeah, the Thor and the Fox gear looked really good. I mean, nothing else really stood out to me. Um, I know, well, Zach Commons had some FXR gear that was cool I liked a lot. And I know some of those guys have some really brighter colors that they're going to introduce later in the year. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. They're going to have some brighter. There's going to be some pink stuff, and I like pink. Alex Ray looked good except for his boots. His FXR stuff was nice, and then he put on a pair of gray and pink boots, which did nothing. I, I don't know what happened with the CDs. Why did Alex Ray mm-hmm. make that choice? FXR is really yeah. coming on pretty quick. For you know, that's a Canadian company, right? Yeah, yeah. It's coming on pretty quick. They're they're aggressive with privateers. Kind of yeah. reminds me a little of how Fly did it a long time ago. There you go. Yeah, I, I actually I told Andy that and kind of how Fly did it, it they, like, like Fly did with the privateers. Yep, correct. they came in and now look at them; they're crushing it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. Um, some some nice looking so, stuff. Mathis, what was your favorite bike? L- looking bike? Uh, I like the Geico bikes. The red seat looked okay. good. I thought the I like the RCH bikes. Although, I mean, I'm sure the RCH guys would like to not have a giant Suzuki where a main sponsor should be. Like they would like to have a main sponsor, but because they don't, uh, I like the way it says Suzuki. It's got the the old school S on it. You just need a touch of blue on the RCH bikes, and we're good. And you and you're a fan of the yellow rims. Yep, on yeah, Suzuki's, I'm okay. Jimmy Instead, I guess there was six or seven Suzuki's. Most most bikes in the main event. Yeah. Most brands. Yeah, which is funny because uh, the JGR deal came together so late. The RCH thing almost didn't happen, you know. And Schmidt and Jimmy Albertson. Suzuki Marine saved the day. Yeah. yeah giant <laughs> Sink or swim, they saved them. A, a giant Suzuki <laughs> outboard motor in the pits. There we go, folks. Oh, yeah, I, did, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, helped, that's what helped them win racing this year. Um I went by that truck a couple times, and yeah. That engine's a- keeping them afloat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds like something JT would say. <laughs> yeah. That could be Watson's signature. They could have that on a T-shirt. Hey, was Watson there? Yeah. Oh, gee, so yeah. he's still got a job. Watson's got a wheel. like a, You spin an electronic wheel, and uh, you win different prizes depending on sponsor. Guts is one of them, Guts Racing. Right. You land on that, and you can win something from Guts, right. and you can win something from RCH. And then Watson's like, I'm like, well, how do you – 
How do you? Uh, I probably shouldn't say this. Should yeah, I say it? Well, okay. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I said, Watson, how do you determine like what if you everyone lands on guts racing? Because then you got to have you know a hundred guts racing T-shirts or whatever. It's RCH. It's guts. It's uh, I forget the other. Maybe. He's got a button in the back like they do at the fair. <laughs> he said, "Don't worry. We we know where it's going to land. Bust the deal. Spin the wheel." <laughs> Kenny Watson is a carny. He's a carny. Fuck hey. you. Yeah. RCH went from fog machines and beer pong to uh, boat motors. Now we're on boat motors. <laughs> hey, hey whatever. It takes a special person to stay over there, man, because I walked by there a few times, and it's fucking loud. Yeah, yeah, they like that. They do that presence, man, and that's fine, whatever. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm with Yuki for a little bit where I'm like, oh, man. Um, and Filthy Phil, what do you think of Filthy Phil's uh, race, Eddie? Filthy Phil is like a human pinball out there. He said everyone was hitting him. Uh, it, it may have been. Maybe they're mad at him. Maybe they're like, get out of here, Phil. <laughs> Take that shifter ride right on out of here. He did a wall ride off the back of that burn. He did like an MXA photo shoot wall ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he said that was his fast lap. <laughs> All I know is the first lap of the main, he was just like, he might have hit everybody out there. He got into it with Scott Champion a little bit. Champion called him a squirrel. So Really? Yeah. Phil never hey, had that problem I in the 450 Plessinger, class. When I watched practice, I thought Plessinger oh, was going to win. Me because, too. Absolutely. Oh, man. Did you see him, like, out of the first corner, he triple tripled? Yeah. Why that, did those guys stop insane. doing that, though? Dino was doing it, too. Seeley did it. Uh, then they stopped. I, I imagine the track just got beat up. Right. Plessinger was making those whoops his bitch. Just crushing those whoops. Like, upshifting oh into fifth, I think, halfway through. And plus, like, in that sand turn. How he'd come across the start outside and triple into that yep. that section. I mean, I yep. saw a couple guys doing yeah, it, yeah. but, man, he looked really good. Anderson, too, after that sand section, you jump out. Anderson was downsiding that corner tabletop thing or whatever that was. Oh, and, yeah, and, that was sick. And killing it, like, real sick. You mean right before the finish line, that section, right? No, 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 no. No, uh, out of the sand into the left field corner. Make a left. And there were five jumps? Yeah, but in that corner, there was, like, a jump in the corner. And Anderson was downside. I didn't walk over there because I only made it to the Wolves. Because I noticed in practice, everybody after the sand yeah. went you know, yeah. th- to the rhythm section, outside single over yeah. table. Then yeah. in the main, all of a sudden, everybody was going inside roll. I think just because, just like anything, you're protecting your line, everything's beat but up. It, it, I look fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it did. And then what about um, before the last whoop section, okay, you know, there was that, that wall triple thing, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then before that, they were jumping on that little hip, like a like a little RJ Rad and Bad. They yeah, yeah. Hip. Yeah, a little hip jump. Marvin had that yeah. dialed. Marv was still jumping through the whoops, even though they were yeah. still, he's still jumping through Marv them. had that turn, that hip yeah. jump dialed. Yeah. He's, but yeah, it almost cool. like, I, it, it was almost like with that section, what was faster, jumping all the way over or, or jumping on and hauling yeah, yeah. tail off? Yeah, yeah. No, it good, was like good, almost the same. Point. Um, that's why we should have looked at. The, I should have asked some people about their their lit pro data and said, seen what, or they're, they're just their data in general. Right. I should ask Truman what was faster and what wasn't. Uh, Weimer, good job by Weimer. Uh, Kiefer, Team Pulpamex, eleventh uh, place. Yeah, he signed up, huh? He's on board. He's on board. I got to bring him his cash this weekend. Oh man, that's good. Yeah, he actually he rode really good all day, and I saw him, and I was happy for him because uh, for a guy that wasn't going to have a ride, he sure did. Uh, mm-hmm. He sure did impress me. So. Um, it was good. How many tweets about the not going to the press conference did you get? Dude, all day. I was like, 
is Kiefer there? Uh, what did you hurt? Did you make Marvin cry? Did you make Marvin cry? I heard you were banned. I stayed away. I they stayed banned away. you from the press conference. <laughs> Marvin got, put a guard at the door, man, but I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kiefer. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Chris Kiefer uh, on the Pulp Mech Show. Great radio. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer deal from those guys. Uh, McElrath will be on later, Kiefer, and uh, he killed it. It was great. You know what? I kind of I, I, People are like, I didn't think he was going to win. You know, honestly, he was he was good in outdoors until he wadded himself at, what, Southwick. Southwick, yeah. Um, he did good in Supercross, always solid, and I know his bike's really good, and I just figured – he would be right up there. I knew he'd be up in the mix. And um, honestly, I thought Justin Hill would be a little bit better. And I thought, obviously, J-Mart would be better. And yeah, these these other guys, Forkner, obviously, he crashed. But yeah. Forkner so had the fastest lap of the night late in the race. So that's good. Yeah. So um, I don't know. There's so many guys in West this year. It's gnarly. Eddie said that he talked to Pedro, J-Mart's mechanic. No worries. They're fine. Really? Yeah. That's what he told me. He said, don't sweat it. We're all good. We're all good. Hmm. I watched. I was sitting. So I was sitting in the stands, and Will was in front of me in practice, and we were watching, uh, you know, Jmart, and he almost bit the the farm uh, literally three times in the whoops, man. Like I thought. Yeah, I saw one. I saw one of them that he clipped and almost went over. Yeah. Yes, and then right after the whoops, there was that left hander across the the start straight. And he almost got whiskey in that berm and went off into the start. I was Jeez. Like, Holy shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you have any interesting conversations with anybody pissed off about your, your role on the show here? The things you've been saying? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm just checking. No. I'm just asking. Okay. Just Sleater. No, no, that was actually, that was, that was mellow. Everything's okay. It's been mellow that way. All right. Well, Ander- Barsha's not talking to me. Anderson's not talking to me. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, if, if it's just me. Must be. Not you. No, um, I will always be there for you. Oh, you know, there is a story I want to say though. Okay. So, you know, George Michael passed away, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and this brought up a, 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 a like a memory that I had with me and my wife when we were sitting in, on the couch and and we're like going through old George Michael hits, you know, yeah. all this stuff, and and we were listening to Careless Whisper, and I was like, oh, that was a good song. It and was a good I song. Yeah. Laughing. She, yep. She's like, well, why are you laughing? And I go, well, it's, it's, it's almost like a double whammy. So I was dating this chick, and I was just out of high school, and uh, I went to the strip club because they opened up a new strip club in the, this, in the this high is, desert, this which is was after, rare for us. This is after Michelle. Nothing else matters. No, this is, this is way after Christina. Yeah, Christina, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, this is after Christina. So this is like my first real girlfriend. So, of course, I lied and didn't tell her where I was going to the strip club because, I mean, she would have flipped out. Right. You know, so I went to the strip club with my friends and, and I'm getting a, you know, I meet this chick and I'm getting a, she's like, you want a lap dance? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So of course, you didn't like, meet hey, a chick. Kiefer. You didn't meet a chick. Just a stripper came up to you. That's that. I mean, yeah, there was okay. no, you know, yeah, like right. you put the moves on or anything. Right. And well, back then I probably thought she liked me. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So we go back, and it's a two-for-one thing, right? And Careless Whisper comes on. So, you know, she's grinding on me with Careless Whisper. Well, she starts talking to me, okay? She's like, hey, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh-huh. and she's like, oh, I go, well, I ride dirt bikes. Of course, that's what I did back then. I ride dirt bikes, you know, and try to pull the chick. Right? I, got a, I got a big boy. Well, she's like, oh, my boyfriend rides dirt bikes, too. And I'm like, holy shit, really? I go, yeah. well, what's his name? 
And she's like, Travis Preston. <laughs> and, and I like, I look at her, I go, fuck off. Are you, are you serious? She's like, yeah, Travis is my boyfriend. And I'm like, no way. So the double whammy is while she's telling me this, my girlfriend somehow finds out that I'm at the strip club. The, the bouncer lets her in. She catches me getting grinded on by Travis's chick on careless Swift. So all this shit's going on, man. It's a gnarly story. Like, <laughs> I mean, so you're trying to process the me. Preston thing. Now you're getting caught. Right. right. I'm processing all this shit. George is singing in the background. I'm just trying to get my grind on. And it's Travis's chick. And I got, I got dumped after two years of this chick. So. <laughs> And and, and it, Preston eventually broke up with her. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a running joke for a while too. Travis was. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You can't have that around. So, <laughs> what was this? Uh, what, what what year was this? What was what was Preston riding for? Oh my what, what? god! This like, is so long. Is this Chaparral? F and S Suzuki? No, F and S. Yeah. Is this before Chaparral or after? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I think '97. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Way old. Wow. Like, okay. literally, we were just out of high school. Yeah, yeah. There we go, folks. Chris Kiefer. Careless Whisper. Yeah. Yeah, Careless Whisper. <laughs> Grinding, Preston's girlfriend, and then your girlfriend. Yeah, too much shit going on. Like, right. Yeah. Did you see uh, Did that. you see Goon and his, his wife there? <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, no. At the, at the race it. at Anaheim. Oh. They're at the strip club. Yeah. Yeah, when he way, was out of high school. way back when, <laughs> Dungun was ten. <laughs> yeah, um, no, at Anaheim. No, I didn't see him at all. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, he was there. So hopefully, he's going to make it out to the Michelin uh, ride day. Thing. Uh, what ride did day. your wh- Dungun? What did your chick think of the race? What, what was? How's that go? Oh, she thought it was rad. Yeah, yeah, she loves it. Has she ever watched one in person before? Uh, Monster Cup was okay. the first one. Okay, yeah. So she's into it. Um, yeah, and she's watched a few last year, like the Supercrosses on TV. Okay. But, so now she knows the personality is a little bit behind. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. She just gets frustrated because she, like, she's like, okay, what race is next? And then how many guys go from that one? And yeah. then what happens to the other guys? Like, it, right. it was it was uh, a little bit frustrating. Don't worry. Soon so- it'll be your girlfriend walking around saying, my my husband's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's a pulp, pulp show producer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, she had a good time. She's she getting grinded it. on by. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, all right, Kiefer. Uh, hey, Marks, Marks. Uh, hold on, Marks. Did uh, um, does did. Did you get anybody up to you, like knew who you were and say, "Oh, Doon Goon" or what? No, no, I'm not at that level uh-huh. yet. Uh, Pingree, right. Pingree recognized me in the pits though. And so oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So that was and cool. Ping wrench for Top Jimmy. Yeah. You see his pit board? Yeah. Catch rocks and <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> nice work, nice work, Ping. Uh, all right, Kiefer. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. You are in studio with Grant Langston uh, on the thirtieth, I think. Yeah, we're gonna fly there. Wow. <laughs> is that actually a longer no, drive to the airport than it is a flight no, here? I mean, like on a, on a private plane. Oh. Eddie, you flew here. <laughs> We're going to fly. <laughs> I'm from the high desert, guys. Cut me some flags. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer will be in studio with Grant Langston uh, coming up here on the 30th. Uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you All down right, the road. Guys. All right. Have- Chris Kiefer, everybody. Sorry, cut him up there. Uh, brought to you by uh, uh, Vortex Racing. All right. Commercial break. On the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The great Eddie Ray in studio. I'm jealous of Kiefer. Why? Because he's got a pulpy. Yeah, I mean, keep working.
You had some hot takes already. Yeah, hey, whatever. Uh, I we'll, need more drops. We'll be right back with uh, Adam Cincerillo, Shane McElrath. We've got to do the Gear Ally cold call, and uh, we'll get some more to your phone calls. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Race Tech? They are now the home of engines as well. Race Tech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Race Tech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines and are really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. 
Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800 440 03559 Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. 
They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride, fast, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for riders support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. To the heart and mind Ignorance is kind But there's no comfort in the truth Pain is the
Welcome back, everybody. Papa Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. It's for you, Chris Kiefer. Travis Preston's girlfriend grinding you. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. The great Eddie Ray is in the studio. Loretta Lynn's champion. Arena Cross champion. Runner-up to the Pulpy Award. Runner-up to the Pulpy Award is Eddie Ray. I told you not even to put me in that, remember? I specifically said, don't put me in there, because if I don't win, I'm going to be upset. I didn't remember that. Yeah, I told you don't put me in. You did it anyway. Well, we have to. We can't not put you in something like as prestigious as a Pulpy. Um, All right, Gear Alloy, everybody. Proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team. Longtime supporter of Jessica Patterson. You know her at all? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, designed and engineered in Southern California in order to stay on trend of design and source worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best looking products available with styles available in 16 through 22 inch diameters. Uh, Gear Alloy 12 inch wide wheels have over six inch of lip, everybody. I'm waiting to get a set for my uh, Ridgeline. They should be coming out soon. Pumped on that. And uh, they've been around since 2004. Uh, light truck and SUV market. They dominate it. Great company, GearAlloy.com. Uh, Please check them out. We're going to give away a set of these wheels. We've got to figure out a cool contest. Yeah, we are. Eddie, and hey, they just came out with their new 24 by 12, you know, 22 by 14 yeah. forge wheels. Oh, so okay. that's like new thing. So that's they're going to be hot. That's the Drop it like it's hot. All right, GearAlloy.com, everybody. This is a Gear Alloy cold call. And because Eddie was making so much of a uh, fuss about this pulpy, and because he got 11th, and because he runs a Pulp MX show sticker on his helmet. Hold me back, listen more. I'm going for him. Call Jake Weimer, everybody. See what he's up to here. Jake Weimer on the Gear Alloy Cold Call. JGR Suzuki's own. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Hey, Weimer, why'd you win that award, dick? There's 50 50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger Home. I think he knows our number by now, so. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Jake Weimer. Yeah, thanks, man. Gear Ally cold call. You know I'm on DMXS tomorrow night. You are? Yeah, I think they text me. Not anymore. Boo. Not anymore, you're not. <laughs> I already knew I already knew you'd be upset about it. Well uh, Um I think you owe me something. That's Eddie Ray. You got by something the way. at your house that belongs to me. Do I? Yeah. Uh, oh, ah. no, square. no, you didn't win because Mathis bought you votes like on Instagram followers. He bought your uh, votes with yeah. that, with Makes his, uh, the, people the sticker, Makes the people sense. voted Eddie. Yeah. Makes but you, you talked about him all the time about that dumb sticker. You and him going back and forth about that sticker. Dude. You didn't want to pay and Dude. got an extra race. That was worth at least listen, four or 500 listen. extra votes. That sticker. I deserve that award for the amount of <laughs> of people that I have to speak with and just the 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 pulp nation intenseness is real. I deserve that I deserve that award for the amount of miles I travel. Um listen, the people voted. Nothing was rigged, everything was done by a popular vote and just like Trump, he won. Jake Weimer won. I think the thing was rigged. Maybe you won the popular make pulp, vote. But. Make, make, make Pulp MX great again. Um, I haven't paid you yet, and uh, that no, could, this DMX, DMXS appearance could affect that, that, that amount of money. That Don't I you got you. an exclusive with him? I thought I did. Hey, get the check back. 
and get the pulpy back. <laughs> Everything back. That's it. <laughs> um, it's all done. Congratulations on a great ride. I think a lot of people were happy for you. Only a few days on the bike. If you want to know a little bit more about Jake's experience at A1, go to pulpamex.com. I interviewed him after the race, and we get a little more into detail about that and everything else. But You'd uh, think you'd know more about it then. Uh, are you going to uh, are you going to test this week or is it rain? What's the rain going to scare you away or um, what's going to happen? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm planning on <clears throat> riding tomorrow. Um, I mean, yeah, it's all going to depend on the rain, but there's a possibility um, if I have to, maybe I'll drive to Phoenix. Has been a discussion or, or Arizona? Yeah, I, I should yeah. say Phoenix, Arizona, somewhere. I don't know. Okay, um, that's been brought up so yeah i mean i'm gonna try and get on the bike and get a little time in um yeah okay um that could be useful right how much has your phone blown up the last two days with all these new friends or or friends that are back uh, back at you um i mean definitely it gets a little more active Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it i mean it, it hasn't been like i haven't had really anybody come out of the woodwork like like there has been in the past mm-hmm. did you put an ad on craigslist um, for a man friend yeah <laughs> not yet not yet i haven't gotten that far yet i i still am waiting on some some checks to come in um but that we might get there this is just very short short, short stint so i can't well, get too invested steve wanted in me to ask you how much they're paying you because he didn't want to ask oh no I, I i would have asked that actually i didn't think about it um how much are you um, making? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I feel comfortable. I mean, I don't think that's really fair. You can call J Bone. Maybe he'll tell you. Listen, I'm not baseball, you, we all know what everybody's making in um, football. And I, and I agree, and I am all for that because at the end of the day, like the people within the industry, I mean, we all have a very, very good idea of kind of what everybody's making, but I'm not going to be the one to to do that okay i mean i'm i'm kind of i'm here for a short amount of time and i gotta make some money and make the best of it and that's what i'll do marks put up a poll on pulp mx show on twitter uh should we allow jake do to do dmxs radio as a pulp show and we'll see what what the people say so just uh, put that up right now hey jake after the four rides four rounds let's just say barsha comes back if in a crazy world coy off coy and jaybone offered you the spot that phil used to have would you take it I see. I don't. I don't really know the details on what that role is. Um, Let's make up a fake one. But isn't that role the same role you have for RCH, Jake? I would think those guys have told you. Yeah, but if it's Suzuki, to, he could go both ways. Some, oh, Weimer's just a Suzuki fill-in, no matter what happens. <laughs> hey, which bike is better, JGR or RCH? Oh, here we go. Here they're we go. different. They're different, and I. I mean. Elaborate. Well, I don't. I actually don't know how much I can elaborate because I. Steve said, "Oh, you you know you you rode the bike for a few days." No, that's not true. I rode the bike for about a half a day, and then I rode it on Saturday. And Saturday, we made changes. Um, it it was good initially when I rode it, but you know, as as a rider, everybody rides a little different and wants something a little different. It was good initially, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> Every time I've ridden it, I've changed something just a little bit just to to benefit me. So I can't – in the RCH bike, I've ridden for for months. And I think that – I think 
in my honest opinion, <clears throat> I think they both have different motors, um, motor packages, and I think that I don't know the JGR guys as well as, you know, obviously I would know the RCH guys, but it seems they both have personnel that's pretty sharp. Um, I don't think anybody would would question the, the JGR guys um, in the last few years with, with you know, motor. Obviously, they know how to make power, and they have a good good motor package. Suspension guys, I have not even been other than Saturday was the first time I met the suspension guy for JGR. So I have very, very limited. You never time. met Johnny before. Um, You've never met Johnny. No, no. I know who I knew who he was, yeah, yeah, but I yeah. never met him until Saturday. He runs the so Bad News Phil Twitter, uh, Instagram account. Yeah, but couldn't you yeah, like at, that at that point like say, "Hey, listen, I don't. I mean, not you don't want to say I don't know you, but like, hey, I've hey, been listen. on Suzuki. I've already been using yeah, you this. Like that? You know, can't we start with these settings, and wouldn't it almost just kind of be the same? Um, we. I mean, would they even know if they, you slipped it off? Up. What's that? There was there was discussion brought up and like, hey, you know, we we obviously with it being so last minute, and I had been on a, a setting that I had ridden for for months now. And if the situation came up, if everybody was cool, I could just slap that on there and just get the night, you know, go just get the night done mm-hmm. with with what I'd already ran and i don't know everybody was on the same page and that was cool and i don't i mean i haven't dug into it and i don't know maybe the i don't i don't know who after the first practice i was like all right you know maybe let's just throw my stuff on there that i've been on and um we'll just get through the night and then next week when we have some time we can go to the track and and make you know, make some changes because normally we have three practices. Well, we only had two on Saturday. So after the first one, I was like, Hey, you know, maybe let's just put my stuff on that. I've already ridden and it wasn't there. So my, <laughs> which my is stuff, awesome, by it, the way, it wasn't, it's... it wasn't there. So <laughs> come on roadblock. We, we pulled the, we pulled the suspension off and we made some changes and, you know, as the night went on, I we made progress and it ended up being fine. Um, but yeah, so there was everybody was helpful and everybody was cool about it. I did go there, but it wasn't for whatever reason, lack of communication or, or I don't really know. Right. But but it it wasn't there. Okay, we don't want to keep you all night. I got we we ran at the poll. Poll started already. Uh, the, the leader in the poll is, should Jacob Weimar be allowed to appear on DMXS Radio? 37% say yes, it's whatever. 35% says, who cares? Okay. Right. <laughs> 28% right. says no. Where's the loyalty? Okay, so I'm good. Did you plug Pulp um, MX on the, on the podium after the semi-win? Um, I thought you did. I thought I heard it. Maybe not. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't remember. All right. To be honest with you, I'm not well, sure. let's let's get it working on some plugs. Can we? Can we do that? Bring the cash first, and then, and then we can talk about um, the rest. Hey, listen. The, I know the behind the scenes there was some intense gear negotiations between Answer Fly and Seven. You ultimately ended up in Seven. And although Roger is a cool guy, I would like to see you in Fly. Right. But I mean, what was the choice of Seven? What what happened there? 
What do you mean? Like what? Mean? what, what just what was the deciding factor for you? Did they pay you the most? Did they put together the best deal uh, for you? Do you like the compression jerseys? What, what was the? So I don't even know why I'm like this because the industry's not. But I I'm always a firm believer in the people that help you out and step up for you. you yeah, the, should, the industry is not like that. <laughs> you should show. I the industry's not, but I am. Okay. So. I talked to a few people and and I told them straight up I said, you know, if if seven if they match it, I'm, you know, or okay. or if it's yeah. if it's really really close or they match it, like I'm going to stay. Like they've helped me out the last couple years. I like that. In the last couple years, they did more for me than than the other people were willing to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, if they come, if they match it or come even close, I'm going to stay because that's just and and that's what happened. So okay. Um, that's Eddie. So I gave Weimer a couple of proposals. Let me ask you what you would pick. I said, like as an agent. No, oh. for this for the sticker. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said to Weimer, "Look, I got a huge chunk of cash that you can take right now." Stop it, Weimer. Stop it. I got a huge chunk of cash you could take right now, and then, but I own you for the year. Like I know you're only guaranteed four at JGR, but if something happens at RCH or something happens to Barsha or Pike and you're back, and you even do outdoors for Slayton Racing or anybody, yeah. I own you. Well, for we didn't talk about that. But yeah, go yeah. On. No, no. I own you for the okay, year. Okay, go on. For this go chunk on. of cash. So, but you only guarantee four races. That's all it is right now. Or if he doesn't take the chunk, you or, only give him four races. Or I said I would pay him a lower amount, much lower, but per race. And if he raced all year, he would make more than the giant chunk of cash. Do you follow? Yeah, I'm with you. Which one would you have taken? Well, I know how much this chunk of cash is. You do? <laughs> yeah, I know. I you told, told you that? Yeah, you told me. Oh, damn it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's so much cash, you need a wheelbarrow, a wheelbarrow to carry it away. What would you have taken, E-Ray? That's it. Just I, I, I would have taken I would have taken the bird in hand. Okay. I would have taken the lump sum. The lump sum. Yeah, Let I, me win the lottery. Watch, I'm taking the lump sum. Right. I'm out of there. Gear Alloy, cold call, GearAlloy.com with Jake Weimer on the show. Can we get, your, get Jake some Gear Alloy wheels? I mean, if he runs a Gear Alloy sticker? Or, uh, I could trade him. We can make it. We could barter. Is it wheels? I get your wheels, wheels, you give me a pulpy with my name on it. And then admit I that I was KMC, a better co host. KMC. KMC's sponsor JGR. Oh, they do? Uh huh. Okay. I mean, yeah. If you want second yeah. best company, just go ahead and. Yeah, go ahead. Don't worry, that'll end in four races and we'll see where you're at. Uh, before we let you go, Jake, and I know we, we did True. the cold call. Before we let you go, uh, question for you from Nash. What's up, Nash? Gentlemen. What's happening? Gentlemen. It's rare. To speak to a fellow pulpy winner. Yeah, you too. Yeah, Nash won best caller, uh, pulpy best caller. So. Oh, nice. That's nice. That's that's rare for me to be in Weimer's. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's got nothing. Element. Pulpy right. winners ganging up on the second place guy. Yep. Eddie, you're you're solid there, Steve. Steve takes me back to you know you're talking about Weimer and this cash in a pocket deal. Isn't similar to you when Timmy said to you one time, <laughs> either I will pay well, you what I owe you in bonus. Or give you all the money in my wallet. Similar kind of circumstance. I think that's what probably where think? I got the idea from. Timmy never paid me a summer cross bonus, which was supposed to be twenty five hundred dollars in nineteen ninety nine, and about two thousand and six, I was still on him for my twenty five hundred dollars, Weimer, 
And I said, you know, wow. where is it? And he said, I'm not going to pay it to you, but I'll tell you what. You can take the cash in my wallet right now, or maybe one day I will pay you. I said, give me the cash in the wallet. It was 300 bucks. There you go. Yeah. At that point, I. At that, that sounds point, like I let's make a deal. Because who? <laughs> you got to be a player's player. Oh, hold on. The truth. Of cash the, the, in their wallet. Well, three hundred, right? We, I yeah, I know. But hey. you said you said that it was twenty five hundred. You were oh, oh yeah, yeah You were supposed yeah. to get yeah. Who carries around? Who carries around a? Nobody. But thousand dollars worth. Of but cash. he just said I may pay you the twenty five hundred one day, but just take three hundred or whatever's in my wallet. So. No, Weimer, Weimer, I, I, I the truth is, on that one. Okay. the Go reason ahead. I'm dying to speak to you, what 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 was exchanged between you and Filthy Phil in the truck about line selection <laughs> technique? <laughs> you know, take take us through the the, the 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 swapping of technique between two. Well, you're you're a savvy professional. Phil's good, but uh, I don't think he's on your level. So take me there. Um. I mean, there was nothing too intense. We, Phil and I, I mean, I've spent a little bit of time with Phil before the season, um, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Small chit chat. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing night changing. I guess I would See? say. But we, we chit chat. Were you there for the Scott Champion confrontation? Oh my god! No, but I heard about it and I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> okay, right. I was there when he got back from the heat race and he was pretty upset. <laughs> Jake had his back. <laughs> Steve, Steve, is it true that he really claims that? So Steve posted a picture, Jake and Eddie, of Phil going through a corner looking like me riding a dirt bike. His feet were and off, flying off the back. Yeah, horrendous, looking like Unadilla this summer when I saw him. Uh, did he really claim that was his fastest lap? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He just got to keep recording, Phil. Gentlemen, have a great right. show. Cheers, everybody. Thanks. Weimer, congratulations, Eddie. Thanks, Nash. We'll Th- get you there. Thanks, Nash. Uh, we'll get a, right into our next guest before we let Weimer go. Adam Cincerillo, what's up, Adam? We got Weimer on the phone. What's up, guys? How are you? We're good. Weimer, Weimer did well this weekend on the fill-in. AC. Pete, just like I said he would. Oh, yo, you did. You're claiming. You're claiming it. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't really, but I honestly didn't even know he was racing. In his head, he did. Before, but <laughs> solid job, Jake. I tweeted about you, Jake. Did you? I did. I don't know if you I unfollowed could, me. I could use unfollow. some social media love. Uh, come on. You, hey, know. again, talk about the pulpy. You got to deal with these pulp listeners on your Instagram. Yeah. On your social media feed. That's true. So what's the deal with the helmet sticker thing? Well, I made a very lucrative deal deal for Weimer to win a Pulp Mex show sticker on his helmet. What's the deal? It's a very small amount of money. It's a short, short term deal with, with, um, with, you know, only four races. So small amount of money, short time that I'll, that I'm for sure going to be there. So I said, Hey, I, I told him, I said, I think Pike, Pike actually is like, Hey, did he did he actually pay you to put that sticker on the helmet? I said, yeah. I said I only have a four race deal. I'll I'll whore this helmet out as much money as I can make. I'll do it. Yeah. And he said he said he says how much money to put a Weston Pike sticker on there? I said I think you can afford it. What do you what do you want to do? <laughs> hey, Pike will pay any further than that. You know what? Pike will pay you to take mine off. Like he'll that's what he would do. Pike would be like, I'll pay you to not run that sticker. Well, we st- there's still there's still time. I haven't got my money yet. Right. I'm, well, if you do DMXS to, uh, Wednesday Surprise. night, we could, we could have a problem. 
So uh, we'll see. I'll bring you cash this weekend. I will bring you cash this weekend. I know. I promise. I know. I'm good I know. I remember last year you were bringing how much it. How much talking about? Jake, how much cash would it take not for you not much. to do that show? <laughs> hey, what do you mean not? <laughs> hey, not much for you two guys, uh, Mr. Uh, Pro Circuit Rider, uh, you know, and Mr. Uh, Factory Cowie forever. Uh, but a lot of money for the working man out there listening to this show right now. It's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, Adam goes. All right, Weimer, we're going to let you go because we're going to talk to Adam here on the Pulp Show. Um, thank you for All picking right. up. Good luck. Yep. Great work this weekend. Thank you. Keep it yeah, up. Thanks. Jake, I'll text you my address so you can ship that right over. Send you a shipping number, too. No problem. Two. <laughs> yeah. Bring me a label. I, don't wanna, I, can't, I, I can't afford to pay for it. All right, no problem. There's no way Weimer would ever All let right. that Pulpy go. There's no way. It's treasured. It's next to his one number one plate on his shelf. I'm not going to do that. Tell me it's still there, Weimer. Tell me it's still there. The Pulpy is. The number one plate isn't. The only reason being my one-year-old daughter grabbed the number one plate and was chewing on it, so I had to get it out there. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, man. Uh, hashtag baby problems. Um, all right, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Yep. All Thanks, right, see guys. you. Gear Alloy, everybody. GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear with Gear Alloy. Jake Weimer picking up the cold call. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Oh, no problem, man. You know I always have time for you. (laughs) Really? I didn't know that. It was sarcastic. It was very dry humor. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, First of all, uh, how before we get, I just want to talk to you about Anaheim one. Eddie Ray, both and I just let's just bench race about that. But we got to ask about your prep. East Coast coming up. Minneapolis opening round. How's it going? How's it? Fe- how you feeling? How's everything? I feel good. I had a good off season. Uh, we went to Santa Barbara for a little while. I went with Kenny, and uh, you know I'm training with Peter, which is which is Kenny's guy, my guy too. So we went to Santa Barbara, did a little boot camp there. Um, got a nice base, like I was talking about all summer long. So I feel good in that aspect. And uh, Supercross, I really, I mean, I had a chance to ride it last off season a little bit before I did my wrist, but mm-hmm. I had a few things go on to where I didn't, didn't really get comfortable on Supercross. So, uh, you know, I've been able to obviously put down a lot more laps and uh, kind of reacquaint myself with, uh, with SX. So I'm stoked on where I'm at and, uh, you know, heading into the season, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Enough of that. Um, so a one, a one, bro. Like, first of all, JT is not a fan of what Roxon's been doing in this offseason, social media wise. Um, and right. I think, and and and, I, but he gives him credit for 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 a terrific race at A one. And I just, I mean, it's sixteen seconds over Ryan Dungey. That was a beatdown. That was a riding clinic. And JT's like, ah, eh, he rode well, you know, whatever. Like that, he worked everybody. That's what happened. I don't know if that's going to happen in San Diego, but that was a phenomenal ride by Kenny Roxon. Yeah, I mean, that was good. And I think with, with everybody, it's crazy because Kenny, with his little social media antics and stuff that he does, he kind of kind of set himself up. Like, I mean, he kind of had to do, like, he kind of <laughs> had to win. You know, you kind of felt like, I feel like that was the vibe. Like, uh-huh. if he doesn't win, he's kind of going to look like an a-hole, you know? And I feel like that's where he, that's where he thrives the best, you know, when he kind of puts himself in that position. And he ended up, yeah, he killed it, man. It was like, it's like what I've been watching in practice, but he was just locked in just all day. Yeah, it, like. it was great. It was a terrific ride. And, I mean, look, he, he may lose this week and everything else, but he's on point right now. He looks great. Connor, Connor yeah, McGregor. 
Yeah, and the thing about Kenny is too, everybody knows that he can do it for you know, do it for a race or even a few races and we've seen him start fast in the past, but mm-hmm. I feel like what I what I saw with him during outdoors, obviously I didn't get to train with him during Supercross last year because I was injured, but what I saw with him during outdoors is that the intensity that he brings to the track, even after a few wins, it's he's figured it out in the fact that he knows that he can't let himself get too high or too low. You know, so I think mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna have those inconsistency inconsistencies we've seen in the years past, you know, just based off Yep. Uh, you know, my point of view. So I think he's, I think he saw it. I think he's going to be hard to beat. And um, yeah, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody saw it Saturday night. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Adam Cincerillo, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. Give us a call. His appearance on the show brought to you by Pivotworks. Pivotworks, a premier aftermarket solution, Adam, for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arms, shock, and steering stem. All in one easy package. For about half of what the OEMs charge, Adam. Pivotworks. I like how you throw my name in there to like make the ad a little bit more. I just I don't, I don't know what the word is for it, but they've simplified your job. trip to the parts counter by creating a single simple solution. <laughs> oh my god! Stop it! <laughs> uh, I'll hang up. Pivot Works Pulp Show 2017 is uh, is the code. Uh, please use them. Uh, great great company. I use it to uh, build my project bike with. Um, my oh, my source is 16th place. I got 16th place in fantasy league. You out of did 103 people. You beat me. I got. Uh, I think I. I don't know what I. Got. I think I got 50th or something. Um, who came through for you big on that fantasy? Uh Chiz, bro. Chiz, yeah, he was good. He was a handicap six or something. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, who was that guy in the KTM? He was in the 250B practice. Oberson or Oberson? Oberson. Uh, what is it? Oberson. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his first Auburn. name? I had um, Killy. Killian. Killian Auberson, yeah. I picked him. I picked Bradley Taft. I think I had I had Hayden Melrose too, my neighbor, oh. by the way. Oh. Until his uh he had what, a, like a twelve handicap or something? Yeah. Yeah, he was bike, good. Man, I was I was bummed for him, but I don't like throwing uh, the yeah, bike no, down. I don't like throwing the bike down. Me. I do not like throwing the bike down. That's not good. You know but, what? As soon as he threw that, I was sitting right by where he threw his bike down, and I immediately thought about how. Remember when you had that that little episode you threw when Bogle uh, goes throw his bike at Toronto, and yeah. he didn't like it at all. I think I, it was that's Houston. What I thought of. I think it was Houston. Yeah. Yeah, you don't Houston, do that. Whatever. You don't do that. You, look, bikes fail. It sucks. You know, it's terrible for you guys. It's dangerous for you guys. But you know, the the mechanic doesn't throw his fanny pack at your head when you tip over in a turn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or be- backpack, I should say. But um, yeah, but we're just we're super entitled. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, if hey, if Mel Ross had come through for you, wow, that could have been a killer team. I um, know he's he's actually going really good. I'm going to continue. I'm going to I'm going to see what his handicap is. No, week, you you can't pick the same guy in two weeks in a row. So you'll see. You're learning. Oh, but for real, yeah. All new guys, bro. And that's where Dan Truman excels because Truman knows what's going on with these guys, kind of. And he, he'll wait and, and be like, oh, everyone's going to pick Mel Ross. So I'm staying I'm away. Gonna win. Yeah. I'm going to be like top 20 every weekend, and I feel like I'm going to win. I don't like how you can affect it with your own riding, though. I'm not a fan of that. I, I don't. Well, I'm not, am I going to be handicapped at the first round, you think? That's a great question. I don't know. Well, I really don't either. If, you haven't if raced I'm for a point. If I'm double points, you best believe I'm picking myself. You haven't raced forever. So, Supercross. That's true. It's been like a decade. <laughs> it's, been, it's been so long. Who even knows I don't anymore? I know if I remember how to hit a triple, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Um, what what your produce what your score will be? I don't know. Um, anyways, uh, hey, so my sources say you were in the uh, in the knot hole with your oh. chick. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> knot hole for AC. Yeah, well, must be nice. Like first race of the year, I don't even ask anybody for for sweet tech tickets. Like normally, I'll ask Monster or something, but yeah. I just don't even want to, you know. And I, when's the last time I won a race? To be honest with you, I'm not asking for sweet passes for a while. But anyway, yeah, we got to the knot hole early. We had a we had a hookup. Um, I wasn't just with my chip. We were with a a, a bunch of people. But okay, uh, yeah, that was the, that was the spot. It was nice. I was eating some cracker jacks. Actually, <laughs> you were. Did you get a seat outside on the patio there? Because that's the move. Oh yeah. Okay. You no, know, you know about it. Uh, I know. Is it because you weren't? People see my face. Is it because you didn't get a monster sweet ticket because you weren't in the Doonies? No, I didn't. I didn't ask for a monster sweet ticket. No, I know, but it, 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 but you weren't in the Doonies, so maybe you wouldn't wouldn't get one. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Are you trying to throw shots at me right now? <laughs> trying to throw shots at the Doonies. That's what I'm trying to throw shots at. Stop hating. The Doonies is sick. <laughs> you know what? I can imagine right now you're getting electroshocked to have to say that. I, I can imagine right now the Dirt Shark is shocking you to make you say the Doonies is sick. Hey, we got a special caller on on uh, online too. Uh, a guy named Ken. Ken, welcome to the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Thank you, thank you. This is the first time that I've called in ever. That's pretty special. Yeah, I thanks guess. for listening. That's great, fun. great, great to hear your voice. Uh, no, you know what's funny is Ken just texted me right before. He said he called me and I didn't answer, and he said call me. I said I'm on Pulp Mech. <laughs> of course he calls in. <laughs> well, now you guys what can just doing, carry bro? on your conversation, right? Hey, yeah, so I, I, mean, I went up? on the app store. I went on the app store right away, downloaded the app because I wanted to listen to it. And um, I clicked in right as you guys were talking about Santa Barbara and that whole deal. And mm-hmm. we're, I was listening to it. You know, I was laying on the bed listening to it. And I'm like, dude, that guy just totally forgot about one of the main links, Blake. He totally left out Blake. Uh, yeah. It's like Blake's a ghost. What? <laughs> yeah. Said, Blake Savage. How did I leave him out? Santa Barbara with Peter. And Peter, Kenny. Uh, yeah, it's going great, but well, no mention of Blake. Right when he said that, I was about to say, what happened? What is Blake's job? Yeah. What's that? Well, right when you said that about whoever Peter is, I don't know who Peter is, but I was about to say, like, then what's Blake? I thought Blake was, I don't know if he's just y'all's training partner or trainer or. Well, he's first off training partner slash trainer. Like, obviously, he went last year through the whole deal with me to uh, learn him every, you know, most of the stuff. So when we're in Florida, he is my, well, obviously, I'm still talking to Peter, but he's our go-to guy when it comes to working out in the gym and stuff. Peter sends us the workouts but mainly blake like when we go to the gym we don't take our phones and it's blake telling us hey we're doing this we're doing this and that and um yeah that's basically what he does so he's like would you say the supervisor the, yeah, yeah i would the say supervisor. supervisor for sure i think he, he's a foreman i feel like at this point i feel like at this point kenny kenny's like the also the assistant supervisor for no, okay. me because blake, blake blake will yell at me about something and then kenny will just hop in yeah and, and just do it you know just back him up right hey, we, it's so, just no but best, blake, for blake's best, a big Adam. part of it too <laughs> yeah i was just that i heard that feeling. i just wanted to be a smart ass you know <laughs> as always you never you never do that i never do that ever wow he's <laughs> And, and, you know, we're talking about you, and we're talking to AC about A1 and everything that happened. You know, forget about how his prep is going, because we'll talk about that down the road. But And then he's just, you know, he's basically, he probably knows you're listening. So then he's talking all about you and how great you were. Well, Kenny, 
Kenny, did you not hear the part where I was like totally pumping you up or what? No, I did. My heart rate kind of went up a little bit when you started talking about me. I was kind of pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, Kenny, where are you going to oh. ride this? Where are you going to ride this week because of the rain? Are you going up Santa Barbara or are you going to go to Arizona? Or? I, we actually just made a plan. I've been in contact with the team and everything, and we are flying to Arizona tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're, we're going to Moto Land. But that literally Thanks for letting me know. I was just going to. That's why I was calling you to make a plan for tomorrow. And he's flying and you're driving with the team. Yeah, yeah Adam, bring Kenny's stuff in the truck. I was going to have Adam drive up there and just bring my bike and I fly. Right, right, exactly. Oh, uh, my. I'll put your boots on and stuff for you. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, uh, Roxon's Red Bull video dropping tomorrow, I believe, finally on the MC bike. So that'll be great. Can't wait. Yep. Um, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, yeah, so next time, AC, please give Blake Savage. Number 762, by the way, the same number that I ran when I raced pro, uh, means Blake Savage has the same number. So please give Blake Savage. I, didn't, I, did, I really didn't mean to leave Blake out. I was trying to summarize my Santa Barbara experience and the whole offseason in a few sentences, and I just Blake got clipped. But <laughs> I just want everybody to know out there that's listening, Blake mm-hmm. Savage is a vital part of my program, and he's also a very good-looking human being. There we go. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, Kenny. Thanks for That's calling, good. bud. Thank right, you. Thanks, guys. All right. Yep, see, see you later. Later. Yeah. You just never know, AC, who's going to listen. Dude, um, that guy, unbelievable. He's unbelievable. And then, then the domination at Anaheim 1 is just going to make it worse on you. Right? I told him today, we were riding the sand track today by, by Star West, and he said, I just told him to do whatever – Whatever he did last week, just do the opposite. <laughs> um, what else, AC, from uh, from um, Anaheim caught your eye? Did you see Reed hit Pike? Did you happen to catch that I one? I didn't, no. I didn't <laughs> see his bike start smoking. But no, He, he said he hit Pike as hard as he's ever hit anybody, and Pike never moved. And then his water pump I mean, broke. that's obvious. <laughs> I don't know why he would try that. Reed's smart. He should know that. Right. Well, I guess he was getting frustrated. Got to get out of the way. I just want to know. How Alessi cased that triple so hard? Did you see that? I saw it. The triple was easy, right? It's easy. I mean, you I would, think he hit neutral. Something happened because you can't case a jump worse than Mike Alessi did right there. That was that was awful. Like I felt bad. Like I think I knocked the wind out of myself just watching. <laughs> I didn't even think casing triples existed anymore. Something happened. Neutral, EFI. Something happened. Um, I but, think, you know, you came out of the corner of the left-hander before, and you kind of wheel-tapped yeah, those that little, little thing before you hit the triple. I think right. you hit neutral, I think. I don't know. Um, hey, I was on the Bear bandwagon before the season started, and Eddie Ray's been letting me know all night that he'd been letting me know that. Uh, Bear wasn't very good. Do we? Do I stay on the Bear bandwagon? I, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if you talked to him or not. But <sighs> what? So you stay I think I think for one, I think I mean it's everything's super easy from the stand, so please don't take this the wrong way. Oh, no, this is A one buddy talk. This is a little bit yeah. easy. A little bit easy. The whoops were whoops were the whoops are always a separator, but they weren't that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. Like everybody even the slowest guy was kinda not like incredibly bad thrown. Right. Know? Right. They're one of those those sets of whoops. So I think that's gonna help him out. I think when the track gets more technical, a little tighter, I think that'll help him out. And I think um, once he, you know, kind of races himself back into form, I think it'll be better. But I don't know. I don't know. I think a few years ago, obviously, he was 
he was killing it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he can get back to yeah. get back to that. But I, I'm not sure, man. And I'm nice work sure. by McElrath. Wow, where'd that come out of? McElrath killed it. Yeah, that was great. Good. I remember I, he came out of nowhere like the year, like one of my last years of amateurs. I remember remember we raced Monster Cup together. Like my the first time I was on a big bike, I raced it, and he was like the fastest guy and. Okay. I don't know. He's just been. It seems like he's been on an upward trend lately. All I know is when TLD found him at Loretta Lindsay, he had never been on a plane before. He had never flown oh, anywhere. Oh yeah, I remember that. Right. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, also, so let's get, talk about fantasy a little bit here uh, with Adam Cincerillo. Brought to you by Pivot Works. Uh, Dan Truman, you there? I'm here. Okay, so Truman, you're running this league that we're in, Motocross Fantasy, um, and there's a tremendous amount of people playing for a lot of money. Um, we were debating Adam's ranking at, at Minneapolis. Would he be a handicap, Dan? Where's, what is Cincerillo's ranking? Hit me with it. I don't think he will be a handicap. He should be a handicap because he's only ever raced five supercrosses. Okay. Do you think he'll be, he'll be a zero? No handy, no double? Nothing? No. He, he'll have a handicap, but he won't, he won't be double points. So I think they'll put him at like a handicap two, you know, Basically predicting him to be on the podium. Really? Huh? How many more years? How many more years do I not have to race for me to be uh, uh, double points? Uh, I mean, if you go to the first round and um, you don't get top ten, you'll be double points round two. <laughs> he won't be at Maybe round I'll two. Maybe I'll try that. <laughs> All of a sudden, Adam so, Cincerello, he's slowing hey, down. Everybody, everybody. Everybody's telling me that I really just need to back it down, you know, and ride within my comfort zone. So maybe I'll go out there and just take a big fat L and get the get the double points for the next race. <laughs> I do not like how you can Justin, control this. Justin does the handy he does the handicaps based on round one what he thinks that you'll finish. So like he thought Jeremy Martin would be top three this weekend. Obviously he was a, he was a little off, but I think we all thought Martin would be top three. So yeah. Um, yeah, you'll yeah. definitely be a two or a three going into round one. I don't I'd say um, he, he should be double points. Yeah, he he should put, Adam hasn't <laughs> raised he's double points. Go ahead. He won three of his. He won three supercross. He's three for five. five he he's three three for five in career supercrosses, which is tremendous. I'm if not were, a mathematician or anything, but that's really good. Yeah, but that was like four years ago, Dan. It was like forever ago. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what songs were popular the last time I won a <laughs> See, <laughs> it was like Blink One Eighty Two song you always listen to, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, it oh, could three. be. It could be worse. Marty uh, Forkner was five years old when Marty debuted in the lights class. So. So Marty won. Marty won his first heat race when Forkner was five. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> you guys with the Marty stats, man, y'all are haters. <laughs> I mean, I love Marty. Dan does I love Marty. With Marty during the week, yeah, I'm oh, Marty. Yeah, you do. You do. I drive Dan the train every weekend. But Dan, you also tell Marty like, "What are you doing out there? Like, what are you doing?" You're well, also. I mean, yeah, <laughs> sometimes I wonder what he's doing out there. <laughs> I mean, man. he was laying under his bike this weekend at one point. His bike was on top of him. Uh, yeah, right after setting the fast lap. Um, all right, Dan, just wanted to call you real quick and find out what you thought AC's handicap would be uh, for, for for Minneapolis. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think he'll make Joey. I think he'll make Joey and Craig since they raced last year. I think they'll be a zero, and I think Adam will be a two. I think, I think Adam should be double. Like I really, you. I really think Adam should be double. We don't know. I appreciate the vote of confidence, Mathis. <laughs> yeah, but everybody would pick him at if if Adam was double points, one hundred percent of the league would pick him. And then what's the point? But dude, he didn't race last year. 
apparently you didn't watch him win three out of five races. I was there. I saw him in Toronto, my home country. Go bad. Felt terrible. Oh, wow. No, I mean, I just know Adam, that you did. you're forever going to hate Canada. Are we Canada. allowed to talk about Adam in the fantasy? Adam plays fantasy. Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, he already was bragging about his great finish this weekend. He got, oh, okay. he got 16th yeah, he, or something. He beat you, right? Yes, he beat me. Yes, he did beat me. Oh, I'm going to beat you every <laughs> That's pathetic. Um, hey, the, the, easy, the good thing is it's easy money because there's no way he remembers the pick pick riders in, like, St. Louis when he has to race and Mitch is yelling at him. And right, stuff. right. no way. Yes, guaranteed he skips around. He misses around for sure. Yep. Yeah, that was an easy $100 for us. <laughs> Thank you. I will not miss around. I will not miss around. <laughs> and it, you guess what? Yeah. If, I, if I don't miss around, it's going to be how I'm not focused or something. So I might just miss one just, for, just to miss one. Yeah, it'll be like the... The New York, the New York yeah. Giants guys going on a boat before the playoff game. Exactly. And everybody's like, oh. You, you know, if he does, if his fantasy team does good in Minneapolis, and then he gets like, you know, six or doesn't do good or whatever, everyone's going to be like, oh, you were too worried about your fantasy team doing good. You weren't focused. <laughs> he, He's in such a bad spot. <laughs> hey, as good as Adam did, Dan, he had Mel Ross. He could have really killed it. Yeah, that would have yeah. been good. Well, we're, yeah, well good. he's going to see how fantasy works. We're all going to pick Mel Ross at a double 10 this week, and he's going to get top 10 and get a 50 points for us. I told you, so, AC, Dan's got a- this thing down. Dan, Dan has this thing. It's very, <laughs> it's very scary how much Dan cares good. and then studies this it's my, shit. It's my rookie year. Yeah. Give me a break. Uh, all right, Truman. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate the appreciate answering. All right, thanks all right. for having me. All right, yeah. uh, Dan Truman, everybody from Get, uh, the true fantasy expert on the show. Um, hey, uh, I guess uh, so. We talked about Alessi. We talked about uh, Reed uh, in the 450 class. Anderson uh, sneakily had a good ride. AC, uh, not a great start. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he always has those kind of quiet rides that are good. I I watched him the whole time. Actually, I think he was getting close to. Did he end up getting Tomac at the end? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, yeah. Because I was watching when Tomac had his arm pump thing. I was I was looking who was the next guy, and Jason was like ten seconds back. And he's solid, man. He's gone from remember. I mean, remember his rookie year? Like everybody was giving him so much crap, and then now look where he is. Like it's a pretty, yeah. That's a pretty big jump. Yeah, it's a pretty big jump. And he's always. He seems like he's a solid guy now. You know, he's kind of always. Right. He's always there. Even he didn't have a super glamorous night or whatever. Nobody's really talking about him, but. He had a solid, you know, solid points night. Bro, if you're so. Sealy, though, and, and he, you see this guy coming up on you again, you're just like, no, no, stay away. I feel like I would, I feel like I would let him by and just clean him out. <laughs> just, just, just be like, screw it. I don't know. Not even give him the, don't even give him the benefit of the doubt. Just go for it. I do. I didn't I like, know. I didn't like Anderson's tweet about Kenny's suit. Which whatever, I just don't don't poke the bear of a guy who's faster. I don't like that. But full props to Anderson for saying Greg McGregor kicked our ass. You know, yeah, like yeah, no, I think he can. I think he he can dish it out, but he can take it too. Yeah, you know, he's not stupid. exactly. If you're gonna he's, if you're gonna do that, he's got a lot of common sense, and he's he knows how, you know he knows well, how to do all that. I don't. Stuff. He doesn't. You know, t- I thought it was. He doesn't talk to I'm me. I'm kind of glad, like, funny. they kind of. I mean, he says that in that kind of joking, not so joking way, because I think it builds excitement. You know what I mean? It gives I'm, us something you know, I'm, all. I'm 100% cool with it, but but then when Kenny does win, give him his props, which he did, which he did, and I, I'm okay with that. Just I don't know if I'm competing against a title. Like, I don't think – I don't see AC going like, oh, good luck in your home state, Christian, because why poke the bear? Not Bowers, but Roxon. Just don't do it. Yeah, I thought, I thought the first thing I said when I saw that Jason tweet, I, I said to my buddy, I said, 
I love drama when it doesn't have to do with me. Like you, you love drama when you can just sit on the outside looking in and look at it and be like, Oh dude, if he gets his ass kicked this weekend, he's going to look like a dumbass. Like that's fun to me. That builds excitement. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's kind of human nature if you think about it. Yeah. No. And, and, and props to, like I said, good, good job for Anderson for being like, yeah, he waxed us all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah th- exactly. that's fine. He, he took it. He, he fell on the sword. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what else caught your eye, uh, AC, about Anaheim? Anything else? Like, uh, who'd you talk to in the pits that was interesting or, or exciting? Did you have any? Who did like, I talk to in the pits? Oh, I met the guy. I met the guitarist for Pearl Jam. No way! When I was, yeah, which he was in the pits? He was uh, one of the one of the mechanics, Longhorn. One of our mechanics at PC is. Uh, I don't know if he's buddies with him or what, but yeah, I think he's buddies with him. And God him and his it. kid came to the race, and I met him. And I didn't even know I was meeting him, and so. I mean, I'm I'm ni- I'm a nice person, so I you know was nice to him, but I would have been extra nice had I know he was Pearl Jam guitarist. Um, I love Pearl Jam. Uh, well, who was it? Was it? Yeah, I mean, they have their own radio station on Satellite Radio. Was it? How who, much bigger does it get? Who was it? Was it uh, Stone Gossard or Jeff Ament? I don't know. Come it was on, Jeff Ament. Tell me. No, 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 not Jeff. He had short. He had short hair. He had a kid that was probably like four years old. Okay, are you sure he wasn't the drummer? Because the drummer I met in Seattle years ago. The, no, he's a guitarist. He's a guitarist. You're sure about that? Okay, I met the drummer uh, Matt Cameron uh, years ago. He had a Thor shirt on and a lot of videos. He's all into moto. So you would have. No, been... it wasn't this guy. It was, okay. but this guy was super like like I never even got the vibe that he was some big time rock star dude. He was super cool. And... Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why I did. He wasn't so, an a hole, so I didn't pick up on the fact that he's not a rock star. Now I gotta ask Longhorn, what's the deal with this, and how do I meet this guy? And you know, did yeah, you, bro. Did you see Team Usalani I mean, there? Who? Team Usalani. No, I don't know what that is. That's a hockey player. He was plays with the Ducks. He's one of the all time greats. He retired now. But. Oh yeah, I did see him do that little. Right. He rode around the yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering who that was. <laughs> team Usalani, bro. It sounds like you're like trying to pronounce a team name. It sounds like you're taming Team Usalani or something. He is Finnish. I thought you were. So. I thought it was some privateer squad. I was like, what are you talking? Yeah, about? bro. You know, Team Team Salani. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see the next? They were next uh, to Barn Pros. I'll, I'll know when Gretzky comes. When, tell me when Gretzky comes. I'll be there. Okay. Uh, all right, Adam. Uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Thanks uh, for Kenny for calling in uh, and busting you on Blake Savage. Um, Why are you thanking me for Kenny coming on? Or are you just thinking that to uh, the, the viewers? Yeah, view, the listeners. No viewers, listeners. Um, Eddie Ray, any questions for Adam Cintrilla? Nah, not really. All right. Good luck in your fantasy Appreciate this weekend. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. And uh, the, uh, San Diego. Well, maybe not. I've been. I was at your truck for an hour and never saw you. So. No, you didn't. You didn't come to the truck this week. I absolutely did. No, you didn't. I saw Eric Perinard. I talked to Peyton. Peyton said we can't talk anymore because of the new failed media rules. Um, <laughs> and then I, I seriously, Mavis, I Every time you talk, I just want to attack you with something. <laughs> like I don't know what it is about you. But <laughs> I don't think that's very good or legal. <laughs> every <laughs> every time you say anything, I just want no, not like actually attack you because I'm not much of a fighter, but I want to verbally like insult you somehow like well like at least three times a day three times a day where i just want to text you something just super mean <laughs> and i just don't like well i talk it just runs through my mind though i talked to our mutual friend today he's four-time supercross champion used to ride for kawasaki he calls me 
because he wants my help in some promotion promotion of some race. And okay, you know, you know what he's doing. I don't know anything about this really. He's supposed to email it to me, but um, he said I want to promote this on your show, or can you talk about this? And I said, yeah. And then I said, well, what are you going to pay me? And he said, fuck you, bro. And that's what he said. So I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah, that sounds like him. And <laughs> you should know better. You well, should know better. You're stupid. But you're I mean, I feel like I got attacked, and I was just, just like you wanted to do. I had the same thing. You're not going to drop RV the F word. But... RV generally is not a very aggressive person, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah, really, right? You're, you're unfamiliar with this Ryan Villapoto person. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Hey, do you do you still see the guys cycling by your house, the, uh, the Baker guys? Oh, yeah. No, we run into each other all the time on the road bike. How's that go? Are you guys like Anchorman? Like he the throws two- nails out yeah. there. There's nails <laughs> out on the, no, on the street. What, I see anytime <laughs> cycle, cycling is pretty big in Claremont. I mean, it's for Florida anyway. Okay. And anytime I see a, a cycling pack headed up the road towards us, you better believe I'm getting to the front and throwing down some wattage. So I look like I'm like, look at AC. He's over there. He left us. Now he's now he's leading the pack. Like, <laughs> oh, this yeah, is great. I'm, I, he's leading yeah, the peloton. Yeah. yeah, Claremont, a town of like uh, 5,000 people, and, 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 and 10 of them are world-class motocrossers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good percentage. Right. Um yeah, because the one time you yeah. said that you saw them bicycle by your house, and you're like, oh, they get a flat. <laughs> you said that on the show. You were joking. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You were joking. Oh, joking, maybe. Yeah, I'm joking. Yes. No, joke. you are. Don't paint this picture. Don't paint this picture. Oh, the doing. media don't can twist it. anything. We can twist anything. Into. I don't even consider you the media. Whoa, whoa, me. what? <laughs> what am I? F you, dude. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide. Well, you and Barsha can get together and decide what I am. He don't like me, just like Anderson. So. <laughs> I know he doesn't, and I love it. I like, for some reason, I like people, like I'm friends with people that don't like you. Yeah, and, and you like, like that? I, yeah, well, no, it's it's weird for me sometimes, sometimes because I'm trying to be like, you know, like, what do I say to the guys? They're, they're talking crap about you when, when I'm around, and I'm like, what do I say to them? You know, like, <laughs> well, I'm... <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not that bad. <laughs> well, Adam, listen, Steve's going to have to start working on uh, his fighting skills because he's going to challenge Barsha to a duel. <laughs> um, it's oh going to be like Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. How about you just – he doesn't – Adam doesn't know that. He just likes Blink. <laughs> um, yes, I do. You don't think I know about the Chris Brown and Soldier Boy beef? No, I do not. I figured you are too busy hey, training. that's going to be Barsha and Steve. Can you maybe say to those guys like uh, – yeah, man, he's he's all right. He's he's okay. You don't want to lie to him, you know. I mean, can't you can't you say that? Can no, you say I like? Mean, I try to say something. I'm just like, I mean, I honestly I forget what I say, but it's like something kind of generic to make them not think that I'm like taking sides or something, you know. <laughs> Stick up for me, bro. I mean, come on. Adam probably says he can't stand you either. <laughs> yeah, really. Just hey, listen. Just promise me you don't bury me uh, too much. Just you're like, no. you're like, no, I don't. I don't bury you. Come on. Okay, all right. Good to hear. I'm a, I'm a stand-up guy. I'm a stand-up guy. Yeah, no, you are. Uh, fantastic. All right, Adam. Thank you for coming on the show. Pivot works, everybody. Yep. Pivot works. Pivot all works. Right, man. Pivot works. Later. Pivot works. All right. See ya. Adam Sinsrule, everybody. Uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. I bet you he buries me. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Dude. I mean, when I'm in a group of people talking about you, I really let you have it. <laughs> really? 
No, not you. You would not. No, you wouldn't. You've been in here. No, it's good. Uh, uh, Adam Sinsarula, everybody. Brought to you by Pivotworks. Use the code Pivotworks. Pulp Show 2017 to uh, to save it. Pivotworks. Oh, cheaper than the OEM stuff. And it works great the first time and save you some money. So um, it's a great, great company and uh, lots of great products. Rebuild your linkage. Rebuild your, your steering stem. All that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, do you drive a stock truck? Do you drive a, ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? That's what I was trying to say. NFAB offers innovative products to take your Jeep or truck to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle like you customize your bike. RV's on the NFAB program. Everybody in Barsha's, motocross is on the NFAB Barsha's program. Barsha's on the NFAB program. Uh, N-FAB.com, uh, several step solutions, including the classic Nerf step that uh, most people have. If you don't have, have NFAB, you won't win. If you don't have NFAB, your truck sucks. How's that? Is that good? Uh, Barsha, Pike, Filthy, RV. N-Fab.com, you want, a, you want a discount from NFAB? Just email me using the show uh, discount show email, and I'll pass it on. So this is the NFAB question of the day. Let's do it. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, question of the day, Eddie Ray. Oh, was that supposed to, I thought he was going to do it. I thought you had it. I thought he had it. All right. I remember him saying, yeah, I got the, it. The J-Mart thing. Your question was J-Mart. Oh, I, I didn't know that's the one we were going to go with. I thought that's what we were. I thought it seemed good. That sound, sounded good. I don't remember what the question was. Go ahead. I don't either. Great show. Great radio. <laughs> uh, great radio, bro. Who will win in the fight between Justin Barsha and Steve Mathis? Barsh and I are not going to fight, but we are going to have some words. I'm tired of things I've been hearing him saying. I'm just going to say, hey, would you like to keep talking about me? Because I will keep talking about you on my shows in a very negative way. And what if he says, why don't we settle this like men? Never pick a fight with a guy who buys ink by the barrel. Is the old saying about newspaper people? So yeah, but you can't write with their ink barrel. If I don't you have, have broken fingers. I don't. Yeah, I have a computer. Um, <laughs> can we get to the question of the day? You don't know what it was? I don't remember. Okay, here's the question. Been, Eddie, Eddie Ray came up with stuff over here. All right, the server. Right, we're we're loaded up. Blasted. Does it, that have anything to do with? Because Jessica says it's still going in and out. Yeah, that's because that's because the server's getting gotcha. hammered. All right. Someone in the chat room says uh, Fat Mathis would win. So there we go. Um, <laughs> he compliments you and yeah. talks yeah. about yeah. you all at once. Thanks, bro. <laughs> hey, Shane McElrath still coming up, too, by the way, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. NFAB question of the day. Is NFAB the greatest company for steps for your Jeep or truck? They're the only company for steps. Of course they're the greatest. There we go, everybody. That's the NFAB question of the day. Brought to you by NFAB and dashfab.com. We'll still have the NFAB JGR check-in coming up with an interview. If with you don't have NFAB, then F you. Then Coy Gibbs coming up uh, shortly. Lame. Uh, how much is the next commercial break? What are we looking at? 15 minutes. Can't do it. Nope. We can't do it. we got to have... Uh, 820. What? 820 for Shane. Yeah. So Shane McElrath coming up here uh, on the show. Uh, the X-Brown goggle tear-offs, do you have that? Let's go, let's go into... That's with JT, though. So he's coming up later. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just sit here for nine minutes in silence. Hey, here's, a, no, here's, here's something. Emails. What happened, and we talked about this on the last show, or when I was here, what happened in Supercross about them supposed to put the, the, surrogate, the, the metal behind the starting gate? 
What happened with that? They decided not to. All the good things they could have changed, and they decided they decided to change I'm something dumb. Of, I'm not a fan of that, really. I am. Are you? Yeah, okay. it makes the start behind fair for everybody. You think? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think part of the skill of racing is picking the right line behind the gate and kicking the rocks out and, you know, all that. Like, that's part of a skill of starting. So, yeah. Listen. You, you qualify fastest, you, you win in heat, so you want to get those picks. You proposed all these things that could have changed Supercross to make it better. and then That doesn't make it better. It makes it fair. Okay. No, it it yeah, does. it does. Uh, no, it doesn't. Not really. Okay, what if they don't pack one side better than the other, get to deep rut? It's fine. That's part of the game. Okay. Picking the rut is part of the skill of a motocrosser. Right. Knowing where to start. I mean, RC used you to say... You do remember that talk, right? Yes. RC used to say, condition before position. Condition of the rut behind yeah, the gate. I, I'm aware of what he said. He's the GOAT. Well, He's the GOAT. Says who? Says Ricky. That's cold called Jeremy. Oh, did you see his interview? He gave an interview with Dave Despain. He said, I, I don't really like that, the GOAT. I, I don't like that name. Yeah, I agree with him. So do I. People, people get mad at me for that. All right, Race Tech. Race Tech engines uh, and suspension, of course. They've got the gold valve uh, fork and shock kits that have been, uh, been around forever and are incredibly uh, productive for you. Uh, well, the 200 gold valve designs to date, they're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. Uh, since 1984, Race Tech has been the leading source for suspension parts and tools and service. And, uh, hey, we were just there on Friday, and uh, great guys. they got a lot going on there. Man, they were busy, too. They Jeez, they had like 300 sets of suspension there, it seemed like, in their suspension. And their, their motor program is, is humming along. If you're a, um, a motor guy, a local motor, motor builder, uh, call up Racetech. Look at what they've got to offer. Uh, send your job over to them and uh, make, it happen. Uh, make it happen at a really good rate and really quick and done very well. Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX17 to save money at Racetech on suspension or motors. All right, a couple of uh, emails here. One from Cody. Hey, Steve, I don't want to swing from your balls, but where can I start a petition for Dino over Tommy? I'm assuming Tommy Hahn, right? It's not even close, and knowing Dean is doing it mostly on his own, he is bound to want to work for someone, even if it is for little salary. Thanks, Cody. Well, Cody, I think Tommy Hahn is paying for that ride. He's got a money guy, I think. Yeah. So, if you're a cycle trader, you look at that, I guess. Um... I know they like Tommy, like working with the kids. They got Bradley Taft and Lorenzo. That's all I know is just the name's Lorenzo. I don't know how to say his last name. Lorenzo Lacrucio. Lacrucio. Yeah. Okay. They like Tommy, the way he works with those guys. And uh, they, he was signed on early. Tommy Hahn was going there early. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if it was a money deal. I think it is, though. Could you see them adding him when it go, when, if he don't get nothing before it leaves West? Like, we'll carry your bike, you show up. Um, nope. No, I don't think so. Dean's out. I think so. Five rounds, he's out. I mean, I think if he's killing it, wouldn't Yamaha make room in their truck for him? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't Rock River? Why would Yamaha make room opposed to not Rock River? Because they're two different teams. It's a Yamaha bike. It's not a Rock River bike. Yeah, but Josh Hill, remember that year they just moved him over there? Well, he was on the team as an injury fill-in. Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, he got picked up. He was a privateer. Then he got picked up by the team. All right. Uh, next email from uh, Scorcher. 
Uh, Dear Steve, I am really loving your new commercials. I especially like the ones where you are singing the words to them. I don't really know what you are selling, but I don't care. They are gold. I think the listeners would love to hear more singing from you. Keep it up. All the best. Scorcher. Yeah, Scorcher. Glad to see you like those commercials. They're great. I work really hard on those. Got a great voice, too. Um, That's emails. You're fucking kidding me. Racetech.com. Use the code PulpMX17 to save money at Racetech Motors and Suspension from a great company uh, down there in Corona, California. And like I said, if you're a motor builder, uh, you can use uh, Racetech for your services, and it works out great. Uh, BTOsports.com. Please, if you're ordering something for your bike or body, uh, call BTOsports.com. Mention PulpMX. Get a discount. Tell them you know the Doom Goon, and uh, they will give you a discount on anything that they have down there. Um, Also, Fly Racing. Dot com, uh, more than moto, they got mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, fly hard parts. Please check them out, flyracing.com. If you're in the market for a no, you know what? That's enough reads right now. I, I'll do another read, I don't want to keep it up with the reads. Thanks to Weimer for picking up, by the way, and thanks to Roxon for calling in. Yeah, that was cool. What's the poll? How are we doing on the poll, Weimer poll? Please hold. I did spring uh, it on you late. Yeah, uh, it it's looking like. Give me percents, please. Thirty-five percent for no. Where's the loyalty? Okay, yeah, thirty-five percent. I'm with you. Thirty-three percent for who cares? Thirty-two okay. percent for yes. It's whatever. So thirty-five percent. We're winning right now. The, uh, the no group. The no group is. is I'm gonna go vote. Is winning right now. Yes. Who are you voting for? No. You can't do it. Yeah. Exclusive. Right. What do you think, Travis? No shows. No. All right. No, yeah. No. Listen more. He voted no. Yeah. All right. So Weimer, Weimer cannot do DMXS, everybody, on the um, on Wednesday. So that's too bad for you guys. Sorry, Iser, Kevin Kelly. Uh, You'll have to dock his pay. Yeah, I know. You'll see how that check works out. That's Cassius works out this weekend. Ride him a rubber check. Uh, Michelin uh, Starcross Five Ride Day at Comp Edge this Sunday. Uh, Chris Kiefer will be there. I think Seth Rarick's coming out. Danny Stevenson will be there. Got to get gear for Danny. It's going to be a who's who. Chicken said he's trying to make it out. Can you imagine if Chicken shows up? It's incredible. Maybe Keith Johnson from New Mexico will show up out there. He liked Michelin's. Did he like Michelin's? Yeah. Back in the day? Yeah. yeah. Michelin Star Cross 5. Um, Eddie Ray here. Uh, not happy with uh, a lot of riders' performances over the weekend, but uh, we're working on trying to make Eddie happy. No, it's not that I'm not happy. You're, you're, it's not that I'm happy. All all this off season, all you've talked about is they deserve a ride. This guy deserves a ride. Help him out. There's no rides in our sport. Are these the results that deserve rides? If you're in the 22 man main event, you're a pretty gnarly dude. Yeah, not but, everyone can win, Eddie. So I mean, Jimmy Albertson deserve a ride. Sure, yeah. good ride for Jimmy. But you, I haven't heard you say anything about Jimmy. Get, get somebody hire Jimmy. I didn't. I can't believe Jimmy G- doesn't have a ride. Jimmy beat out Christoph Purcell for the main event. I'm surprised at that. Good job for for Jimmy Albertson. He rode incredible, right? When you say Dean doesn't have a ride, maybe he doesn't have a, a you know a factory deal out of the Yamaha semi. But he's got nothing but O'Neill gear money. I mean, what? And he's paying. You don't think Shuey's the- paying him any money? Uh, you don't I, think Boots are paying him any money? You don't think? I mean, he's okay, getting, he, he ain't buying his bikes. He's getting free suspension. He's getting free parts. He's paying gas to go racing and, and entry fees. He's got a goggle deal. I mean, did, you, we already talked about what a goggle deal is. More than the average person makes a year. Not anymore, and not for Dino. But 
I don't understand why you're so down on Dean Wilson. I'm not down. I'm just saying, like, the guys that deserve rides are the ones who are running up in the front. So just six guys get money and bikes, and that's it? Well, he got the ride maybe he deserves. He got nothing. He got no ride. He's got a bike. <laughs> There's people out there that are buying their bikes. Who's buying their bikes? Um, nobody on this list. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nobody on this list. All right. Just saying. Do you think Shane McElroy bought his bike? No. No, I doubt it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, the big surprise from Anaheim won 250 Supercross uh, winner Shane McElroy from the TLD KTM team. Brought to you by Roost MX. Use the code Pulp Nation to save 20% at Roost MX. They got a whole Pulp Nation swag on there, and they've redone a lot of their t shirts and stickers and everything else. 4800 If you hate Pulp MX, which is totally understandable, uh, go to Roost MX and get a whole wide range of custom products from t shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, and more. Cycle Trader, Rock River. Use uh, Roost MX for their uh, graphics. And as well as the Cobra people, the complete line of Cobra stuff for, for you people that ride Cobras. Let's get right into uh, the winner, Shane McElrath. What's up? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I think we had, all, had you on sometime in the Nationals, I think, um, early. Yeah, I, I feel the love when I do good. <laughs> you get on when you win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wow, we were too busy calling Filthy Phil. We like to have Phil on every single week. Yeah. I mean, hey, fit, I, I like Phil though. He, he he's a good he's a good person to have on on the show. Do you have a good filthy Phil story? Did he ever give you a throat slit gesture? No, I mean it's pretty much. You're in club and back I mean, back in the day. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I was. Dude, I honestly get a really big kick out of the the bad news Phil page. It's good, like right? That. Yeah. No, nothing <laughs> describes Phil better than that page right there. All the it's, all dude, the it's funny. Oh, at bad news uh, Phil on Instagram. It is uh, it is terrific. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's my favorite. I've sent the guy who runs the, the site a couple of real gold ones, and I've yet to see them up there. But yeah. I have a couple of stuff that is just. My favorite might be oh, the one where his, where his jersey ripped off and he was walking back from from yeah yeah <laughs> from a crash. Oh, poor Phil. Oh yeah. Um. Well, hey, again, yeah. I talked to you after Saturday night. Congratulations, uh, all of us experts. McElrath were, were off because we talked about Plessinger and Forkner and J Mart and maybe the Bear, the Tyler Bowers, and, and you just went out uh, past J Mart in the heat, won the heat, led every lap in the main event, and. Uh, I'm sure that you're, you know, you said a couple times it doesn't really feel real. Has it sunk in yet that, that you won Anaheim one? Yeah, it, uh, it kind of did. And even today I, or tonight, I just like had some flashbacks and it's like, dude, it, it's still crazy that that happened. And, uh, I actually, this morning I had to delete Instagram and, uh, just kind of stay off the internet. Cause it's like, I was just kind of going over everything again and again and again. <laughs> and it's like, I I see how it's so easy to kind of get caught up in that. And right. my, my thing is, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have that next low that a lot of people may, may have experienced or may not have experienced. It's, I mean, this is my first time being in this situation and I want to learn from other people's mistakes that have been in this situation. And, uh, I just want to, just want to keep it going. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't really the talk, but, uh, 
we've been working hard and uh and even i i expect big things out of oldenburg i mean we we've been pushing each other for the last four months and uh i mean he was he didn't have a very good start but uh to end up fourth where he did um that that was a solid ride from him and so yeah uh i mean we we're we've been working really hard and um we we expected out of ourselves i don't i don't i didn't really plan on everything that that went on saturday night but uh what we could control was was getting a good start and and from then on it was just uh whatever we could we could control that's what we were trying to take advantage of um yeah terrific ride and yeah i was going to bring up oldenburg getting fourth again maybe getting lost a little bit is olden is oldenburg's ride um, that was also very strong, and he was catching Marty at the end, and, and maybe a few more laps, he, he might have mm-hmm. might have snuck into that podium <laughs> spot. Uh, in the main event, Shane, you saw twenty three of Plessinger coming. I imagine though you were marking him pretty well, and you kind of knew you know wh- where he was catching you and where what you needed to pick up and everything else, right? Yeah, and that that was uh, kind of that was one of the tough parts. Was I mean it's it's a one and. Uh, I'm, I assume that the nerves got to everybody and, uh, it, I mean, it's one of those races where I've been in that position before and I don't think I handled it very well. Oh, okay. And that was, that was my thing was, uh, just keep pushing, keep pushing. And that was the thing was, uh, I, I'd had to act like it was a practice day and it was Mitchell or Alex uh behind me pushing me yeah and yeah. i mean just yeah it, it was nerve-wracking and it was hard to think about the race itself because it's like dude i'm i'm in a really good position i'm thinking about man i might get my first win i'm this and that and it's like dude i just gotta i just gotta keep pushing like it's not over yeah. yet and uh i did have some mistakes but uh also rode a little tight and just uh just more anxious and and the, the nerves of the the biggest race of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I'm just I was just happy to to keep it together. And uh, I mean, it it's not. I mean, my riding wasn't as good as I thought it it could have been. But oh, uh, for okay. the first race, it's like that's that's what uh, that's what our plan was. I mean, with the new new moto format it was Mm -hmm. like well there's either going to be guys going to sprint right off or they're going to pace themselves and (laughs) we've been training for above and beyond uh 15 plus one lap with uh with Tyler Rattray and when we heard that news it's like I mean it wasn't it wasn't a much talk about it because it's like okay whatever yeah we're we're we've been preparing to do way longer than that so uh I mean that was that was our game plan uh was to just go and and put ourselves in a good position for uh the championship which is the big picture and uh it all just kind of kind of comes back to taking things one step at a time. Yeah, absolutely. And and it sounds like it sounds like it worked out pretty well for you. Um the track looked simple when i looked at it i walked a little bit of it i never make it all the way around mackerel not because i'm 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 out of shape which i am but because i end up talking to everybody that walks by but um it looked Mm -hmm. pretty simple it looked pretty easy but then i think like with it being moist and choppy it got the track got tough 
because of the ruts and the softness of the dirt. Do you agree? Like, did it get kind of bombed out a little bit in the main event? Yeah. And that, I mean, it's A1, and uh, the tracks are usually pretty pretty simple, pretty safe. I think uh, they, they, they make it for a good race. And uh, the track itself, the layout and design, it was built really good. Just, uh, I mean, there wasn't a lot to separate people, and mm-hmm. that kind of comes back to the whoops being small. So uh, that's usually what separates most of the people. But also with the rain, there were there were some soft spots in the track, and especially mm-hmm. by uh, by the main events, it it was just technical because it was breaking down so much. And uh, I mean, there wasn't really deep ruts. It just Every time a tire would hit hit the track, it would kind of just either pack down like really far into a soft spot, or it would kind of just break away and and just keep getting chewed out. So that that was the biggest thing was uh, how the track was deteriorating, and not so much the right. the layout and the, yeah the obstacles the or anything. Aspect. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it definitely looked like it was no fun to ride, uh, by the end. Um, the, uh, the, you mentioned Tyler Rattray, uh, working with you mm-hmm. and, uh, how's that been going? I, I gotta, I gotta interview Tyler. Uh, I'll do a podcast with him because what an interesting career. He just quit a few, few years ago. Uh, smart dude worked with Alden Baker for a long time. Um, I'm sure he gathered a little bit of things from Alden, a little bit of things he learned before kind of stuff he learned over the years racing both uh, here and in Europe. Um, how's the relationship going with, with Tyler? Oh, it's going really good. He's a he's a really smart guy, and uh, the big thing is he's been there and he's he's put in the work and uh, he's he's done things. And I mean, we're we're all still learning together. We're n- we're not all uh, claimed to know everything, but mm-hmm. uh, we're all working together and we're all, we're all uh, still trying to better ourselves. So it's been been really good. He's he's kept the whip cracked on us and. Uh, it's all been in moderation, which is the biggest thing that that we've learned working with him. It's like uh, once once you figure out how everything ties together, then it's crazy the amount of stuff that you can start getting done, and even right. the stuff that you can do away with. Yeah, because it's yeah. like it's not just about going on long bike rides or uh, or anything like that. It's it's just like in a a motocross race i mean you don't you don't buy the suspension or buy buy a a dirt bike from the the dealer and take it to a1 and race it with uh outdoor suspension that Mm -hmm. you've just been working on for all year it's like it's more so about fine-tuning the body now and especially with with everybody that races i mean nobody is lacking fitness nobody is slow by any means Mm -hmm. and it's just small mistakes now that that it's down to and uh and just little areas and so that's the biggest thing um with with our training and our our fitness and our uh eating and our sleeping and recovering mm-hmm. everything uh has to play in together and that's that's the biggest thing we've learned and and we've been able to to back off on a few things so that we can get better in other areas Right. Um, I thought one, and I don't know how to say this in a, in a way that 
I thought your your crash last year was cool, Shane. <laughs> and here's yeah. what I mean by that. Here's what I mean. I don't mean the crash was cool. It was the last lap. It was Southwick. Both of you are balls mm-hmm. tired, Amart and you. And the desire that he had to hold you off and the desire for you to get by him, that's what motocross is all about. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it sucked that you got hurt and, and all that. But I was just like, man, that is two dudes who don't care that it's 20 bucks or 50 bucks more in, in purse money for that position. It yeah. was, yeah. I got to get you. Um, well, plus it was him and yeah. baby Al and, and, and the yeah, whole club and, and MX. Club and MX <laughs> rivalry. But yeah. um, what did you do in that crash for people who don't know? Recap it for us. Cause it was gnarly. Um, it was, uh, it was actually kind of frustrating, but well, to the, uh, your first, uh, statement when you said my crash looked funny it's it's kind of funny you said that Mm. uh i one of the only things i remember when i first got to the hospital was Mm -hmm. asking tk i was like did it look good (laughs) and then he was like did you not see it and then he pulled up the video on his phone and that's that's when i that's when i seen it but right um yeah it it was uh i mean i've been good friends with with al for Mm -hmm. for a while since we've been at club and uh yeah, it was just one of those things where, like, I I knew he was back there, but the whole last lap there were there were these two lappers battling me, mm-hmm. and uh, they were also battling for position, and I I couldn't get by them, and they were waving the blue flags, and uh, one of them ended up crashing right in front of me uh, a few turns before. Okay, yeah, and that's when uh, that's when Alex passed me. You can see it, uh, like GoPro posted, yeah, yeah. Go, posted the video of it. And you can see the kid crash in front of me, uh-huh. and uh, and that's when Alex passed me. And wh- that next corner, the the long sweep and left we went around. Uh, that was one of the first times I'd went to the inside there, uh, that moto because uh, I was hitting the line that Alex was in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I mean, that was I was like, well, I'm, I can't let Alex pass me. And going into that. <laughs> that next left-hander I actually it was just one of those moments where I was like what what like he's not going to beat me to this corner he yeah. even had like a little bit of a front wheel on me yeah but I had the inside uh-huh and I I I would have had it regardless but I just kept the throttle on and I even shifted up and as soon as <laughs> I did that it kind of like stepped out yeah yeah it hit one of the hard pack sections and then I hit the first braking bump and it just kind of like started started chattering on me and uh I kind of lost control after that. Oh. But yeah, it was just I mean, I, I would have been perfectly fine, but it was more so me wanting to make a statement, I guess. Of, sure. Alex, you're not going to pass me. <laughs> but it was instead, a statement. It kind of <laughs> Yeah. And even today we we rode the the sand track out by Star West and uh-huh. uh we were just doing some some shorter motos since it was on outdoors and uh, we were on 450s, but Alex was behind me and our second moto, he uh, it, he might have been like two seconds back pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the whole t- I told him afterwards, I was like, the whole time when you were on me, I was just thinking about Southwick. I was like, he ain't passing this time. <laughs> Southwick yeah. part two. Was pretty, right. He was like, were you, were you really thinking about that? <laughs> and I wasn't thinking about the crash, but I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah th- this is this is my my chance. I was like, he ain't passing me. Oh, that's but, funny. No, it, it's. I mean, looking back, it's like, 
it was a racing incident, nothing, nobody's fault. It was, it, it was me trying to, to beat Alex to the corner and I should, I should have let off. I mean, that, that's, that's all there is to it, but I just didn't want to get past. Yeah. I like it, man. Like I said, that's motocross. Like that's, yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and I, I mean, I used to race a long time ago and Eddie raced. That's how it is. You just, I don't care. That dude's not beating yeah. me, you know? And that's what I told uh, my team manager after the race. And even a few times after that, it's like going back there, there's not anything I would change because mm-hmm. I, I was giving it my all the whole moto and uh, going into that corner. I just, I wanted to beat Alex and I crashed and mm-hmm. there's nothing I would have done different. I mean, I, I was fighting for it and that's, that's what I was, I was there to do. Speaking of your your manager uh, Tyler Keith, why is he so grouchy all the time? Why is hey, he so that, grouchy? It's funny you asked that because my uh, my good friend who who lives with me uh-huh. here in California he's uh he's from South Carolina back where I'm from okay and, uh he's he's 19 but oh. he he's like always well TK always looks he's he's intimidating if you look at him and you don't know him yep but. Like, uh, this kid, he's always, like, uh, intimidated by TK. <laughs> and, like, now I've, I've gotten to know TK really well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, yeah, he's my manager, but we're, we're also really good friends, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know how TK works now, so it's like he, he's got a side where when, when it's time to do, to do your job and you're not doing it, then the business TK comes out. Right, right. But, uh, but like on a, on a personal level, like he's awesome guy. And, uh, that's what my buddy is. He's always like, dude, I just, I hate talking to him. Like, I always feel like he's mad at me. Yeah. And I, me too. like, I call him out on it and I listen to this, listen to this guy. Uh And, uh, I call him out on him in front of him and TK just laughs. He's like, dude, what? Come on. Dude. He, He's always mad. At, yeah, Eddie, you just think he's mad at me, like Barsha and Anderson. Yeah, yeah. He's always mad at you. Okay, all right. You, you call him when you're on the show and try to negotiate deals. Well, oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we called him for the bear. He was not happy. Hey, oh. after that, he's probably never taking oh, really? any of your riders. Yeah, again. we had Tyler on. I said, let's call, let's call tight TK and get you a ride. And I don't think he was too pleased with, it, with picking up the phone and being on the air. Yeah, he I said, are we really on? Are we really live on the air? Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Hey Shane, real quick, do you think uh, after winning, like obviously going into this one, I mean, we we were just talking about this a little while ago. Like, if you would have lined up ten people and said, you know, who's going to win, nobody said would have said Shane McElrath. Now after winning, do you feel this week there'll be more pressure? Like that, okay, you won. Now you better win again. Or, I mean, do you feel like you need to do the same? Like, will you approach it the same way, or will now it be a little different? Yeah, in a sense, it's like, I I mean, I know there's people out there that thought, well, maybe maybe I lucked into it, maybe it was just coincidence or or whatever. But uh, I mean that there's something Trey Kennard said a while back was he just focuses on the things he can control, and uh, I learned I learned that in outdoors actually. It's like if if I put myself in a good position right off the start, then whatever happens after that. If it comes to me, cool. If not, then then whatever. But uh, I mean, we're we're there to fight, and we're there to. If somebody's going to pass me, I'm not going to 
going to let them go by. They're they're probably going to have to move me out of the way, and that's that's what uh, even when we're we're training during the week with Alex and Mitchell, and if I have a bad motor or something and they're behind me, it's like, hey, if, if you're going to pass me, you're going to have to move me. And yeah, I mean, there's the sense where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I want to back it up, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to go in the same way. I uh, went into A1, and that's that's why I kind of had to had to do away with the social media and the and the internet for a little bit because it's like it's easy to get caught up in what I did what I did right and what I what I should have done or what I didn't do or whatever, and it's like, dude, I've I've got a a whole new week, a whole new weekend, and I've got to just do what I got to do. I can't even think about that right now, and that's where. Uh, I just got to kind of push that away. It's like, yeah, it happened, but uh, I can't think about that right now. I've got, I've got a, a lot to focus on and uh, another big weekend coming up. Well, I can tell you this. Anybody who thinks you lucked into it is crazy because uh, just- those were two solid, two solid rides for sure. And uh, it's funny, uh, Sunday morning, of course, I get a call from Roger. And that guy was so excited for you. Um, yeah. I mean, what about my boy? What about my boy? And uh, I said, yeah. I, I, I told him, I mean, I said to him straight up, I said, I would have never guessed he was going to win. But um, I guarantee if you lined up 10 people now and asked them about this weekend, you'd be in the top three for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that, that's cool. And at the same time, it's like, I, I mean, that's something that it, it's crazy to even go back and watch because I'm like, dang, man. <laughs> That that was that was pretty cool. Like it's it's still unreal when I try and think about everything that went on. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like I get caught up in thinking about it like way too much. Yeah, and then I completely forget about even what I'm doing in that moment. It's like, dude, I I gotta I gotta calm down. <laughs> uh, before we let you go, Shane, on the show brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation saves you twenty percent. Uh, at, uh, over there at those guys. Uh, I'm, I'm good friends with Fast Freddy Norn. He uh, he rides X-Brown goggles. I've helped out for a number of years. Underrated. Good dude, too. Uh, he's doing a 450 on a 250F. He's going to ride the 250F East Series for the Thai Lube team. But uh, a few words about Freddy Norn and and what a good guy he is. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known Freddy and Amy uh, for probably about two years now. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, they're they're just those people that when you think of them, you uh, you can't say enough good stuff about them. And and everybody that uh, that they they come in contact with, they know. I mean, they're just they're easygoing people. And uh, I mean, this weekend, uh, like I've been practicing with Freddie a little bit at the tracks, and uh, he's been on the 250, and I I just. Uh, well, I didn't know he was racing any on the West Coast, mm-hmm. but um, I know he was supposed to have a, a deal with somebody, and then it kind of fell through, and so he, he picked up the the ride for the East Coast, and I, I wasn't even thinking until I seen him this weekend. But yeah, you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> uh, ri- riding in the in the 450 class, I was like. Well, one, I forgot his number two, and everybody else's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I, like, I, I was watching him in uh, the first 450 heat. I was like, dang, that guy's going good. And I was like, dang, he's on 252. 
And then I remembered it was Freddie. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh Freddie. He had he had fell in the beginning of that moto, but yeah. uh, he was still riding good. And uh, that's that's something that uh, I mean is kind of always overlooked with him. Is uh, I mean he had some good races when he was uh, filling in on the Honda 450, but yep. uh, he's he's a really solid dude. I mean he's really consistent and uh, just. He doesn't have much Supercross background, but for jumping on it, I mean, I've seen days riding with him on the Supercross track where he goes out and and hits every single thing on the first lap. And I'm watching him, and I'm like, Really? Freddie does that? Freddie hits everything on the – oh, my God, Freddie. He's he's done it a few times, and it's like – at first, I was like, dang, Fred, Freddie, like, calm down. Mm-hmm. But then, like I was thinking, I was like, dang, it, like his confidence in himself to yeah. be able to go out and do that. Yeah. And he, he hit it just like he had been doing a moto <laughs> for a while. And I was like, dang, that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. I just want Freddie to but, survive uh, the Supercross season so he can ride outdoors because he hauls ass in motocross. Freddie goes really fast outdoors. Yes, yes. Freddie goes fast. <laughs> even on Supercross, like he's got good style, and uh, I just think his his experience mm-hmm. from uh, being from Sweden and not really having much Supercross over there. Yep, that's kind of where uh, his only weakness is in that. But it, on a Supercross track, like he's still really talented and uh, and everything. But it, it's just never really worked out too good for him there and that's that's the bummer part is because they i know him and amy and that their dogs i mean they they live in a trailer and their whole lives right now are dedicated to to racing and it's a it's a good uh a good um what do i call it a um vibe a good picture yeah 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 i mean they're they're very good examples of 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 hard work and uh, an effort that that everybody can take note of. Absolutely. Well, hey, congratulations on the win, man. Uh, like I said, all of us experts, we're all idiots. We should have picked Shane McElrath because that was about mm. as good of a of a night as 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 you know you could expect. And 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 great work. And now I know you'll be in this thing the whole way. So a mm. uh, uh, fantastic man. Thank you for coming That's the plan. on. Plan. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your time. All thanks. right. Thanks, Shane. All right. Shane McElrath, everybody. TLD KTM brought to you by Roost MX. Before we go to commercial real quick, Dark Side, what's up? Hey, man, I got a, a rant I want to say real quick, and I'll try to make it quick. Last week you had a guy leave a voicemail. I think it was a voicemail. He's bitching about you calling listeners, morons, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I love your show, and I think your fans love your show because you're honest. You're a real dude. You don't pull punches. You give your opinion, and... I don't want to see you change. If people don't like the way you do your show, they shouldn't listen. But I think your show is the best because of those kind of things. You call us jerkies, but I don't believe you mean it. You're not doing it out of malice. You're just being like a, a regular dude. People got to get over it. Um, well, thanks. You and Pookie are big, are big Stern fans. Stern's the best radio personality in the history of radio for 30 years. He'll hang up on a listener in two seconds flat. You're too nice sometimes. Yeah, I, I want to give the people a voice. I've heard from mutual friends to never let people call in and never play the voicemails. I don't want to do that, yeah, though. I, I like the voicemails, but just some people get butthurt. I mean, you called me out a couple of weeks ago on a tweet I put out, and you were right. 
I mean, I'm not butthurt over that. You know, I don't know, man. Just I think your listeners need to realize, first of all, you're not being an asshole. You're Thank just you. Being Maybe, a real dude, you know. Well, go tell the writers that they get mad at me. <laughs> the writers are too emotional. That's for sure. I'm, I'm seeing that from listening to your show. It's kind of kind of silly, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? All right, Dark Side. Thanks, buddy. But, hey, man, that's it. Just wanted to say that and get it out there. Awesome. Thanks, man. Have a good night. See ya. All right. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Commercial break right now. Travis Mark's going to work on the app during the commercial break. Right, Marks? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jason Thomas coming up after this. Oh, yeah. X-Brand tear-offs. BTO Sports uh, tweet at Travis. Yes. NFAB, JGR check-in with Coy Gibbs. Mm-hmm. We'll take some of your phone calls. Mm-hmm. The great Eddie Ray is here. Hmm. The pulpy-less Eddie Ray. <laughs> Wasn't good enough. Talent you know, ran you know out. What? Like that, that time that he came in right after he won that Arena Cross Championship. Yeah, in Vegas. A- as stoked as he was for having that championship. And Remember, he, he brought the it. plate, and he wouldn't leave it here. He was like, I got the yeah, plate. Yeah. yeah, He's as bummed about not having the pulpy tonight as he was about having that championship that other night. I just feel that there was a rider in the class that shouldn't have been in there. You want to protest. I think he wants a recount. Right. I don't need a recount. I have a funny feeling. But those those votes were bought. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. 
Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear. Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride. Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. For more than 20 years, Ford Tex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components, boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Ford Tex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Ford Tex Racing components are made from aerospace grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long lasting laser cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800 800- 4403559 extension 222 and mention promo code pulpmx2017 for more information check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track 
E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for riders support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders 
2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JTR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride fast, ride, fast, ride PivotWorks. Pivot Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch 
22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We are live on Instagram Live on at Pulpamex Show Instagram account. Video girl, the Pookie Mathis right now. Eddie Ray's in the studio. What's up, Eddie? Okay, Eddie, so Adamson Cirillo, Kenny Roxon, Jake Weimer, Shane McElrath, Chris Kiefer. Favorite guest tonight so far? It's definitely not Weimer. Okay. Weimer's out. Okay. Um, favorite guest, uh, let's go Kiefer. He's always got something wow, good to say. Wow, an upset, everybody. Never mind the guy who won Anaheim 1 and the pro circuit rider. Yeah, but that, was, that wasn't really like an interview. It was good that he called, but you know. I was getting some shit during the uh, commercial break for not asking Ken some Anaheim 1 questions, and honestly, I, I, I guess I should have done that. 
You know? I don't know. Call him back. <laughs> well, what do I do? Start asking Kenny uh, questions about Anaheim 1 and forget about Adam Cincerillo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely what I do. Ex-Brown Goggle Tariff's coming right up with uh, Jason Thomas. Uh, Mark's dog can't get a hold of JT. No answer. No answer. Uh, Maybe he's sleeping. The college football championships is real big for him tonight. I Probably on a betting Clemson. on a betting line as well. So perhaps he's he's watching that, or he maybe fell asleep. I don't know. We'll see what we can see. If we can get a hold of JT. I'll try again momentarily for, uh, for this um, uh, segment here. Uh, N-Fab.com, JGR check in with uh, Coy Gibbs. Coy Gibbs now running the NASCAR program on uh, uh, at the NASCAR level for the JGR team, which they're a powerhouse in that. In that thing. So, Coy doesn't go to a lot of races anymore, but he was at Anaheim 1. Uh, as I was interviewing Jake Weimer, he threw an empty water bottle from the semi-door to me outside the truck, and it bounced right off the top of my head And while I was interviewing him. And uh, then he laughed and laughed and laughed at me. So, anyways, uh, n-fab.com, the proud supporters of the JGR Suzuki truck, as well as the people don't realize the NFAB, big part of the Schmocky Schmountain ATV team. Millsaps, Bloss, and Baggett. Yeah, I mean, uh, Thomas has those. They're definitely part. Of, he's definitely a part of the program. That's for sure. He's got the butt patches running everywhere. And is he still helping uh, Chris Blows? Uh, Chris is like Chris is in the Infab family. You know what I mean? I know, I think but, like all, a, yes. but officially, um, I don't know if they have an agreement for any like, sort of uh, funding. But if he, if 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 needed, yeah, I'm okay. sure. Uh, Blows went 11-12 at the opening round in Arena Cross in Cincinnati, and uh, our ace reporter, James Lissamore, uh, got this report about the uh, about the Chris Blows thing. Uh, what happened? Faith cut down a Moto 1 and took out his front end unintentionally. Second Moto, a guy crashed. Chris tried to stop and turn down to avoid him, and a guy ass-packed him and put him on the ground, just racing. Sucked, but oh well. Chris Blows' Cincinnati Arena Cross report. So if it wasn't for all that, he would have won. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think so. Um, still trying to get a hold of Jason Thomas. Not 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 texting me back. So um, we'll work on that. Let's do the NFAB uh, JGR check in with the great Coy Gibbs uh, owner CEO. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Uh, all right, let's get right into the Coy Gibbs after the race at Anaheim One. I talked to him about the race a little bit, Weimer, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we got nothing. It's going working out like the JT call. What's happened? It's playing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Huh. All right, technical difficulties here on the pulp. <laughs> and we'll get back to them. <laughs> and we'll get back to Court Gibbs after we just get back like, to JT. Just like the TV broadcast when. Uh... And of course, uh, right, uh, right when we have Instagram Live video, everything's going sideways on us on the show. Uh, interesting. Uh, listen more. Look down here. See if that red light is on that little gray box. It is. Okay, so it's it's back to Travis Marks being an issue over there. Play a sound drop. No? Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Okay, there we go. That worked. Kenny Watson. Try the Goy Gibbs interview again. And we still got nothing, everybody. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, we don't really know. Tony's upset. Great radio. <sighs> All right. Still Great working. radio. Still working, everybody. Um, so one of the big things that came out before Anaheim, uh, Eddie, was uh, James Stewart's Instagram post about him coming back. 
Mookie's back. Mookie is not there either, but Mookie apparently is uh, hopefully going to be back this weekend or next on an RMZ. I would imagine, Eddie, James Parks with Mookie, right? James Parks with him? Like, if he races, he's underneath Mookie's tent? I think they go, I think they are doing this maybe same deal, maybe. Well, but okay, but Mookie's on a Suzuki. And what's what's James riding? Uh, not a Suzuki, I would think. Right? Mm. Do you know? Have you heard anything? No. Okay. Nothing, nothing more than that tweet or that Instagram um, that he put out. I've heard a Yamaha. Obviously, he rode a Yamaha a little while ago, and then he. Uh, I've heard in the pits that maybe a, a Husky, Husqvarna. So I'm not sure exactly. Um, but isn't Husky like a global rock star? Mm, I don't know. I mean, but if you're Husky supported, yeah. But if you just get a Husky. Like he went out and bought a Husky. Yeah, like Alex Ray is not, not Rockstar Husky, right? He's just a Husky guy. So Husky, no involvement. Like, oh, my God, James went and bought our bike. That's awesome. I think that's probably it. He went to the local dealer. I, I don't know, Eddie. Yeah. He went to Seminole Power Sports and said, I'll take six Huskies. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can I pay you later? So James put out a, an Instagram. It said, 16 years since a Saturday night in January came, and I wasn't in the stadium doing what I love. All I can say is it won't last for long. He says he'll be he'll see you soon. He wants to thank his sponsors that supported him. Um, and he said, uh, for those that tried to break me, sorry, but you can't get rid of me that easy. Not quite done yet. I don't know if anybody tried to break James. I like James, but. If anything, he tried to break himself. Well, I don't. These people that, uh, and, and James isn't the only guy, but, you know, these people that say, like, oh, you, you know, you you kept me down. These people, My haters are, like. There's nothing stopping James from getting bikes and getting in shape and showing up at the races to kick ass. We can always compare it to this. When Chad had nothing, he made it work, and it actually turned his career around. But he didn't wait till after the first round to try to put – I mean, is James going to try to put it all together in three weeks and be like, I'm going racing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, is he in shape? It's risky. Has he been riding? Is he, has he been on secret stealth mission? You know, stealth I don't know. Mission? Um, but I don't – now, I'm sure James is a bit bitter, and I get it that he didn't get a lot of support out there or anything else, but, it, I mean, looking at it from a team manager, owner, I'm not paying James anything to ride my bike in 2017. I just didn't see anything in 16. He was suspended for 15. He was out of shape. He had trouble finishing races last year. And it's unbelievable to say, but I, I don't, wouldn't have hired him. I mean... And, and is... Yeah... I'm with you on that, but just like you said, it's the same thing with. Uh, can't you have the same argument with Dino? Um, I'm not paying you anything. Like get out there. Well, yeah. I mean, why? Why not? Right. So I mean, I mean, maybe James. Uh, may, maybe James goes out and does it. I mean, these days you can buy the best suspension. I mean, you can buy pretty much everything you need to go racing. The 450s are pretty good power wise, right off the showroom floor. Get some good suspension, get it dialed in, do some riding, do some training. And James has got the talent to probably roll off the couch and still be good. I don't know if he's going to be well, Ken, like top five good. He's James Stewart. He's, he's, he's more, James Stewart, but he's listen, things the most have talented changed. rider changed. I've, I've ever seen race a motorcycle. Things have changed. Uh, I we know. didn't see any flash last year at all. No, Not even, he wasn't in shape. Never a fastest qualifier. Never. Like, no, he's, he wasn't in shape, and it all went, went downhill from Anaheim 1. Right. Well. But 
if he comes out, I mean, can he do anything? You know, I have to give my honest opinion. If, I, if I'm going to bet on it, I'm going to say no. I mean, when you say if he does anything, is putting it in the main doing something? No, not for him. No. So what would be doing something for James? What would you be expecting? Um, what would be doing something that you could say, wow. Well, dude, he's so used to winning. I mean, would he even care about being in a... Uh, I mean, if James... Okay, a, yeah. let's just say James raced this weekend and fought and got right in front of Eli behind it, so a fifth. Would it be like, Wow. No, they'd be like James is supposed to win. I th- I think those expectations are over. Oh, I I a hundred percent for sure. I don't think there's anybody that thinks James can come back and win, except for maybe James. Okay, where's Mookie? Where's a healthy Mookie right now? Top ten. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Top ten. And I think if he would just maybe forget about the whole brothers and. You're you're killing you know, you're holding my family down. If yeah, he would just step like out of that, that. shadow yeah, go, and, yeah. hey, if he'd step out and have an attitude like he doesn't have a brother, which James should say, you know what, hey, that's good for Malcolm. He could be in this top three. Malcolm could be in the top three. For sure. I mean, not yeah. rolling in this late. Right, right. Not rolling in this late. Yep. But hey, what about our bet? Who? How many? How many stewards would be on the line at eight? Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that. I don't remember. I said three, so I knew I was yeah, out. Yeah, we had Ronnie, James, and, and and Mookie. And I said all three would be there. I think I said I two. Really, yeah, I said two. I said Mookie and Ronnie. But even Mookie said in a Racer X interview, like I'll be at Anaheim one, no matter what. Even I remember. Yeah, even from being a truck or something. Right. So I don't know how Mookie doesn't show up for Anaheim one again. I like Mookie and Roger Larson is his agent, man friend at seven. H- how do you not show up in Anaheim one? H- how hey, do you not show up? Do you think when Barsha falls off, do you think they considered Malcolm? No. You don't think they consider Malcolm? I think they asked him for Weimer. They asked Malcolm, so they considered yeah. him. Yeah, but I think they moved. On. Like he said, no, Mookie's doing his own thing with sponsors. So I don't think they they go back. You know what I mean? They don't. I don't think they go back anymore. Or would you? Would they? I, would I they really knew, want another knew, Stewart on thought, the program? No, I thought you knew that they asked them. No, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. They asked Dean as well. So all I know is that when it happened, I remember people, like you can see people on the like vital, of course, going, "That's bullshit." You didn't ask Malcolm. You know, like yeah. what about Malcolm? No, they did. Yeah, they asked them. I think a lot of people assume that everybody just shunned them, but they he actually had offers. He just didn't take them. I mean, isn't that isn't that uh? Well, I think he was holding up for Geico to make something happen. Geico didn't promise him anything, but they were trying, right? And he wanted to stay there. I think he was holding out, waiting on that, and then uh, you know, seeing what was going on with that. Um, and then by the time that time passed, when he couldn't do anything, maybe some rides that he looked at were gone. I know he was talking to some teams and throwing out some numbers that other teams were just like, "No, nah, we don't. We, we're not going to do that. Like too much money." Even if James went out and let's say he got bikes and did his own deal, between what GoPro, Red Bull, Red Bull, how can he say that he's going to be losing money? I don't think he said that. No, but you said, oh, he's not going to spend his own money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, technically, he's not spending his own money. He's spending sponsors' money. What was that? I don't know. Somebody left that? their phone on in the studio. Somebody, Rocky. It was Rocky. Rocky. Look at jerk. Rocky. 
hamburger. He got a hamburger off the counter. Your hamburger after the show. He got it. Well, as good as they taste, I'd be trying to get those hamburgers off the counter also. All right, let's try this again with a Coy Debbie Gibbs. Uh, JT has reached out to me. Uh, I said, um, tried to call. I said, what are you doing? He said, losing a lot of money. And then I said, so, question mark, like, and no, no reply. So I'm not sure we're going to get JT or not. Let's play the NFAB J- JGR check-in with Coy Gibbs. Coy Gibbs. I can't exactly say no now. We just went through the whole. <laughs> Coy Gibbs, you have to give me an interview. NFAB JGR check-in for the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, nice to see you at the races. Uh, I'm glad the NASCAR thing isn't really kicked off yet. Yeah, it's been great. I just got off the road, and now I'm back on it. So, uh, no, it's, I love coming out here. I would never miss Anaheim 1. It's just uh, with the car schedule, I'm going to have to back it down a little bit probably or find a new wife. So I think I'm just going to back it down. You just hit me in the head with a water bottle. I, yeah. I just hit you. It was a good shot. Yeah. I just skimmed your head. It was good. Hey, uh, where's your wife? My wife? Yeah. Uh, next next weekend. I yeah. Care about you? Okay. I'd like to talk to your okay. wife. Okay. Um, bad news. Barsha got hurt for you again. That's got a bummer for you. Actually, fifty percent of our guys got hurt before we started, um, which obviously is, sucks. Yeah. With Matt and Barsha being hurt, but we'll get him back. We'll be all right. How'd you like tonight's ride? Weimer did pretty well considering coming off the couch. I thought Weimer did great. I really did. I mean, I think he did, he did great in that semi and rode solid all day, all night long. I mean, you couldn't ask any more. I was actually teasing him, said something about riding. I said, "What? You need more than a day and a half on the bike?" He started laughing, but no, he, it was it was a good run. How's the media in NASCAR? More or less professional than us? I actually don't have to deal with much of it. Really? Yeah, which is actually nice. Um, although we had one of our guys was here today. Oh, yeah? Big guy. Oh. Which is awesome. What are you doing out here? He's like, I just want to see what it was left out. So that was neat. Right. I think there'll be, hopefully there's more crossover between the cup side and. Yeah. And Maybe I'll start going to NASCAR races. Yeah, that would not, that wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Phil story from the last month or so? Phil, I don't know. I, the bad news Phil Instagram. It's good. It's, 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 it's awesome. I was showing my wife that the other night, just yeah. laughing. Uh, no, he makes me laugh. All right, well, thanks for doing this. NFAB, Truck Hero. I'm staying with Thomas. Oh, you down in Noops? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, nice place. It's been right. fun. Keep buying steps. <laughs> All right, thanks. Here we go, folks. The informative Coy Gibbs from uh, JGR interview there. Never really get a straight answer from Coy Gibbs. Never really know what exactly is going on with Coy Gibbs, but Coy Gibbs. I can't exactly say no now. Wow. Someone over there is having a rough second half of the show. I wanted to make up for it not working the first time, so I thought I'd play it again. So for the record, yeah. you screwed it up, though, the first time. Yeah, that was me. Okay. Yep. And now just again, when you hit it again, that was you? No, like I said, I, that was on purpose. Okay. I just wanted to right. reiterate. Um, flyracing.com. Fly Racing. Best gear out there, bro. Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Kevin. Is 35-31 good or no? Uh, what are we talking about? This game. Clemson versus Alabama. Uh, it's good for Clemson. Good for Jason Thomas? Who are you pulling for? Uh, I'm not playing. Oh, okay. Um, is Alabama favored? Uh, Alabama was favored in the game, yep. They're number one team all the time in college football, right? So this is a big upset. Uh, they were one and two, so I don't know how big of an upset. But. Oh, oh, Clemson was two? Okay. And look, that's Clemson how they get to the championship game. Boom. No, they go through like a playoff or something. Right, the top four. Yeah, and then but Clemson was two. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that so they're automatically. That's, gonna make the, that's not, not gonna oh. be. 
Big I'm getting back to they were one and two. Seeded number four could make the championship game against number one, right? If, right. If but it worked that's out. I'm saying they're number two. Right. Okay. Well, you're saucy tonight, so welcome on the show. It's great. It's too Thank late. You. It's an hour hour ahead where you are, so you're probably grouchy. You're tired. Um, Anaheim one talk. Eddie and I, Eddie Ray and I were just talking about the Stew Bros. Eddie said Mook probably top ten when he comes back, and I and I agree. What do you think? Stew will be top ten. Mook. Oh, Mook. Um, maybe. Uh, depends on how good a shape he's in. Because if he can't go twenty one minutes, he won't be. I would hope he's been riding, huh? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's been riding some, but there's a difference between doing you know twenty lap motos and every day and and riding. So. I can't believe Mook couldn't show up at Anaheim one, and I, I would tell him that. I would tell Roger that. Anybody, I can't believe he couldn't show up for Anaheim one. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody kind of felt that way. So I, I don't know all the details of you know what the right what the decisions had to be made and why and all that. But um, I think everybody kind of was kind of scratching their head at why why he wasn't there. Uh, James Stewart put out on Instagram before and said uh, he'll be back. He's doing it on her own. To all that supported me, I'll see you soon. To that who didn't, I'll see you soon. For those that tried to break me, sorry, you can't quite get rid of me that easy. Not quite done yet. Why do, I guess it's like a lot of riders who feel like the haters are out there, and that's what holds them down, right? That happens a lot. It's kind of like, yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I'd ha- I guess I'm not sure who tried to break him. I don't know if it was Drago or who he thought was trying to break him, but whatever. I mean, I'm sure he thought a lot of people were against him. I don't, I don't know if that was true or not. If if he finished races and had his normal James Stewart results, there would be no issues with a ride. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure he's got, you know, over a million dollars in income from sponsors. So if he thinks people are trying to break him, he should probably go talk to a privateer who has nothing. <laughs> he just didn't perform, unfortunately, and that and that's it. The results weren't there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where, you know, I think he, if he's looking for, for pity, he's probably asking a lot. So, But, dude, you know, you know that the people on social media, their fans, Mookie and James, are just, like, eating this up. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure if, that, if that's your favorite rider, I'm sure you're excited. And I, I think it's good for the sport to have him back. Yeah, and I think I think he should take the line of like I'm coming back and let's get it on. Not right. so much of the everyone's out to get me. I just don't think there's a or there's a, a much logical case for that, honestly. Or Mookie Instagramming. If if I told the truth, everyone would be mad and I would be out of a jo- job or something. He said, it's, "Yeah, it's, it's, I, stop I don't it. buy into any of that. I think it's a, a bit silly and a bit." Um, I don't know the right term, but I just think it's. Uh, it's it's a bit silly just, of, a, just, of an opinion. Just go race. They're they're incredible racers, both of them. Yeah, I, I've always gotten the feeling that both of them think that everyone's out to get them. Right. And I don't know how you can feel that when you have factory equipment and you're making millions of dollars. Right. Not so much Mookie. I know he wasn't making millions, mm-hmm. but when you're arguably the most popular rider in the sport and have the highest paid rider in the sport for you know several years, I, I think it's a tough. It's a tough angle to take. I know, and I, I would ask them both if I, if I, you know, if I could, or if we were talking, I'd be like, "Why, why you do that? Why do you say that? You guys are incredible. If you have results, you, you get rides. That's it. Bottom line, Mookie. Yeah, I mean, James has had a rough go. You know, it's it's not tough to figure out why people weren't jumping to take a chance on him and pay him a lot of money. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
Eddie and I were talking the Weston Pike. We played the Weston Pike post-race interview um, earlier tonight, and Eddie is a little. I don't want to say you're 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 Eddie. You're you're on Vince's side. You're not. You're no, just, I didn't take Vince's side. You just said, "Hey, Weston, just just race." Yeah, like don't let the ego get the best of you when Vince beats you. You know what I mean? Like, no, here we go. Why do you, right. see, do you see something different? Uh, I saw a lot of cross jumping. Yeah. I yeah, but are you that. bad at Marvin? I saw a lot of that from him too. Uh, I usually call Marvin on it too. Yeah, uh, I do. You, you you do. I'll give you that. Yep, you do. Yep. Um. I thought it was a little harsh, you know, but he doesn't like them. They I, don't like the each other. Yeah, he, one, the only thing I saw was the one time across the start, but that was on a straightaway. But maybe I wasn't there. I watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at some point, they gotta, he's got to let this go. Every time he gets well, around I'm, Vince. I'm never going to let cross jumping go. I can tell you that. Straightaway, I'm never going to let that go. Every time you do it again, you're going to get called on it again because it's the most dangerous move you can make in the sport. I, like I said, I didn't see. I wasn't there, JT. I only saw on TV. I only saw yeah. what happened on TV. And basically, they showed them the last two laps. Like, they knew it was coming down to that. Yeah, they put I the bet. camera yeah. right on them. <laughs> right, right, right. So, what I seen was just the very end. Yeah. I just, I'm just i just not a fan of moving over on somebody. Like I get you're trying to keep them behind you. I get that. But at the same time, moving over in the air is, I mean, I don't know of a more dangerous move there is. I, I just have no tolerance and no patience for it. So, it, like, I wasn't even in the race, and I was angry about it. Like, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, you I don't were. like that move. I don't like that move. Uh, Jason Thomas from FlyRacing.com, F2 Carbon Helmet with MIPS. Same helmet, Trey Kennard, Weston Pike, Millsaps, Baggett wear um, uh, out there on the track, right out of the box and onto the Supercross track near you. FlyRacing.com. Um, Parker is on the line. Parker, what's up? You want to talk about Mookie? Uh, yeah, I just have a question. Parker, are you in a, are you, Parker, are you in a submarine? No, not anymore. Okay. Is that right. better? Yeah, that's a little better. Thanks. Okay. No, it seems common sense to me. Mookie's not riding when people think he should be. And very possible that he's holding out until James gets something established and they go together. I don't think so. I mean, why would you do that if you're Mookie? Listen to your big brother? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Just a thought. Mookie's what five years younger than james how, how much younger is i don't know i'm not sure he's got his career to make don't wait for james go racing that's my opinion yeah, tell james but, that yeah. yeah no i know all right Ma- and it's all right, like is, thank you man thank james all sharing right. all his money with malcolm or something you know i don't what know I, mean? like, I don't know yeah it's great to hear uh oh hey um can you call jt back i hung up on him that's my bad great technical show i though. got mad at him i hung up on him <laughs> yeah, exactly right. JT got upset. Um, Eddie, give me your winners this weekend. This weekend, San Diego, both classes, please. Ken and Plessinger. I think I'd go with that too. Yeah, as much as I love McElrath's win, it was really cool. Plessinger was good. He wins one more time, then I changed my. Who Shane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna still stick with the the boys in blue for now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, San Diego this weekend at Petco Park, really cool stadium. I mean, can you argue really against neat. anybody's gonna beat Ken? No, sixteen seconds. That's a long. That's a, that's a big gap. But you know what? Hey, if you're Dungey, sixteen seconds or one point six seconds what, doesn't matter. What is 
dungy thinking right now. Like I don't think hey, he's even do worried. You, do you think he's like, hey, I'm I'm going to be second right now, second right now. I'm yep. waiting for him to throw one away. Yep. And when he throws one away, that's when it all spirals out of control. I can guarantee you that's what his strategy is. What happens when we get eight races in and then all of a sudden, uh, let's say Dungy's 25 points down? Does that attitude change? Because, hey, they said in the broadcast that he was going to wait to see how he did halfway through the year what his future holds. Yeah, his last year of his contract. Yeah, KTM contract. Let's just say this goes seven, eight races. I mean, look at hey, look at Ken do it outdoors. What do you mean, like in a row? Hold on, how okay. many races did Ken win in the row outdoors? Uh, a shit ton. He lost two. You're going to say he can't win that. Well, many he lost in- to Glen Helen, but it was a bike malfunction. You're yeah. going to say he can't win that many in a row in Supercross? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's say we go yes. seven races with yes. him winning in Dungy second. Yes. And now we're at a 21 point gap, and I mean he's beating him. No, stop it. JT, welcome back. Uh, Eddie just threw out that Roxon wins seven in a row. Oh, no, I said, well, would Dungy's attitude change? Like, you know, maybe, like, I can't beat Ken. I don't, I don't think so. No? JT? I mean, Dungy's gnarly. Uh, I don't think he would think he can't beat him. I mean, he's beat him, you know. Probably seventy or eighty percent of the races over the last three or four years. Oh, I agree. I'm just going off, you know, outdoors. Um, you know, obviously he was pretty dominant. Then he was pretty dominant at Monster Cup, and then this weekend he was pretty dominant again. So it's like he's got to, his confidence is going to be an all you know all time high. If he just keeps riding that wave, you know, confidence yeah. snowballs. Um, JT, give me your biggest surprise from A1 and your biggest disappointment. I didn't ask you this on the RaceRx podcast, I believe, but. Roxon beat uh, or uh, Dungey beat Roxon and Monster Cup overall. Just oh come on, stop it! He, he did. did. He did. I mean, I, I, I did. agree with him. Okay, hey, he might have beat him overall, but Dungey left feeling beat. Mm, I, I mean, it all only matters is points. So if you lose, if you beat him three times in a row and then DNF the fourth, that's going to be a net loss. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean. I mean, it's a science, man. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right, um, JT, biggest surprise from Anaheim 1 and biggest disappointment? Uh, biggest surprise would have been maybe McElrath. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Uh, biggest disappointment, uh, I would say Fortner, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Forkner was – he admitted the nerves got to him. He straight up admitted it. So, what was your first Supercross, JT? Daytona? Whenever, uh, Indianapolis. Oh, Indianapolis, East Coast. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. nervous as hell? Uh, Pretty nervous. Yeah, I didn't have any real – I didn't have any pressure or expectation, though. So. Yeah, you you weren't exactly awesome, Forkner, right? No, I, uh, just, I just – What year was that, JT? 97. Okay. Because what was it, 98? I, for some reason, I thought 98 was your first Supercross when you did L.A. Coliseum. Eddie, when you were working for Dunlop and just making the night shows, any nerves? No. I was <laughs> <laughs> Not really. There was really no pressure there. Anyway, makes a night show, parks it. Got to change tires. I'm busy. Uh, all right, everybody. The X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. The X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. Question submitted by Moser and his buddies. 
EKSBrand.com. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Use the code PulpMX17 to save at X-Brand Goggles. Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle. Actually, I don't know if it's just wearing the goggles. Let's more. Look it up. I, I, I should know this. Look at a Chiz photo from... from, from. He's wearing Moto Concept goggles. What's he wearing? <laughs> Great radio. No. Oh, he's wearing X-Brand. Okay. Kyle Chisholm, everybody. Wearing X-Brand goggles. Great job by me. I should, I should know that. I should be fired. Uh, all right. These questions submitted by a Moser and his buddies. 30 seconds on the clock for um, uh, uh, Eddie Ray, Jason Thomas, and myself. Let's do it, Marks. Steve, how much do you think Davalos' heat race win bonus was? I think they're th- three grand, two grand, three grand, I think. JT, do you know? Uh, I would say somewhere between three and five. Yeah, something like that. Hey, by the way, what did, what did you make, JT, of Jenny Taft saying 12 years in the class and then Marty doing like a like a head shake, or, or very surprised that you would talk to me about that look. Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. And then they also said numerous times that he's got more laps than anybody on the East and anybody on the West. Eddie, what did you think of that? Was that was that Jenny being like a bit of a was cheap she taking, or? A, taking a stab at him, or right. does she not know? That's she, what I mean. Is she just saying, hey, I'm reporting he's been here 12 years? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Okay. All right. I know Marty's look was like, what? Why are you asking? Like, where'd that come from? And I, and I can't believe those people that he said he's doing it for the hate. Like, I, those people are dicks. Those haters. So, all right, next question. Uh, JT, what or who surprised you most at A1? We just asked this. Did we just cover this? Yeah, we did. I just read the questions. All right. <laughs> he reads the Next question. Eddie, what's the most money you've seen dumped into a privateer or amateur bike? Uh, I've seen guys like Chad Ward and guys like that dump insane amounts of money into their, you know what I mean? Like suspension and motors. I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the privateers that are doing it, I mean, they probably got parents or somebody who's behind them with money. So I, you know, take a wild guess that a lot of them probably have some Um, money in their bikes. The most money I've heard is that Geico CRF 150. It's EFI. He said privateer, not no, a mini bike. I, I know, but I'm just I'm that just... bike's got more money than any privateer bike. Out yeah, it's there. crazy, right? <laughs> Insane. Yeah. So it's privateer or amateur bike. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. then you'd have to go with Carson Mumford's CRF 150. That's Things, what I just said. Fuel injected, but aluminum I just tank. Said all that. No, but I didn't hear the amateur part. Yeah, but I just said that. And then you get a ballpark. Are we talking? Are we got. Ballpark? I have no Ooh. idea. I don't know. So what's wrong with amateur racing, though? So. Carson Mumford shows up on a bike that's worth 18 motorhomes. Nice work. All right. Steve, who else is on the We Hate Davalos bandwagon with you? Perhaps you noticed that Davalos called you out on the podium. Uh, I don't think he meant me. Not at all. Why would you say he meant me? I just read the questions. Okay, thank you. Ask Moser and his friends. Yeah, I I know. I I, I don't hate Marty. I have been very complimentary to Marty and his riding skills. Mm-hmm. He's a great rider. He folds under pressure, and I've brought that up over and over again. Four race wins in 12 years. And you don't get many outdoors from him. You get about an average of eight a year over 12 years. JT, why does a rider of Tomac's stature get arm pump? 
Good question. Uh, I don't think it really matters who it is. Just uh, if you get a little mentally rattled, um, arm pump's a funny thing. You never really know when you're going to get it or why. So I don't really think it matters who it is. I mean, McGrath got it like every race in 2002, and he's the greatest supercross rider ever. Some might say the GOAT. Mm, You would. (laughs) Eddie Ray, JT, Eddie Ray said he's never gotten arm pump. All right. Hey, I, I'm telling you, JT. Maybe I didn't I ride hard. Hey, I may, just I don't have an hey, for it. Maybe I didn't ride hard enough. Maybe I know, Eddie. You're a good, you're a great rider. You, you no, rode hard enough. Far from great, but like I said, I just used, I thought it was when you hold on too tight and you can't pry. Like when you ride, you know, you have to like pry your hands off the bars. Uh, but okay. you know, not what they explain. Like this whole forearm thing. Forearm strong. Maybe. Oh, I had that back in the day. <laughs> All right. Next question. Eddie, what happened with Cooper Webb at A1? Uh, maybe first race jitters? I don't know. I, I, don't, I didn't call him and like ask him. Just don't talk bad on Cooper Webb or Star Racing, or Eddie will fight you. Mm-hmm. Nah. Someone's fighting over. Steve, yep. how can Weimer turn this four-race fill-in into a ride fit for the rest of the season? It's a good question. What if an RCH guy gets hurt? banged up he'd step right in over there right what if this barsha thing doesn't get any better he's not having surgery he's just going to rest according to, to to his press release that he sent out without knowing without the team knowing uh maybe barsha keeps going pike gets hurt I, I i don't know i think he goes longer than four i just don't know with who or what or how it happens or whatever what do you think jt is he four and done uh, I don't know. I think Barsha may take a little bit more time than that. So mm-hmm. uh, if he keeps putting in, you know, around top 10 rides, I think with the way injuries happen in the sport, he'll find another fill-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right. Next question. JT, who will piss off more riders this Supercross season, Filthy or Pike? Pike, definitely. <laughs> 5.9 on that. Eddie, last one. As a Yamaha guy, how did you think Reed's and Cooper's bike setup looked? Do you think it would have been beneficial for them to test together? Uh, yes, yeah, tough questions. Ones that Smoser. I, I, I have and his no clue about. Like, I mean, I don't know much about Chad's program. I know very little about Cooper's. But could it benefit? Could it benefit uh, Cooper working with Chad for sure? I mean, you're not. I mean, Chad, you couldn't ask for a guy that's more seasoned. Yeah, it may be a good thing. Or, I, I don't think Chad would work with him. Chad's friendly with him. They like him. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think Chad's going out of his way to help that dude. Hey, Coop, noticed your uh, slow speed uh, compression is too too stiff. Uh, try that. I don't. Chad's not doing that. Well, I think he's just going ha 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 ha. I'm going to beat you. You know, if Cooper had a, a, a let's say a setup issue, I mean, how could you go wrong? Not maybe going with Chad's. I mean, the guy knows a lot. I mean. Yeah, Obviously. but I don't think Chad's sh- Yamaha may share. Yeah, yeah Yamaha yeah, yeah. would share right, with them, right. you know, because they got to see Cooper as really the future, you know, the, yeah. the, the long-term guy. Coop's making a lot of money from them, yeah. I just don't think Chad's going to be like, hey, bro, let me help you with setup. And Chad's a bit out there with setup anyway, huh, JT? Like, he likes his bike a particular way. Doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think there will be much back and forth as far as production. Productivity was. Hey, before uh, Chad hit Weston, was he in front of Cooper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chad was eighth 
what, Grant gotcha. was ninth. Um, Coop was tenth. No, I think uh, I think Weston was eighth. Chad was ninth. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, interesting to see what happens there. I wonder if Reed and Weston will have some words this weekend at all. Neither one was very stoked on the other, but uh, it could be just racing, huh, JT? Yeah, I doubt anything will happen. Right. Uh, let's get to. Is that it for questions? X-Brown Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere, like Freddie Noren, Kyle Chisholm, uh, Brock Tickle, and more. Uh, Tyler, what's up? You got a comment about arm pump to uh, for me and JT? Well, yeah, it just it. I don't know. I I was never a a professional motocross racer. Raced Ponca City back in the day. You know, could uh-huh. have maybe been something. Had a broken back and all sorts of jazz, but. I struggled with arm pump in those days, and it seemed like the more conditioning, the more I rode, the better it got. And then V-Ray says, never dealt with it, and JT says it's something that strikes without. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are kind of blanket statements. I mean, I'm sure they have more thoughts than that. But Well, I think think if you ride a ton – you'll be less susceptible to it. But you can't tell me that Eli Tomac doesn't have time on the bike. So that, I think JT's... Well, that's, that's, what, well, J- that's what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense for somebody like Eli to even have arm pump even beyond the realm of possibilities. But, J- but there's no doubt, Eli, something happened big time. He admitted it was arm pump. I don't think he was lying. He dropped drastically off the pace. And, JT, you, you've been there. You say it's not. It's mental. Yeah, I mean, it's there's no way to predict it's going to happen. Something mental, something rattled him. I mean, that's ask, ask Eli, you know, and there were questions in the press conference. Why'd you get arm pump? He has no idea. You know, that's the whole thing is there's not a lot of concrete well, reasons you can point to why you get arm pump. That's the toughest part about it. Or if you have a, a, a save or a case, you know what I mean, where you're like you tense up and you pull up on your bike because uh, you almost think you're going to eat crap, that could set it off. Yeah, and, and they kind of had that, like, whole – controlling heart rate segment and mo- this this would cause a heart attack for most people you yeah, know that, to have did, a heart that rate. wasn't great timing for eli on the on the tv show <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a little bit of irony but um that's the only conclusion that i could that i personally you know in my experience could draw because you know you get those for lack of a better term butt pucker moments and yeah that happens heart rate goes through the roof and all of a sudden you can't ride for shit and you're hanging on for dear life. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was just wondering if JT had any elaboration more than that on it. Um, it's just, it's like, it's like this strange phenomenon that it's not the same for anyone. Yeah. I mean, Osborne just got the surgery last year, so it was back. The surgery was back. Yeah. I mean, the people get arm pump surgery. There's a forearm. What does that machine. entail? Yeah. Uh, they cut away. There's this uh, thin piece of uh, skin or uh, that covers your arms, uh, your 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 forearm muscle, and so your muscle pumps up. And this 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 uh, it's almost like the outer skin of a chicken breast or something. It like holds your muscle in, and then that's what creates arm pumps. So if you you go in and you slice that, and it opens it up and allows the muscle to expand. Well, because it fills because it fills up with lactic acid, right? Yeah, your arms fill up with mind, lactic acid. You know? so. Uh, all right, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks, Tyler. Thanks. He uh, he was not having it, Tyler, about our explanations, JT. He was not having it. Uh, I mean, that's the whole thing is there's not really any one 
thing we point to. That's why there's a right. forearm strong machine now that people laugh at, and there's a arm pump surgery that people laugh at. Right. And, you know, there's uh, Eli Tomac scratching his head in a press conference. That's why all this <laughs> stuff is happening. Right. Um, all right, Jason Thomas, thank you for coming on flyracing.com. Um, and we will uh, we'll see you in San Diego. Email you if you want to do the uh, Rocky Mountain uh, VIP Supercross program, uh, jason36 yep. at AOL.com. And um, that, that's going well for you there. And uh, we'll see you in San Diego, man. All right. See you guys. All right. See you. Jason Thomas, everybody, flyracing.com. Please check out Fly Racing for all your needs. I don't. I know it's late. We're we're at JTUS. But Is it? Seems salty, Trav. I think we got him all. Hey, I think we salty. Put him, hey, maybe I, maybe a little bit. He might have got off on a bad foot with the Vince thing. Vince, Vince. Hey, I do know Vince upsets JT. They got a lot. <laughs> they got a deep history there, and I understand that. Yeah. But you know, it. I mean, it's not like me to ever stir the pot. Yeah, I don't think you really did anything. Like JT's got strong opinion about Vince, and all right. that's all. Uh, Tosh, what's up, man? How are you? Dude, I am. What's up, bro? Dude, I'm great. I'm great, man. Just great. All right. So, uh, so I got I got a quick story about a couple of greats for you, and then just a real quick question to you. Sure. So we're at the bat. We're at this bachelor party in Oklahoma. Uh, we're, we're riding uh, riding at this track, and uh, Timmy's there. Um, uh, Guy Cooper's there, and uh, I'm so I've got this bone stock. What year uh, is this? What, what year are we talking? Uh, 2013. Okay. Or 2000, 2013 to 14. I can't remember. I think it's 13. Okay. So I've got, I've got this bone stock 13 450, and uh, Timmy's like, "Oh, dude, come on, man! I, I want to ride. I didn't bring my bike." Okay, so so he goes out and does things on my bike that. You know, thought Mikey, a normal person wouldn't think could do. No, and, uh, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's insane. You know, he, he's your hero. He's like the greatest guy ever. Do. He hops on my bike, grabs an eight millimeter, and just starts adjusting shit. I'm like, oh crap! My, so my my bars are, you know, the way Timmy wants them and everything. He goes out there and does the stuff. I'm like, oh my god. Well, guy Cooper's out there, and he's like, oh man, I want to hit this. It's like a big triple quad at at Trey's house, and and uh, he's like, I want to hit this thing. And Timmy's like, yeah, just follow me off of it. So here I got Tim Ferry on my bike, Guy Cooper following him off of this, like, 140, 160 freaking super booter, you know, at Kennard's house. And uh, Timmy comes off of it and kind of chops the throttle at the top and somewhat of a scrub. Cooper comes off of it, super old school, airtime Cooper, thrown in high, launches it freaking 40-foot past, dude, and blows the spokes out of his front wheel at, like, how old is he? Like yeah. 55? Yeah, 100, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, dude, it just made my day. Great, well, remember uh, the Indiana race two years ago, Coop was 55 years old, and, and the only the first guy to start jumping the uphill triple. He's 55. <laughs> airtime Cooper. Yep, he's airtime. Airtime till he there dies. Were, I remember back in the day there were times dude. that he did stuff in Supercross that nobody else did. Yeah, he was amazing. Coop was amazing. Dude, he did. He, dude, we were... And dude, he never ceases to send it. There's that really, really old school photo of him on a Husqvarna, and uh, he's like, he's at the, the Stillwater 500 track launching, and uh, it's like, good God, where are you going to land, bro? Like he's so high in the air yeah. on this old Husky poster, and there's like this pickup to the side to kind of give you a reference how high he is, and uh, yeah, I sent it to a couple people, and everyone writes back like, dude, that's sketchy. There's no way that's real. I'm like, yeah, he's, oh, he's for got sure it's real. Part. Yeah. So, uh, so here's my question. So you've got uh, you've got you've got your 250 guys like uh, 
like Coop and Varsha who just throw the snot out of a 250. You know what I mean? Like it's full on. So last night I, I called Brent Fresnel and I'm like, hey, what's the deal between guys switching from 250 to 450? You know, the Yamaha, it's the same chassis from my understanding. Why does the bike seem – why does Cooper look small on a 450 if it's the exact same chassis? Is it because – is the chassis more gusseted? Is is it just the weight of the engine itself? I mean, fill me in. Yeah, it is the same frame, 250, 450. Um, but, yeah, the motor's bigger, and bike acts differently. When you got the horsepower and the torque of a 450, it affects suspension. Uh, it affects a lot of things, uh, turning-wise and everything else. So it could be that Coop's more holding on to the 450 than controlling it, like a 250F, you know? Um, gotcha. Yeah, so it's just uh, it's just the, the nature of putting a bigger motor in that frame, and it does totally change the way the bike handles and works and everything else. Um, Eddie, you know that. So, yeah, I, I mean, so why would you not think that? So you would kind of think that the like the KTM 350 would be the best of both worlds is it just that you don't have the start i mean you don't have the horsepower for just the start because i know once these guys come off the start their bikes are generally pretty detuned from my understanding um no they're not no they're not detuned um not the, not not at not, all not top level no they're basically a lot of guys they a lot of teams and top riders add a ton of horsepower to the bikes and then try to control it through mapping gotcha all about trashing that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they they want to make it so the guy can ride it for twenty laps and not pull his arms out. But it's easier to do with electronics nowadays than to uh, to do anything else. F- find a power level and then uh, tune it back a little bit. All right. So, and by yeah. the way, your, uh, your 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 boy Timmy. Uh, this has been several years back. It was like two thousand eleven or twelve. I didn't have the money to buy a new bike. I was like, Hey man, what what should I buy? What should I buy? He's like, Dude, the best bike ever. Oh wait, Cali 450. No, oh, yeah, yeah, he liked it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Why, why, why would he say anything else, right? He always said the oh nine. Oh, they screwed the frame up. They screwed the frame up. It's like, yeah, dude, they, they barely did anything, but he always freaked out. Oh man. All right, thanks, well, for, hey, uh, thanks for the call, hey, man. You guys have a good one. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing Honda World. That's right. If you want to get a truck of the year, did you see that Honda Ridgeline was voted truck of the year? I tweeted it out today a few times. I don't know who did that, but. North American Truck of the Year, everybody. Whether you want, whether you want a Ridgeline, a CRX, an Accord, anything like that, go to Honda World. Struggling. 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Go to 5 Freeway, 605 Freeway Meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. It's, uh, it's great to have them uh, on board with the show. And uh, Steve there will give you the best deal you can on a Honda, whether it's a new one or 100 used cars and uh, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. So we thank those guys. If you're a Pulp MX listening, you get a free first-time oil change. If you drive a Honda, call up, make an appointment with the service department, and mention Pulp MX, free oil change, uh, and then go make a deal on a new Honda. And uh, the, Steve and the boys down there at Honda World uh, will hook you up. It is... Um, Right down in L.A., uh, not far from uh, sort of Orange County-ish, north of Orange County. Not too bad. 5 Freeway and 605 Freeway. Um, so, yeah, like I said, those guys are on board. We've had a few listeners actually go down and buy cars, and they love it. They love the experience. They love the pricing, I guess, more than anything. Steve's able to uh, to give you a super deal um, being part of the uh, – Pulpamex World, so we thank those guys as well. Two Wonder, the best men's underwear out there. Use the code Pulpamex16. We haven't changed it yet to uh, save money at Two Wonder. And don't forget the Michelin Starcross 5 Comp Edge Ride Day this Sunday after San Diego. Very exciting. Um, 
Eddie Ray in studio covering Anaheim 1 from all angles and San Diego this weekend. I'm with you, Eddie. Roxon makes it a repeat, and Plessinger takes the win. Two the Fs. Yeah, I mean, I, if as long as uh, Aaron starts in the you know top four or so, mm-hmm. I think he can. I think he can win for sure. And his teammate Reardon, not too bad. Yeah, we didn't talk about Daniel. No, at, not, at too, all. not too bad. I, I we we spoke weeks ago or months ago when we heard about you said I heard that he was coming. I said no way, but. Ended up riding a two fifty. What did he get? Seventh. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, good opening. I, I didn't think he'd be that good, but last year when I came back from Australia, yes or no, was I a Reardon fan? Oh my god! Anybody who would listen, put you, him on a four fifty. We called you from Australia, and you you screamed. Put him on a four fifty. Yeah. Right. And uh, I didn't think he'd do that good, but he's hey, he still got those starts down pat. Yeah, seventh is fine. Nice start. He hasn't raced supercars for a few years. I mean, he's been racing in uh, in Australia, but um, no, he did yeah. good. Not too bad. Uh, BTOsports.com. Um, call and mention Pulp Mex when you call down there. Give you a great price on anything you need for your bike or body. Uh, at Pulp Mex Show is the Twitter account. You can send the uh, questions to our guy, Doom Goon over there, the backflip expert. Uh, working on the app as we speak. Travis, we've had a lot of problem with the app. People are very angry. I've been sending a lot of emails and tweets. Can you update us on? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it works great. For some people, it does. For some people, it does. I yeah. mean, we got a guy today that tweeted a blank screen. I know. How does that happen? Uh, it's being silly. How does someone have a blank screen? I don't know. It's just like not Somebody pulling, I know, somebody I know was listening and said it going in and out, in and out. That's a different... That's, yeah, that's a whole different thing. That's just... That's almost a good problem because our server is so maxed out that it keeps dropping people's stream. So, in a way, it's good because that means we have to upgrade... But it's going to cost thing. me money. This is going to cost us money. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you money. It's not going to cost me I'm anything. taking it out of your pay. <laughs> I might not Since be here next week. I might not be here next week. Why? If you take it out of my pay. Oh. oh. <laughs> the app. You're working on the app. He and, needs no, the bonus back. But in all, yeah, right. in all seriousness, like I finally have uh, a little bit of free time. Uh, we got a project done at work, so I'll be on it this week. I uh, find it bizarre that it works good for some people, and other people can't even pull up any data. Yeah. I don't. Know. I, I have some. I have some ideas, but uh, right. it's even worse that he screwed it. over all the other people who have bought the old app. Those. I'm, that's trying, to, I'm trying to listen he's, to he's stuff. He's mad about the old app. Not Dude, that thing was built in like 2010. I'm driving a car that was built before 2010. Works fine. <laughs> and how much money did you pay for that car? It's got a solid Probably dollar ninety nine. Probably more than two dollars. <laughs> he's got a good point over there. Um. All right, so these questions are submitted to at Paul Pomex Show. The Goon Goon uh, floats through them, sifts through them all, and uh, and answers the asks us the best one. So uh, let's uh, let's do this, Doon Goon. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. All right, here we go. This one's from Ben Coates. He wants to know, how do the Australian Pulp fans get you and JT to Australia this year? Um, For what? For the uh, race? Yeah. Because what about, there's Manjimup, there's Manjimup, and I'm a 500 specialist, and I ride the sand great. I'd rather see you ride the alls. I think they want you there for the Supercross. Oh. I mean, yeah, I don't know why those promoters don't do it. Like, uh, the money they paid RV and Chad, you're telling me they can't break off? Five grand 
for a couple of tickets. Huh? Oh, it was. Yeah, same weekend as Lille. Let's more pointed out, but but whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it is next year, but I mean, yeah, we're huge in Australia, bro. Pulp and Mech Show is big in Australia. People are listening right now at lunchtime in Australia. Eddie, you went there. People, Great place. People love Pulp. Did back. they not? Yeah, I mean, it, it's where better to listen than in Australia, where like right now they're on lunch break. You know, it's like middle of the day. Just sit there and listen to Pulp. Don't right. do your work. So everybody, uh, email the jerk off promoters. Uh, from the Australian X. We'll race. call him jerk off. Ain't gonna help your case any. All right. From the comment chain here, uh, looks like Ben might be getting the flights if Tomo gets the hotels. No, Tomo gets the flights because he's Qantas. <laughs> he works at Qantas. They'll they'll, they'll work it out. I ain't going unless I can use my United miles to upgrade myself. I am not sitting on that plane for sixteen. Uh, I think it's 14 hours, 12, 14 hours. Yeah, I'm out unless I can use my upgrade certificate. TV United, for so. 14 hours, you can't beat it. I'm not sitting in coach. Not going to do it. Not, not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, but to get the upgrade on those, those tickets are like five grand. No, I use miles and status. Yeah, for me, it's good. It's fine. Status. Uh, this I'd from love to go. So, yeah. Drew Fulkerson. Uh, please go into detail with how HRC, the CRF450 electronics work. JT mentioned MotoGP, t- I'm sorry, MotoGP technology, uh, but the AMA rules don't allow front wheel sensor or GPS, right? No, they do not. It's not uh, tel- 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 telemetry. telemetry. They don't do that. Um, I can't go into great detail because no one's talking. Uh, what's the guy's name? Drew. No one's talking, Drew. Um just kind of little get snips and, and nips over here. Uh, you know, I talked to some uh, some electronics guys in the USA. I spoke to the big boss at Honda in Europe. Spoke to some mechanics. But also, they're not handing out their secrets either. That's what I mean. I don't. I can't. He said, "Oh wait, to- everybody, tune in on Instagram Live to Honda. We're gonna go show you he, everything we got." Drew said, "Go into detail." Did he not? Yeah. He, he yeah. No, I'm just saying. Can't Honda's, do it. Yeah. Can't. I believe I've heard they have two uh, sensors on their bikes on the. Uh, uh, CRF 450s. One's a lean angle sensor. One's the normal uh, uh, sensor that the, that the electronics guys have and ability to tune it. Um, they're, they're a step ahead in electronics, is what I've been hearing. They got so two start buttons. Let's watch and watch Kenny, Kenny starts and see how his reactions are and his traction and all that, and put him up front off the start. You know. So uh, tweet from Australia. It's 5 p.m. now, and I'm enjoying back on my patio, enjoying the breeze and my favorite moto show from Bruce. So. So 5 p.m. 5 p.m. When in we first started, it was what? 3, one. 2 o'clock there? One. <laughs> it would have been 1. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Next question. Uh, this one's from STE. What is the rule on the red flag restart now with timed main events? Well, it would be the same as the other one, right? With the red flags, it would be anything over 10 minutes, which is halfway. You line up single file. Anything under? It wasn't, wasn't it halfway? I don't remember. The rule? Anything under halfway, you restart, you drop the gate again. I think it was actually less than I half. I think it's three laps. Yeah, Two thirds or something? I think it's okay. less. Well, whatever the time is, you, right. just, you just do the time. They really need to work on that whole red flag restart thing. Why? What do you mean? Okay, so let's say they red flag it and they do a restart. Then they want to get everybody in a line staggered off this way. And then there's two hay bales, right? The rule is you can't pass until you get through those hay bales. What if you were in a championship situation and a guy just held up before the hay bales to let a guy get a run? 
why not do oh, like a teammate or yeah, something? Yeah. Why not do like NASCAR? Ready, ready, ready. When they put the flag up, when the flag goes up, the guy sitting in the front can take off whenever he wants, and then it's just a free for all. Go. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because what if? Because it's a chain reaction. It's like go, 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 go. What if a guy just sat there? And yeah. they need to work on that. Never thought of that. Eddie Ray with the conspiracy. <laughs> I even said something to the one guy, the uh, the AMA guy, and he looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Shocker. So. This one's from Austin Murray. He wants to know who's more of a privateer right now, Dino or Schmidt? Dino? I don't know. Good question. They both get gear money. They both, uh, no, it would be Dino because Dino is paying gas in a van to get to the races. Schmidt shows up uh, with the Teddy Parks thing. We're in Crazyville, and Steve, you're the mayor. Are you for real? He's paying gas. He's in his own vehicle, he's in his own van. Yeah, what about all the money he's getting from gear? Well, he's using Nick that Schmitt's money. getting gear money. Yeah, so it's not their money. It's not like they're going to the ATM, you know what I mean? Hold on. As a mayor of Crazyville, did I not say what made, did it not make sense what I said? Schmidt shows up, Teddy Parks has everything ready to go. Oh, does he come with Teddy Parks? Yeah. Oh. Hey, Dino could come with Teddy Parks. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. So Dean is, I'll buy a slim margin. They're both paying entries. They're both getting gear money. They're both getting a lot of park, b- b- bike parts for free. But Schmidt's probably driving his truck there without a bike in it, so he's still driving anyway, <laughs> so he's paying his own gas. <laughs> okay. Dino does have a sweet tour bus there, I guess. Somebody gave him a tour bus. Oh, yeah. I saw Schmidt. He had one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Dino's gear deal opposed to Schmidt's gear deal. Dino's gear deal, apparently, if he keeps racing and makes it, uh, he's only supposed to do five, but he keeps going. It's going to be hundred grand. Whoa, he's really struggling. What I hope he makes want, it the Eddie? whole se- the I mean, whole what year. do you want us to say, Eddie? Like, what do you think Schmidt gets? Ten? I would say Who's 10? more privateer? Who Dean had Wilson. a better bike? Dean Wilson? Or Nick Schmidt. I think Schmidt gets backdoor Suzuki stuff. And you think Dino's just running box stock, right? No, no, no. Dean gets help too, but I think they're both getting a little bit of help from. You lost your mind. I'm the mayor of Crazyville. You're the mayor of Crazyville. Yep. Dark side. I, I don't know why know. you're always so like. <laughs> you're so. You're not making sense. The question. I didn't make the question up. Some guy over there did. Austin Murray. Austin Murray. Who's more privateer? Yeah. I answered the question with using perfectly good logic. One's getting a $10,000 gear check. One's getting a $100,000 gear check. Who's more privateer? Dino should have no problem putting a little bit of gas in the Sprinter to go from his house but the, 20 miles to, the, to the Anaheim. The size of the check doesn't make it. You're still a privateer. Privateer is privateer. privateer. So then you say they're equal. Privateer is privateer. They're equal. Well, I went with the gas money as a somewhat of a tiebreaker. Dean gets worse gas mileage because he has to haul his bike. And he's got a sprinter. No, he's got a sprinter, so he gets better gas mileage. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, Eddie. Next okay. one. I'll take uh, Dean's program over Schmidt's. Okay. Whose chick is hotter? Dean's. I've never seen Nick's, so I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dean's. Dean's chick's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark Side wants to know. He met her at the Tilted Kilt in Temecula. That's what factory riders get, hot chicks. I know. So I'd have to say Eddie, that. You, would you like to start talking about wives and girlfriends right now? I mean, if you want to go off the grid, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, we can talk about how crazy some of them are. You're not uh, a fan of many of listen, them. Listen, they all need to keep their mouth shut. All of them. <laughs> Here stay we go. off social media. Stay off Instagram. Stay off Twitter. Let your husbands handle their deals. Remember, your husband's been doing it their whole lives. You've been doing it since they met them, and all of a sudden they're experts at racing. All of them need to shut the hell up. Let your man handle his business. Let your man handle his business. Can I get a SoCal hole? It's very angry, Eddie. Anyway. I'm just saying these girls are I'm just with you ridiculous. In some of it. I'm with you, not on the girlfriends and wives, but on the parents. Shut up, your ki- your kids twenty two uh, years okay old. For the, it's so, so it's okay for the girlfriends, but not for the parents. No, it's equal. These are grown men. No, let them handle their business. But uh, the wives are partners in their in these husbands. Live, so I get that. But they I'm, don't know what they're talking about. Uh, they don't know what they're some talking of them about. Don't. They only some know them. what their husbands have told some them. They're of them. brainwashed. Some of them. Just say some of them. None of them. <laughs> I'm trying to give you a shovel to help yourself out. I don't need out. I, I'll I, anyone. They, I mean, call call in. You know, like just let your husband handle his business. The parents. Hey, a good wife will let their husband handle their own business. Okay. The parents go away. They're grown adults. Let them talk to the team. Let not Andy Wilson talking about parents. Andy Wilson's awesome. Andy's great. <laughs> He's a team that. manager. Yes. He <laughs> He's a team manager and the truck driver. I can't wait till him and Dean actually get in a fist fight. Back Dean, how much are you paying your dad? That's what I want to know. Um. Anyways, parents. Yeah, beat it. Stay home. What go, parents go are still away. involved? What parents? Go away, all of them. I don't even except know for T Way. Yeah, he's good. Andy Wilson. They're good. Cole Seeley's dad is cool. He just shows up, hangs out, watches the races, goes home. Honda guys are like, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Any but... kid that's like a Loretta Lynn's champion, your parents can go home. Oh, there's a slew of them coming. That's what me. I mean. It's going to be bad. How about this? Get a job. Don't live off your kid. How's that? Well, if you want to be a practice bike mechanic, fine. The kid their can job is managing their kid. <laughs> go get a job. You're, you're all nuts. You're all fucking crazy. All right. Next question. Except for T-Way, Andy Wilson. Cole Seeley. Cole Seeley. Help me out. Anybody else got anybody cool, parent-wise? Oh, Phil's dad. Tony Alessi. Phil's dad. Phil's dad's awesome. Makes fun of <laughs> Phil all the time. Tony. Tony's 50% less crazy. What the hell happened? He, he's a manager. He can be 50% the less crazy is still 100% more than everybody else. <laughs> Tony's at least working and pulling a salary down from Genova. He's got a purpose. Maybe he should clippy-clippy some of his riders. Who? Tony? Yeah. Don't, who would be, who'd be a better choice? As a team manager, who would be a better choice, Mike or Dino? Dean. Okay. What about this McAdoo kid? I've heard good things about him. Oh, we'll see. Okay. The, the the jury's still out on him. All right. He won Monster Cup. I was impressed with Chiz. He, uh, Third place start. Got a little tired. You're impressed with Chiz. Here we go. A guy. Close up the results. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Gare Bear. Oh, yeah. No, Chisholm's parents are great. Gare Bear. You can come to the races. Yeah, for sure. Gare Bear's allowed. My point is this is one now. He's dropped back down. Yep. Okay. Gare Bear l- and, yells and, at Chiz. And Chisholm. Chiz got 10th, right? Where are we at? Chiz. I don't even know where he finished. Tenth. Tenth. Combine the two coasts, now he's 20th. All right. 
because he's racing half the guys. Yes, I got it. Thank so, you. did you really move forward? He lost like four positions in the last two laps, which needs to be fixed. What benefit was it for him to go he back didn't hear to me. the two? He didn't even hear me when I said that. He lost four positions? He lost four positions in two laps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, I mean, but. what's the matter? He lost four positions with those in 100 laps. What the laps. fuck are you doing? All right. Next question. Could be a dick. Thank you. That's that. that, that, that. Eddie loves that guy. That's like Eddie's that guy. guy. He said that earlier. That's so Eddie's guy. That's my right guy there. right there. Right. Uh, <laughs> Stop being a dick. Hey, you know what? You know when you, you can tell when you're around some real pulp lovers? When out of the blue, they hit you with a drop. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. out of the blue, they just hit you yeah. with a drop. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, guys have uh, screenshot their text to me where they just go, Drops back and forth, the, him and their the two buddies. Quote drops yeah, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just. I mean, it's just funny. Like you know, you're around some real pulp people, and they just hit you with a drop. Yeah. Like stop being a dick. Yeah. yeah. My wife drops uh, Berluti drops on me all day. Oh, hey, so, saying something, I, she's just time. looking at me and go. Sounds gay. Sounds I do gay. that all. It sounds gay. <laughs> what the fuck is a poon tune? That's my favorite. <laughs> tickle. My fucking Berlute, My favorite drop is a poon tune drop. Oh, it's for good. Berlute. That's it's awesome. Good, yeah. The, and also when Balut's in studio and you play a Balutie drop and he gets confused every yeah. time. Was that me? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I going crazy? Like he has no hey, idea no, what happened. No. I have a buddy the other day who just downloaded the app and he loves the drops. Oh, they're good. He just loves the drops. They're At some stuff. point. Good Dune Goon is going to turn them into phone rings. Uh, yeah, phone one of these days. Tones. Yeah. We got other issues. Well, hey, on. let's Stop make that work dick. first. Stop being a dick. <laughs> oh, I got a call coming in. Oh, uh, It's Dino. <laughs> Seven Deuce Deuce's dad. Welcome to the races. The door is open. Listen, easy, easy. I've seen him at the races back in the day. He's crazy. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh. Listen, you can ask the Seven Deuce Deuce. I've seen him back in the day, in the days of Oak Hill okay. and... He was out there. Okay. Like, he would walk up when the. Forkner's parents seem normal. Seem normal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean. Forkner seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. John Tomac? Normal. Very yeah, normal. involved in Eli's program. And yeah, probably, but he's got the. He's got I think the, Tomac is like, yeah, we didn't have it tonight. Or, you know, he's not like, fuck Kawasaki. You know what I mean? No, but John Tomac has the credentials to, to be, you know. Obviously, yeah. he's a professional athlete. Yeah. yeah. He knows what it's like to be there. Right. So. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Next question. Hoop Nation. Welcome to the show, Pookie. Do you want to get Debbie up here? Okay. Debbie Deb. She's mad about my cussing. All right. Next. Are we, are we going to the next question now? Yeah. Can, what, what's been the problem? What's been the holdup? <laughs> no, for reals. What's wrong? I only started reading it like four times. Oh, you did? No. Mm-mm. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, Read I'm, that question. Right. What are you doing? Okay. From Dark Side, do we know what well, come the problem on, with dark is? Dark Side questions. Oh, we love Dark Side. It's but, a good question. Okay. Do we know what the problem is that the Seven Deuce Deuce tweeted about? I didn't see that. He tweeted about a problem? He tweeted something about how his night didn't Why do you keep doing this with your eyes? I'm tired, bro. He keeps going. I'm like... What, so? I'm no, tired. I'm thinking, like, is it a code? Are you making fun of a kid who's less... For, I mean, maybe that's a, de- a defect. I'm thinking it's like a code. Like, get me out of here. Or, you know what no, I mean? No, no. I'm just... My eyes are dry. So I'm like... You want some drops? No. You have to hold the show and go get drops? No, I'm good. All right. We wouldn't be holding anything if you wouldn't say anything about it. I thought it was like, 
help. Uh, yeah, I'm like set in Morse code with my blinks. <laughs> Courtney has been kidnapped. <laughs> okay. Uh, he tweeted something about Deuce Deuce. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, his night didn't go as planned, but they know he knows what the problem is. But it sounded very specific. Call him up. It's ten fifteen. All right, we'll get to the bottom of it later. He doesn't want to call him up because he's doing—he's going tit style on us. But show's gotta get too out long. Here. Yep, gotta, gotta get out of here. Show's too long. I'm too—I'm busy reading questions. It's for one a.m. for Eddie Ray right now. <laughs> I'm just getting started. Pookie, did you hear him at all about wives and girlfriends? No. We should just—should I just take my headphones off hey. now and just go make a sandwich? Hey. Turn the mouth off. Right. Turn the ears on. Let it be that way. Let your husbands handle you their business. Okay, Let I'm them handle their you grown. After the show on behalf of Why? all of the wives and girlfriends. What all of a sudden do you know everything too? Yeah, you I'm don't. A woman. Of course, I know all everything. All because you go with him and he's a reporter. All of a sudden, you know everything. Yeah, but I'm around all day. I hear the shrapnel. What of you what hear he hears. and what you know are two different things. I could walk into the middle of a, I a know football huddle and all of a sudden right say, now. "I know football." <laughs> Absolutely not. Stay on the sideline, Eddie. You don't know football. Enjoy, you know. Do you approve of this? You're, you're yeah, co-signing on this? No, he does. He no. knows. You're co-signing on this? No, what I said was the wives are at least understandable because they're partners with their husband. They're partners. The parents are where the I have a problem. Are the parents are worse than the wives, yeah. The wives are invested. Seven Deuce Deuce, Mr. Seeley, if they want, If the wives want to get invested, right? Gare Bear. If the, right? wi- hey, if the wives want to get invested, get a job. That invest that way. Oh, honey. God. Just I, saying. That's not, that's not me. Just saying. Cut his mic. Why are you going to cut my mic? wonder why you didn't win favorite co-host. <laughs> no. He didn't get non, the female vote. Non, he, did, he, he did not get the female vote. Non-frequent. Trump oh. got female vote. Anyway, I did not. Um, Grab so. by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, next question. Scotch wants to know. Oh wait, that was the seventies news. Who is the next writer to attend a press conference in a suit? Well, you can't do it now. You can't. Roxon did it. You'd just be. I think you have to. No, Roxon did it. That's it. Does he, he go to another? When will there be another yeah. press conference? Uh, Vegas. Oh, I'm sure there will oh, all there, be. There's suits. not one. But... He's not going to change into a suit after the race. No way. But there's no pre-race conferences until Vegas? No. Huh. But there's press conferences after every race now, brand new in 2017. He didn't show up in his suit for Anaheim 1, so he's not going to do it. But You can't show, show up in a suit now. It's over. Done with. Roxon did it. He said he's trying to grow our sport. But I don't understand how that's going to grow it. Cause hey, we're wearing I, I didn't. His, his reasoning was, I'm, gonna, I'm respecting the media. They respect me. Dude, I got cargoes in a hoodie. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not judging you. No, but you. our sport is sponsor-driven by sponsor. You know what I mean? If he's referring to football, I mean, those guys are getting paid to play a game. They don't got, like, individual endorsements that, you know, like, I mean, they might have, like, you know, a right. car. Next, or, question. Next question. Yeah. wonder if his girlfriend told him to wear the suit. Maybe she should just shut up. Eh? Um, I don't think she gets involved in his thing, maybe. They all get involved in their things. I mean, they're all like protective little, you know, protect how's, their little how's cubs. How's Jess with you? Oh, she don't. She, uh, she doesn't get. I, I don't get in. I don't get. Yeah, but how were you with yeah. Jessica? 
I've been racing my whole life. He yeah. fought, he fought well. a guy on a podium who made a derogatory comment towards Jess. <laughs> I've been racing my whole life. I, it, it, oh, you're saying oh, so you, you know you everything know about I know it? everything. Right, right. Like you. I know everything. 60% no. of the time, I'm right all the time. No, 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 no. I know everything. Mark Pellegrino, come home. All right. Todd Martin wants to know, what was the vibe in the pits after the race regarding the timed racing? Good, bad, and different? I didn't even ask because we did 20 and 15. We did the, the amount of laps that we normally did. So it was an irrelevant factor, so I did not ask anybody. It's weird how if you make a lap time one minute, that works. <laughs> well, it's 104 because well, it was 20 minutes plus yeah. one lap. So, yeah. So really it was 21 laps. No. So that actually will shorten Daytona, right? Yeah. Well, short Daytona, Daytona and uh, another one, yeah. They'll be so. Could that hurt Eli at that point? Because you know he's so good in the long, you know. Yeah. How many wins will Dungey and Roxon get per rider from Charlie Worthy? Mm, I think Roxon's going to win this title. Uh, I think he's the best guy this year. But Dungey's Dunge, man, he's gnarly. So let's go ten for Kenny. Now. Let's go nine for Kenny, four for Dunge, two for Seeley, one for Tomac. Is that wins? Yeah. None for Anderson? You heard me. Did I stutter? Dino. Listen more. Says. He's only going to the first five. Dino's garbage. Just ask Eddie Ray. I didn't you know say he's garbage. You're very harsh yeah, on everybody. Yeah. You're very harsh. Okay, let's coddle him. Sometimes you got to pop the titty out of their mouth and let them be boys. Let them grow up. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Travis looks stunned by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if we had Eddie Ray or Kiefer in studio for a minute there. <laughs> Uh, Roger wants to know, how do you all feel about Pike's comments and obvious anger during, during post-race interview? We covered that. Excitement or a grudge to let go? We covered that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how stoked I am. I've said this over the years. I don't know how stoked I am if I'm JGR to hear Weston talk like he has. Not just this weekend, but over the, the years. They're a very professional organization with NASCAR and everything else and family-oriented and... Christian oriented Joe Gibbs is. I don't know if they'd be stoked. I don't know. You know? But Weston's Weston. What are you gonna do? He is what he is. He Weston's not putting on a front. That's how he talks. No, That's how that, he is. It's Weston. And yeah. just like you wonder if JGR is like that. I mean, it's like JGR's got Kurt Bush or Kyle Bush. Yeah. He's kind of yeah. a little bit of a Weston Pike, or yeah. Weston's a little bit like him. Yeah. I think they sure. got the guys with the most color, you know what I mean? Like they they've got the most flavor out there. I mean, right. they're fun to watch. Mike Julian wants to know, why do Ronnie Stewart and Justin Starling have semis? Couldn't their money be spent wiser with a smaller rig? I saw this question. Like, who cares? I don't know why they have semis. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. I don't know why they have semis. And I don't know what their money is. And I don't know how that works. And good for Starling and Ronnie Stewart to well, have Starling's rigs. Starling's I mean, in the Slayton Racing semi. Oh. And have you ever seen it? Yeah. It's like a cargo trailer almost. Okay, so Slayton Racing team has Starling. They have a... I don't. I don't know what that question's about. I don't. You shouldn't have picked that question. There's he, a lot of things I shouldn't have done, probably. Yeah. Starting with the app. Okay. Uh, whose whose seventh place finish was more of a surprise? Reardon's or Millsaps? Reardon's. Millsaps is good. I, good I, I really thought Davey maybe be a little better, but I'm gonna give. If, yeah. That's a good start for him. Yeah, uh, Reardon. 
All right, that's all. BTOSports.com. Uh, did we play the intro? Yeah. We did? I think. Yeah. I don't think we did. We tweeted, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, with, the, with the rooster? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Let's play it again. Okay. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. It's a good intro, Swizz did. So. Yeah, that's strong. Uh, all right, that is the BTOSports.com tweet at Travis segment at Pulp Mike Show on Twitter. Anytime. Uh, hit us up, please. And uh, we'll do our best to get a get an answer from you. Uh, Pook, how was your uh, signed uh, Andrew Short poster? Good. Strong. Customized to you. XOXO. He put XOXO on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I a few words with Andrew this weekend. <laughs> all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Voicemails. Let's do some voicemails. 702-586-7857. Give us calling time. Leave a message. Um, please. I heard the I heard the phone ringing after the race on Saturday night up here. Oh, did you? Mm. That's probably what it was. I think probably rings off the hook. There's not a lot of great voicemails, but you know. Stand by. Whatever happened to Crazy Lady? Same thing happened. Yeah. She lose the number. I think so. I don't know what happened to Crazy Lady. Gone. Maybe she died. She was nuts for sure. How's Debbie downstairs? Debbie did. She's watching Sons of Anarchy. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen yeah. more. Debbie's mad at my swearing in this show, but she's watching Sons of Anarchy. Where she let you have it during the, the commercial break. There's no need for that, Stephen. Two words it. in. Yeah. Two words. It's the F word. Ready when you are. It's Anaheim 1. I'm excited. I mean, what do you want me to do? Fuck yeah. Supergoth <laughs> is back, you know? Um, Did you read David Villeman's column today on Anaheim 1? No. On Pulp of Mexico? Okay. I don't read that uh, stuff. But you like... Love this guy right here. You like DV. I like DV. Yeah. You know that. You didn't like DV back in the day. A long time ago, I, I mean, when he raced, yeah, he was just different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I like DV. Like he, he makes sense. He's smart. You know, he's he's witty. I like DV. And I think he's with you on the girlfriend wife thing. So you guys got that going. Yeah, like I said, I mean, he he, yeah, I like DV for sure. I like it even better that he's with I, Christian. I think that's going to be. They're going to compliment each other. How's Paige Craig? Uh, Paige, she, all right. She, 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 Jagger needs to keep his mouth. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you care to tell us which wife, girlfriend bugs you the most? Don't do that. Yeah. I, I, see, call out I said, would you care to? Start a war. I'm not saying doing it for sure. I said, would you care to? That's all. That's it. Didn't say you had to. Nah. Okay. They're all thinking, is it me? That's what they're all. We got them all thinking. <laughs> is he talking about me? Um, hey, if you think it if might it's be you, you that it's you think it you. is, it probably is. I'm all right with the parent, the, the wives and girlfriends. Like I said, sometimes I cringe. You only say that now. When that thing's not on, that's not what you say. No, it is. I, some of them drive me. Some things I I cringe at, but they're partners with their husbands. I get it. The parents, though. The kid's 24 years old. He's good. He's married with a child. Right, but at the same time, for the for the wife, it's the same way. Dude's twenty four. Let them handle it, dude. They're but they're they're married. They're partners. You know, they feel like they're in with this thing. What they got to so, protect their husbands? They're grown men. Yeah, but that's how they feel. It's you know, they, the, the husbands protect the wives. If some dude grabs their ass at a bar, you know, it's the same kind of deal. You have you have beef with Barsha. Does his girlfriend hit you up or text you? Uh, I don't. I don't have. Or does she tweet you and say you're an idiot or whatever? Uh, probably. I might have. No, she doesn't. I don't know. But does he have a chick? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. He's had one for a long time. All right. Long time. 
Sinjin. What's going on, guys? Yeah, bro. Welcome back Man, to the show. Man, a few weeks in a row. Yeah. I know. I'm you, getting consistent again. Are you actually listening, or like, are you back into yeah. Supercross? You love Supercross again? I always do. I just I listen all the time, even when I wasn't calling. I still listen to the uh, archives. But uh, Jimmy, I mean, was that pretty surprising by you guys? Not me, of course. I mean, I'm expecting better, but was that a surprise? I think so. Yeah. It was a stacked field. I mean, Purcell didn't make it, you know. And Jimmy rode great in LCQ. He just held his own and got second. Like great ride. I think got second. Third. So held off track. The question I have is, I saw <clears throat> Ping with his mechanic, which is fucking awesome, and I saw the pit board, like, catch rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's badass, but in the future rounds, you know, when once we get out of California, where, what's going to happen? I mean, Georgia can't do Is Greg going to help him out, or? I don't know. I, I don't know why Greg wasn't there. I found that odd. Like, I, maybe the money's tight, you know, and yeah. they don't they can't afford to get Greg out there or whatever, but, yeah, I was surprised to see that. Yeah, because, I mean, Georgia can't be doing that. The entire no, weekend. no. So, and did and and did you any uh, have you heard any word if he's going to do outdoors or that's? I haven't heard. No. What do you think of his bike? I think it looks pretty sick. FMF did a good job. I, I'm not even not even lying because I mean we all know I love Jimmy, but that bike I think looks the sickest bike out there next to the factory Yamaha. Though I like those blue rims. Ridiculous. No, they I you know usually they look gay on bikes, but that bike it looks good on it. Can't hate on it. All right, guys, have a good show. All right, see you, Sinjin. Later. Yep, uh, we probably didn't talk enough about Jimmy Albertson. Good, good job by Top Jimmy. 702-586-757. Call anytime and leave a voicemail. And this is what you get for this week. If Barsha didn't have a stupid beard, maybe he wouldn't broke his wrist. <laughs> time to stop being, being Grizzly Adams, get a trainer, and get real. Yeah, I mean... the wheel from upstate New York, Seth Rarick's buddy. That's uh, all valid. The beard. Grizzly Adams. Could cause an injury. Throw that out there. Rarick's buddy, Barsha. Maybe you want to fight him or block him. Also, get on him. Seems like he's a hater. I'm going to arrange this fight between you and Barsha. No fighting. I'm not going to fight. I'm too old to fight. Do you want me to grab a silencer like a Fort Worth Arena Cross? That's what it takes. You want to tell that story? No. It's all time. Everybody right? knows it. I wish we had it um, bookmarked, you know. The first show, we could almost do like on our app, if it ever worked, we could do like a, a best of, you know. And that story, I'm just saying, that story would be in there. The initial, I saw Frank getting beat down, you know. The moral of the story is that it makes me mad when, especially when there's dudes ganging up on your friends. Yeah. You got to stick up for your friends. And then you know? the silencer to the side of uh, Bogart's buddy's head. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, guys. Um, thanks for the show. I'm listening to 279. Um, and you guys are talking about Roxon and, you know, his shit talking. And I just want to say he's one of my favorites because he's doing the talking. It's like Skullduggery from Mike Tyson or the art of war or something like that, where he's just trying to always be on his game, not just on the track. But uh, I thought that was really cool. So whatever. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, DV wrote about it in his column and people, I, I got no problem with any of that. It rubs, it's rubbing JT a wrong way. It's rubbing some people in the pits a wrong way. Talking about Alden and training and I'm, you know, and I'm, that's okay. Would it be more exciting if these guys 
would it draw a bigger crowd maybe or make it more interesting and maybe these guys were kind of told like hey take that listen y'all are going to go out on the track you're going to race yeah the best guys are going to win still but hey when he does this like this felt like hey take a jab at him like you know i don't think they mind WWE. I mean, the, the, I mean look the, at look at fake wrestling. People the, love it. The uh, Weech does. If they the uh, Pike Freeze thing, they played that over and over on TV. Hey, look at look at MMA now or you know UFC. Yeah. The press conference is the best thing to watch. They're fighting, yeah, but, their, but that's all staged. Exactly. I don't want that, it staged. that 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 draws right, stage. Right, right. No, not UFC. They're not. Staged. Come on, the McGregor showing up late, throwing a water bottle. Come on. No, no, no. I think he does that on purpose. No, he, he's. That's just that's just him. That, but do you wonder like, is Dana mad or is he like? No, he's he's happy. He's yeah, absolutely of course. happy. Right. People are loving it. Hey, how crazy is that when you can get ten thousand people to a press conference? It becomes a show. Well, maybe Barcher should hit me with a folding chair. Maybe you should jump off the top of the ring, the ring, the turnbuckle. You know, you have like an elbow a, on him. You have a huge thing where he hits me with a, with a folding chair, and then Weege can go, "Oh, he's down!" So, or you smash a pie in his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know something. Yeah. But you just wonder, like, does that build more, maybe more uh, excitement to have? You know, if Feld is, hey, why are monster trucks all staged? They tell you, okay, you're gonna win. They do. Oh yeah! I didn't know that. I thought they were really like how no, good you drove a like, monster truck. No, listen, Grave Digger. That's why he's the he's the mo- Grave Digger and what is it? Uh, Grave Digger. Grave Digger. You know he's the most famous, and he's always like he's the guy that always wins, sells the most merch. All right, all right. Math is like got some J Law stories. Um, These are good. I'll start off with the bad ones and then I'll do the good one at the end. Um, so I don't know if you remember this or anybody does. It was probably like '09. He was on the Yamaha team for the 450. Uh, the night before the race, he was going around the pits looking for a pot to smoke, and my sister's ex-boyfriend got him high, and uh, he was drunk off his ass. I mean, he was just going to all the different people and trying to find whatever he could. Uh, the next day, the race, he did what? Probably three, four laps. Uh, pulls off, goes to somebody's camper. Apparently, he got high off his big bong or something. Uh, I don't know. That was the talk of the day and then the weekend. Um, then probably two years ago, he showed up at Bud's National as a spectator. spectator and uh, I don't know. He was in a porta potty. Apparently, he's probably getting high or pills or whatever. Some guy sees him and chases him down and uh, he's going down the pits, and when he gets when he gets tackled, pills go flying everywhere out of his pocket. Gets up, finds this like crowbar-looking thing, starts chasing the guy, uh, just screaming his head off. It's like 12 o'clock at night, uh, just belligerent as ever. Um, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, it was just screaming, drunk, whatever. And then a good one. Uh, Let's throw a good there one in there. Track at Pennsylvania, Birdsboro, Cold Pagoda. Him and his him and his buddy Adam Blessing were out riding the practice day, and I was out there. He was in super minis. I think I just got on eighties, and uh, there was a section where it was like a double double, and I was 
I was too afraid to do the second double, and he weighed me over, and he's like, well, if you do that jump, then you can do this jump, and him and uh, his buddy just kept giving me shit, and then uh, I finally ended up doing it, and uh, I pulled off. He gave me hot fives. He's he, he kind of got me over the fear of doing jumps, and uh, that a, really boosted my career. Well, not career, I guess just riding, whatever. But uh, you nailed the, you got the nail on the head uh, about him. You know, every 10 dickhead things he does, he does one nice thing. But, uh, yeah, the kid was a total jackass. I mean, I've seen him at the track all the time growing up. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, wasted talent. Oh, he was, was good on unbelievable bike. on a dirt bike, but Jesus Christ, he was an ass. Um, did you uh, do you have a J Law story? Uh, not one is. I mean, that'd be too. I just was at Bud. Uh, we were at a uh, um, Red Bud one year. The race was on Sunday. We stayed and rode on Monday. Well, that's when he was doing this Subcovic deal. Remember, hmm. he had the motorhome with the trailer. Yeah, and uh, Tony Jeske was his. Mechanic? I don't know. Okay. I just, I, I was like, man, I need a phone charger. So I asked Tony, like, hey, you have a phone charger? He's like, yeah, there's one in the motorhome. Go grab it. So I walked in, and as I walked in, of course, there's Jason. I was like, um, I was like, uh, hey, you got a phone charger? And he's like, what does this look like? The phone charger store? <laughs> just, that was it. And just walked on by. I was like, that's it. Yeah, he did. Some, and then it's... one time we were at a hotel. Uh, we he was at a hotel. And he got off the elevator in front of us and just ran down the hotel, like the hotel elevator or the hotel hallway, you know, the drop ceilings, yeah. the panel, just knocking them down. Every single one of them, just knocking them down. That sounds about right. Yep. yep. Other than that, I don't know much. Okay. Other than the rental car story, yep. everybody knows that one. Right. This is a message for the uh, Instagram handle, airline pirate Joseph, who was complaining about you eating a cookie on the air. This guy's mad. He could eat a bag of dicks. There we and go. still having some, having some bugs with the Android app. I know, I know, Travis, you're working on it. Besides the few bugs, the thing is badass. I'm glad we're finally past that old shitty Swiss core app. Keep up what you're doing. Thanks. There we go. See, I, I've been on you about the app. I wanted to play something that was positive about the app. Thank you. It's really nice of you. You're welcome. What do you look? It just, That's pretty hey. funny considering the shit Swiss core was talking earlier on the app. <laughs> Zip it. Open your ears. Close them out. No. No, 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 no. No, that does not get said to me. Eddie Ray? <laughs> you got a broken leg. I could take you right now, so call Mate. You could take me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Steve. Mitchell Stevenson and I hey, got Georgia. I'm listening to the first pulp show of 2017 and I dig the shorter commercials but what the fuck is up with that W commercial I would be embarrassed if I was W and Sounds good to me. that was my commercial I'd be pissed off like what am I paying you money for but anyway but the point is, is, awesome. is, is you know Bring it's W Supercross. have a good one guys Thank I you. haven't even heard it, and I like it. Thank you. It's great. Bulbin Max, this is Matt. I hate to add to this damn net conversation, but I'm going to go ahead and add to the damn net conversation anyways. Um, 
just a funny story. I don't, I don't know if you guys are going to remember this or not, but uh, a couple of years ago at Anaheim, it was maybe like, God, I don't know, two or three years ago. In one of the one of the practices, some dude launched himself. There was a berm right in the corner uh, by home plate, and some dude launched himself off this berm and was going straight for the crowd. And if it weren't for that foul ball in that right behind home plate, him and his bike would have crushed a nice four person family that was sitting right there. Um, yeah, the Nets relevant. Uh, Nets. So I figured I'd share it. Um, it was kind of funny to see though because the bike got caught in the net, and um, it was gnarly. I mean, but yeah. So that was about it. Um, but yeah, nets, bro, bring them on. Yeah, the, right. the net was there for baseball purposes, but yeah, saved saved lives. Put the put the build the berms back up, put some nets, and have some great racing, everybody. This week after that triple, where everybody went inside, mm-hmm. it really could have made the racing better if it would have had a berm around the outside. Thank you. I mean. What are they worried about right there? Dude, I don't know. Why like, Why no berm right there? Like, the closest spectator is like 20 feet up, and it's far away. I Nobody's jumping know. that far. I don't know, man. I've been told the nets won't work, but I will not stop. Can't stop, right. won't stop. Later. Hey, I'm really happy your producer did the backflip with the new app you made. Fucking sucks! Too bad the app didn't go as good as the backflip. What's wrong, Pookie? Nothing. Yeah, I shouldn't have played that? No, play it. It's your show, bro. She's mad at me that I put that message in. She's gave me a look. I know her look by now. I've been married 13 years. I, I haven't even been married in a year, and I know the look. <laughs> 13 years. We celebrated on Friday. She don't like it when you pick on Travis. I didn't pick on him. You picked on T-Dog. The, the caller picked on me. Thank you. Hey, I'm fully aware that the app has issues. But he let that call go through. It's, so that's yeah, that's fine. Like it, it, it. Yeah, it happened. Uh, <laughs> I don't get how the map, the app could be getting worse. It's not. It's That's what I don't understand. Like, it, we had a few technical glitches, and, and all of a sudden, it, now it's disappeared from people's phones. Yeah. Like, it's like, you didn't change anything. You I, haven't changed anything for, like, a week or a week and a half, whatever it is. Uh, longer? Yeah, it's been longer. Okay. For sure. and, and it's getting, it's like it's got bugs. Maybe no, it's Apple's problem. No, it's the same stuff. It's just people, I think more people are being more vocal about it. Okay. So first time caller two quick things one i know we've beaten the chick-fil-a saying dead but to say that it's garbage after only having it when it's catered and sitting i didn't uh, I had in, it a, the dwarf house. in a aluminum foil tin isn't an argument ago. that's like saying that you hate Glen helen but you've only been there at four o'clock in july when the track is beaten to the ground and rough and dry and dusty you got to give it a fair shake in a fresh environment, number one. Number two, Travis, update on the free uh, Chick-fil-A gift cards. Um, yeah. Still not here. No, Ross actually texted. No, what happened was Saturday he night. gave the address to his house. <laughs> no. And they're all going Who's to his Ross? house. Uh, Ross Rollerball? Peterson? He, Ross. Ross Maeda? Was the... Ross Miles? The son of the CEO that called in. Who? Hey. <laughs> Okay, that's two. That was a lip locking gesture. You don't gesture get a third. To Pookie. Okay. No. Eddie. You don't get Eddie a third. Eddie is shaking Do his head in approval. <laughs> you uh, think you know. You don't know. And Mathis will not be being told it's time for bed anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ross was the CEO guy? Okay, this, I didn't know the, the name. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the kid that called in. Okay. He's um, not a kid, he's old. I've been told The guy that, that yep. called in. Yep. Uh, he texted Saturday night. He said he hasn't forgot. He'll be sending them soon. 
Right. I think it sucks too. Send them to my house. <laughs> I mean, is that what you got to do? You got to make fun of a place to get free food? Outback sucks also. <laughs> so does Texas Roadhouse. So do all the buffets in Vegas. He wanted a buffet on the way home. I'm like, like why can't? I'm like, we, we got no time, bro. Sorry. I got something better. I got homemade hamburgers. I got a Debbie Dub burger. With a side of pookie fries. To kids and the amateurs not selling gear. However, I must say that in the early 2000s, Nico Izzy had his own 661 uh, edition helmet. And as a friend of the family that owns 661, that was one of the best, if not their best selling helmet because people wanted to look like Nico Izzy. Please anyway, give thank me you guys a break. So the great show. Love the content. You guys are off. Awesome. Yeah, people yeah. are like, Nico Izzy, RM80. I got to get his signature helmet. Oh, God. Give me a break. No way. It just was probably cheap or looked good. It's or probably whatever. the only one they made. Yeah, exactly. It's their best seller. It's the only one they made. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm 35 years old. I own my own plumbing business. Looking for some gear. I really like that helmet the RM80 kid's wearing. Gotta get that. Hopefully it's got a sick claw on the side. You remember that 661 Pac-Man helmet? No. That thing was sick. They had a Pac-Man helmet? They actually put a Pac-Man on the helmet? Dude, sickest helmet ever. I'll show you guys in a minute. Is that the helmet I he was wearing? I need updated poll results, too, when you got a moment. Okay. okay. The helmet he was wearing when he did the Dune crash? <laughs> he was the one of the ghosts. Processing feet. Hey, Steve. It's Craig Martin again. Hey, uh, driving along, listening to your rant about how Filthy Phil and Alex Martin probably owe you. They do. For your promotion of them. And, you know, I do agree that uh, you've done an awesome job promoting those two guys. But, uh, hey, I'm going to hang my hat on Filthy Phil. Back in the day, I was a Team Green guy running around the country, and I spotted some talent in upstate New York. And he and Bobby Canary were up there dicing away, and I signed Filthy Phil to his first contract. So I'm thinking that in a small way, I brought you Filthy Phil. Filthy Phil helped you build the whole Publimex nation, and you're successful because of my sight that I saw and the talent that I saw in Filthy Phil. So I'm going to hang my hat on that, and that's it. Over and out. Talk to you later. God bless. Yep, there we go. Phil said, Craig, God bless you. Pookie. Yeah. You get tired of having Filthy, Amart, and Zach on the show too much, right? You like them, but you say I get them too much. Um, You've saturated the show with yeah. those guys. Is there one that I can keep having on? All three in a burning house. You can take one out. Who out is it? Out of the three? Yeah. You like <laughs> them. I'm not saying you don't like You like them all. I just I feel like you should give Amart more of his own moment instead of constantly partnering him up with Phil. Okay. She knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> you're lucky you're not staying here tonight, bro, because you're not welcome. Sorry, I'm the one that has to be put up in F a hotel. You do. <laughs> All right. Poll update: thirty thirty six percent still for no. Where's the loyalty? Okay. 33 for yes, it's whatever. 31 for who cares. Wow. For Jake? Yeah. 36 say no, don't do it. Still winning. Should probably have your lawyer draft up a letter. Get it over to him in the morning. He texted me, and I gave the update, last update, and he texted me and said, I don't care. So, it's not going well. But we'll see how that cash goes this weekend. 
but then he just peels the sticker off. So, <laughs> but you could probably pay somebody else half the amount and get just as much love. Who would I pay? Seven Deuce Deuce. He's got it on his jersey, and Alex Ray runs it for free also. There you go. By the way, I don't want the cat out of the bag, but I think I might be wrenching for Alex Ray here at an upcoming race. <laughs> I'm back. Clear glasses. Maybe rubbing. Engaged. Maybe rubbing shoulders with Carlos. Fanny pack. Are you gonna frost your tips? Clear glasses. <laughs> Fanny pack. Sounds gay. Fanny pack. Pit board. I will not wear the boots. You got to wear the boots and a backpack. I will not. I'm running fanny pack, old school. I'm running clear glasses and mechanics wear gloves. Everybody's gonna be on the line going. What's this guy doing down here? What? What do you mean? He don't got his boots and the backpack on. Yeah, Ping had nothing. (laughs) That's classic. Catch rocks him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He had to borrow a marker every time he came around. Borrow your marker. Bye. Mathis, happy Anaheim 1. This is Nick from uh, Lake Elsinore, the beautiful Lake Elsinore. Driving uh, in the rain on the Thursday before Anaheim 1. Um, wonder if it's going to be a mutter. I don't know. By the time this gets played, we will know. But Anyways, I just wanted to clarify the Sublime with Rome. They are good. They do have... Uh, probably three or four pretty good hits that get played on the radio. They're a good band. They are by no means taking Sublime to new heights, though. That's all I ever said. Um, the old Sublime awesome. was epic. There's, they're not going to compete with that. However, they do have you know a few songs that are pretty popular that get played on the radio. Anyways, yeah, later. I'm just. Uh... You want you want to tell me that they're better? No, they're garbage. So, just one play. What's up, Pulp Crew? Listening to this week's episode, and we get to the voicemails. Then we get this fucking asshole on your ass about eating one cookie during a five-hour show. Thank you. Now, as I'm eating this Nutribullet bar, <laughs> fuck that guy. If you wanted a fucking cookie, eat it. Thank you. So that guy suck a dick. All right. See you, Pope. Love the show. Hey, Steve. This is Caleb from uh, North Georgia, and I am just calling to comment on the guy on the last show who left mm-hmm. voicemail complaining or, well, defending his complaint about you eating on the show. I understand that some people do have a little phobia, not even a phobia, just kind of a thing where if they hear people chewing next to them or if they just hear people chewing in general, that they kind of get a little irritated and mad and all that and want to get away from it. But what I'd say is it's your show. Guy needs to suck it up and take his headphones out and not just take his headphones out, find a spot in the show where you're not eating, and then move on. Don't just complain about it, so yeah. Hey, Steve. Thanks for uh, redoing the Fly commercial, because that JT commercial was shit. And fuck you for the new W commercial, because that commercial is shit. Kanye's got haters, too. Okay? And that's all i got to say to that. You guys don't realize, recognize art. Fuck, Steve. Holy shit. 
I can't believe you cut my message off before I even got to the real fucking question. So the idea about the CCs, 450, 400, 200, whatever, this guy that, from us, the real question isn't about should they change CCs. What I'm talking about is within F1 and within NASCAR, we see those governing bodies making regulations and making engine changes and saying, listen, manufacturers, in three years, this is what you're going to race on for whatever reason. F1 is typically technology, and NASCAR, sometimes it's just better racing, whatever. So why so my question is who would be making those types of decisions in supercross and why we can't see that kind of stuff not whether you think it's a good idea or not i get it you don't think it's a good idea we're talking with their show from this past monday ralph shaheen even said that in five to ten years he does see us being more like nascar where we have more private teams and less manufacturer based teams and more partnerships so within that it would make a little bit more sense that we could see the governing body making more regulations on what the engines being in the bike then should have done to them. And again, I don't know if that's a CC change or if that's a horsepower limit or an ECU like we're talking about. I just want to know more about why we haven't seen more of that. So, yes, I said the word CC, but it wasn't just, holy shit, they shouldn't be on a 450 and a 250. It was actually a much deeper question. So next time, get all the way through it. Keep having fucking fun. Enjoy the racing. Peace. Yeah, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, it's the FIM and the AMA, and they're, they're ballless right now, Cotton. They're completely ballless when it comes to ruling the sport and what's going on, and they're, 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 nobody's in charge of the sport. I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. Feld's got their interest, and they're very powerful. MX Sports has got their interest. AMA's got interest. There's no one ruling over everybody to look at the future of the sport and see what's best. To realize these bikes are probably too powerful, too fast. The OEMs laugh at the at the, at the uh, AMA right now. They laugh at them. Ha 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 ha! That's what they do whenever the AMA says anything at all. So that's where we're at in our sport. Hey Steve, it's Bo in Louisiana. Um, it is Friday before A one. I'm just catching up on the podcast from Monday night show, and you're giving your mom a hard time for not have an aspiration for you becoming an astronaut. Does, does Canada even have astronauts? Uh, yeah, t- yeah, they do, as a matter of fact. The guy just went up a little while ago, maybe a year or two ago, because he was on everywhere in Canada news. He was some important dude from Canada up in space. Listen more, right? Remember the guy? You mean Canada's got a NASA program? No, he went in NASCAR. In a NAS- NASCAR. He went in a NASCAR? He was in a NASCAR with NASA. It's really weird. The guy, he was... Play the guitar? Yeah, he was up. It was, Chris yeah, Chris Hatfield. His name is. He's an astronaut. What did he win a trip? No, he's an astronaut. He's a real oh. astronaut. He's Canadian. Oh. And that stupid arm on the space shuttle, the door bays open and the arm comes out and grabs shit. Canadian. Even has a Canadian flag on it. We built it. Suck on that, Marks. We. We built it. We built it. Oh, then we actually built the fuselage part. All the everything that carries that to the. You did. To the moon. You did. Yeah. But we built the arm. Yeah. Wow. Are you and Pookie? Don't include you and Pookie in any sort of we right now. We? It's American. Y'all are weeing because it's Canada because you built an arm. But she's not We're on We're weeing because we built the whole program. She's not on your side right now. She's on my side. She's deep inside. She loves me. She knows. <laughs> Listen, every woman's going to be mad when you say that. I, have, I love women. Okay? But... They're really mad, but they understand, you know, 
she understands. She knows. What Pookie, I'm admit it. There's wives and girlfriends that you read on social media in the motocross world that make you cringe. Like, I mean, not really. Not about writing stuff. Oh. Okay. Moving on. That got that got weird. Yeah. I like the ones that are like best friends, but they're really not. No, it's the political views that drive me crazy. Anyway, uh, yeah, like uh, Rarick was saying, you seem pretty salty lately, um, mm-hmm. and you're talking about not seeing yourself still doing this when Tim Ferry's kids turning pro. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be here before too long. Maybe it's not that far off. Some of this uh, He's travel what, to cover the races. I know it'd be yeah. hard. To Will Martin still be in the lights class somebody when Evan gets there? The level of access that you have with Probably. all your contacts. But I think you're going to have to start bringing people with you and introducing them to riders. Just a thought. Anyway, um, safe travels this year, traveling all the races. Thank you. And uh, keep up all the good work with the shows. Thank Thanks. you. I, you know, Dungoon was at Anaheim 1. What did you observe, Doongoon? Lots of stuff. What you? What caught your eye? Uh, I mean, during the races, there are a few things. Um, right off the bat, Baggett, like in the heat, how good he was. Baggett uh, was good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I, t- I tweeted that pretty. I mean, that was that was one of the first things. Mm-hmm. Bunch of other stuff. I mean, it's it's hard to think off the top of my head. But oh well, some reporter you're gonna make? Yeah, I'm well, trying to grooming you right now. His chick was there, Pook. Why don't you tell me next time? I'll take notes. Jeez. Yeah, take notes. All right. Are you, are you tell going, you that you'll be on the show to talk about it? Are you going again? Uh, I, I want to go to either San Diego Vegas. or Anaheim, too. <laughs> He's yeah. going to Vegas. San I'm Diego's going, this weekend. I'm going to Phoenix. Oh, you are? Yeah. What? Yeah. What, do you drive there? With tits. We're going. Well, I want to go. What, are you to a couple or something? Debbie's going. Yeah, she's going with Seth. <laughs> Seth's getting her tickets. <laughs> Uh, I'll take notes. Well, just be the new Pulp MX. I, I don't want to go anymore. Start introducing me to writers then. Okay. Hang out with me. Let me, get, let me shadow you. I'll go shadow you. All right. This is my friend, Doongoon. Exactly. He doesn't like people shadowing him. He, well, he's just going to have to get over he'd it. He'd only let you do that till you started getting a little fame, and he'd be like, get back in that corner. Yeah. He's, get back in that corner. You better stay in your lane. Yeah, I it's so, all because of me. Stay in your lane, Doongoon. Yeah, I'm so gnarly like that. You are. <laughs> Really? You hate it when people like you think people ride your coattails. I do not. I mean, I don't want to take all the you know all the you know. Well, Tits was literally calling sponsors and riders on his own. So what? Okay. Who cares? I don't want them to be like fucking Mathis's guy. You know, maybe he was b- bothering them. I Oops. don't know. Yeah, you give Moser access to. Would you be upset Moser if he was calling? <laughs> Would you be upset if he was calling like Fly? Look, they love this guy. Uh, yeah, I don't want him calling fly. He's a flipping dune goon. I don't know what he's saying. I mean, he's dune goon sounds bad. Like he's some kind of goon. Like, look at him over there. Yeah, I mean, he's sophisticated. Worse. His glasses make him look smart. I just passed on two numbers today to Moser. Like here, Davalos? text these guys. Hey, did oh, no, Jessica tell you about that time somebody hit her on Snapchat and said it was you? Yeah, and was trying to get Cooper's number. Yeah, and yeah. I think she texted you. And yeah, said, why yeah, are you yeah. kidding? Okay, yeah. I'm just wondering. Scary. Yeah, you there's gotta be few, careful. Yeah, there's a few uh imposters out there, everybody. Plump MX, don't fall don't fall for plump MX on Twitter. <laughs> Whatever you do. There was a pulp MX too, but it was pulp dot MX. He was not being really cool to people. In the chat room is your uh Mexico version. Pulp Mexican? Pulp Mexican. <laughs> 
That's not me, anybody. anybody. <laughs> that's, that's the Mexico... Uh, Pulp division? Division, yeah. Please, hit up Jake Weimer. Keep hitting up Weimer. He loves it. He loves to talk to everyone, all you people. So after all these years, we finally figure out who the gay Suzuki writer is. Ralph spells it out for us. You know... <laughs> there we go. It's Fogel working the backside of Webb. We love Sounds that. Sounds gay. Yeah, there we go. That's pretty good. Good one. That guy's good. That's funny. I like that. All right, that's that's the voicemails. We're done. We're done with the voicemails. That's it. We're, we're... That's so funny, dude. Oh, righty. Uh, Weimer and um, Broxon and Cincerillo and Kiefer. JT. And McElrath and JT and the great Eddie Ray, all in the studio tonight. BTOsports.com. Here, you read these. You want to read these? Yeah. Uh, sure. Read, read these, Eddie. These are, this is the show brought to you by. Uh, BTOsports.com. Do I read? Oh, Colin. Okay. No, just read the names. Right. Uh, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, uh, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy. Get in the gear. Gear. Roostamex, Pivotworks, X-Brand, Michelin Starcross 5, KTM Husky Parts Express.com, KTM Express, or KTM Parts. You just threw in the Husky there. Yeah. Works Connection, <laughs> FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, and Guts Racing. All on board with us, 2 under 2, the number 2 UNDR, the best men's underwear out there. Uh, thanks, Eddie. Hope you had fun. Flew We're going to play the reverse game. I'm going to say this, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Why don't we do the first thing that comes to his mind? First thing that comes to you. You know what? Let me quarterback this thing. Okay. Or Pookie's mind. <laughs> BTS Sports. I don't have a mind, so I should just <laughs> shut my mouth. See? She's learning. <laughs> okay, you ready? Shut your mouth. Gear alloy. Wheels. Of course. It's <laughs> the first thing. X brand. Toys of Champions everywhere. FMF. Flying Machine Factory. Mine, first thing that comes to mind is your mic is too low. Nobody's listening to me anyway. Guts Racing. No monkey butt. No monkey butt. Hmm? Rooster Max. Oh, you don't got a microphone on. Rooster Max. Westmore doesn't have it. Tommy Hahn. Okay. Love me some Tommy Hahn. This is last year this year. This is it, huh? Surprise or not. Just farewell tour. Yeah. Tommy's going to get a farewell tour. James Stewart didn't get a farewell tour. Are you, is that it? With the sponsors? Yeah. Stuff? Okay. Hey, InFab Jeep and Truck Parts. Thomas. Noops. InFab Jeep and Truck Parts. When Pookie divorces me, can I go live with Thomas and Noops? You know, you got, you need a house upkeeper. Yeah, he he needs someone to. Uh, hey, he might need a mechanic work on his bikes and look after. Can I his... get a SoCal hole? There we go. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. What do you want a SoCal? Ask what? him. He he pulled it. Well, what did he say? He went to SoCal what? Ho. Oh. Can I get a SoCal hole? I don't know where that's from. I said that. See, yeah, yeah. it sounds like you're screaming to ask I me. I screamed it to you, yeah. Yeah, you were, you, were back, you were back in the room. But I don't know why. 
Because you wanted the SoCal Ho. Yeah. We were talking about noops and lurking. And poontoon. And poontoons. Yeah. Sounds gay. All that the kind of doonies, all that good the stuff. The Doonies 3. Yeah, Sonar. My God, the monster marketing meetings. Just like, what do you guys want to do? What do you guys think we should do? How much money we got? Big Coke, like Scarface everywhere. We got $300,000. Let's go to the dudes. Get a truck. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, short skirts. What the fuck is going on with those guys at Monster? Poontoon? What the fuck? Did Monster, you, did Monster's you taking over. I know. They're taking over. And I should be nicer to them to get Monster money like everybody yeah, else. That's never going to happen. Why? Why do you mean that's never going to happen? It's not going to happen. You, you're, they're going to have to come in, clear the whole staff, <laughs> and start with people who don't know you and to possibly get that chance. I got Monster Fridge. Monster I stole Helmet. stole from Tim Ferry. Full of Red Bulls. Full of Red Bulls. <laughs> oh, sorry. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's monsters in there, I think, or are they all gone? No, there's a few. Mo uh, listen, honestly, the drink sucks. Kind of, no, right? My, not my fave. Monster? Yeah. It, Eddie? Give me a... I mean, once in a while it's okay, but yeah, it's not. Steve wants a fresh monster with a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I just... I look, honestly, I'll take everything back if Monster gives me a little bit of money to do a video. Like... Let me show you, like bottom line shows, uh, the stuff we do on Pulpamex on YouTube. I know I can kill it. Give me, give me twenty five percent of Dirt Shark's budget for videos. Just that's it. I'll do no cocaine, no weed, no poontoons. I'll just produce a very good video that will make people laugh. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Did you, did you see Dirt Shark and and? The Hodges kid getting into it with Hart on Twitter. No, what happened? Carrie, because Carrie, I saw once is thirteen minutes back. Yeah, yeah. For so, so then, or for, for, so, so then, Axel, uh, or shall we call him Slay, as he calls himself, um, said thanks for the view or something. They were kind of kind of getting into it with him, and then Pink got into it too. Like you guys need to watch your mouths or. Watch what you say and this uh, and that. How'd that go with Eddie? And then Pink Nation. How'd that go with Eddie? How do you feel about Pink chiming in? I don't know. What was she chiming in about? What did he say about 13 minutes of what? Carrie Hart. He's looking this up. Carrie Hart tweeted, I want my 13 minutes back. The Doonies are thir was 13 minutes long. No, he watched it. Yeah, and he wants it back. He wants old school videos back like uh, Terra Firma and Krusty and all that. Which... Terra Firma's dropping out tomorrow uh, with Roxanne on McGrath's bike. Right. Um, so that's what Hart said. He didn't say Doonies or Monster. He just said, I want my 13 minutes back. But everybody knew because the video just dropped. So. It goes into. Yeah, so Carrie's tweet was, wish I could get my 13 minutes back. I would love to see Fox Racing get back into films. Bring back Terra Firma and well-planned road trips. And I can't find the other the, his replies right now. Yeah, basically it started with uh, Axel coming back at him, and Pink said to to both of them to watch and their mouths. Yeah, well, it wasn't like watch your mouth, but like watch what you say to who. And but Hart started it. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. So. So was she not realizing that her husband started it? I don't know. Was there f bombs going back and forth? Now no, I'm into it. So now I, I'm into it. <laughs> like I said, maybe sometimes you just let the husbands handle it. You know, 
Isn't that the best way to do it? I'm just saying, I like, I'm, I have nothing against pink, but the more people that get involved, the bigger it gets. If you just let two people handle their problem, it just goes away. You know? Because what happens is you have this guy, he's mad at this guy, then the wife gets mad, then this wife gets mad, then her friends get mad, and then her friends get mad at these friends, and then next thing you know, they're at the races. And the next thing you know, that guy's sleeping with that guy's girlfriend, they find out, then they switch sides. It's a big mess. It's a mess. Anyway, he's just mapped it out, everybody. It's a mess. Pink's reply to Axel and Dirt Shark. What does Dirt Shark say? And she and she says, "I mean, mud dolphin. I heard you want to get the party started. Careful there, little dudes." Oh, they must have made a reference back about her music. That's probably why Somebody she said something. I think I think uh, Axel said something about getting the party started. Okay, she had a I don't song think about. She would chime in unless it was something about her. Right. She had a song called yeah, Pop no, and Get the yeah, Party that's Started. That's her big hit, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the Dirt Truck retweeted it. Because he's just like, oh, God, Pink mentioned me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then Deanna Dahlgren says, Slay, why are you trying to beef with Heart Luck crew? Stop. Ah, the Ooh, voice of reason. Deezy. Miss Supercross steps in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the shit that I like this stuff. I like <laughs> drama. See, drama. if you followed these people on Twitter, I could never follow. <laughs> uh, how about the the Dirt Shark? Somebody screenshot and sent it to me. Dirt Shark had his his video, his brother posed face to face with uh, uh, Austin Forkner on Instagram. Like these two are the future or something. Yeah. If you didn't pay your brother, Dirt Shark, no one would. And Forkner is eight times the rider that he is. Although your brother can whip it pretty good, so. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Like I said, I, I picture the monster marketing meetings with just a mound of coke and everyone just going like like Tony Montana and coming up with ideas. And everybody thinks it's awesome. <laughs> Axel's, Axel's the owner walks was, in, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Axel's comment was, thanks for the view. I'm glad you made it through all 13. Let's get this party started. And that's when... That's not so bad. Oh, that's, that's, when, that's, not so that's bad. when Pink replied. That's not so bad. Chad, yeah, yeah. Oh, Chad deleted it. Oh, I'm gonna call Chad out then. Yeah, Chad chimed in with heart. I agree. Let's get stuff going. Like that's Monster's big sponsor, you know. So Reed's never one to to shy away from that stuff. I may or may not have texted him after that tweet, <laughs> and he may or may not have replied back. Oh no, it's still there. Ah, okay. more spreading false info. He's like Facebook. I need to get back. He's on like the Twitter. Russians. You have Eddie Ray fourteen, Eddie Ray fourteen, fourteen. I have two of them. You have two accounts. I don't know Eddie the. Ray. I don't know the uh, passwords. <laughs> if anybody out there, can Eddie Ray fourteen, fourteen, fourteen will be striking soon. <laughs> fourteen, Eddie Ray fourteen. <laughs> All right, uh, we gotta go because Marks is tired. So um, I'm good. Thanks to uh, um, f you, dude. Thanks to uh, Swisscore for uh, everything and Moser for the questions. Moser's buddies. Thank you to Moser's buddies for some of those questions. And you get names on those so we yeah. can start thinking yeah, them properly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's so mad about that. Thanks to Lissamore for uh, sitting here listening in, helping out with the shots all week, and he'll be in San Diego also uh, taking some shots uh, of the Supercross. Thank you, Pookie. You're welcome. Sorry I took Lissamore's microphone. Thanks for the, for the cookies. Good cookies. Yeah, I want those cookies back. <laughs> you want the cookies back? I'll leave them in the bathroom. And what did you have for drinks? Coffee. 
No, no I water. Don't drink no water. You don't drink coffee. Uh, we'll be back next week. Who's in studio? Oh, Randy Richardson Randy. and Denny Stevenson. Yeah. And Denny Stevenson. Randy. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, Comp Edge Ride Day, of course, uh, coming up. Randy says you got to have a pair of Michelins on your bike to get money from Comp Edge uh, to get refunded to ride for free. Just just one. We'll do it just one. Just don't worry about it. Why are you doing that? Because no, what if you just buy a rear? Rears run out way faster but than fronts. But Randy keeps telling you, no, it's a set. I know, but I'm, I'm changing it. I'm, I'm changing it. Thanks. So. That's it. I'm allowed to do that. You can't go against Randy. Randy's going to be good studio. Denny Stevenson, what if chicken comes up? Randy's pretty witty. You oh, know, you know he, who hey, else is He's here? really good in studio. Oh, he's great. He's, hey, even when he, like, Instagrams and stuff, all his little uh, comment or, you know, all his little Dunga, captions he, are. He made the backflip habit for Dunga. Yeah, he, he did. He really did. Randy's a good dude. He is. Um, he's one of the best dudes I've ever met. What a Where is Better than me? Uh, he's up there. Okay. Yeah. You know who else is here next week, Pookie? I didn't tell you this. Sorry to spring this on you. Yanni Halvey, Finnish, Finnish guy. From the Naked Sauna? Yes, the Naked nice. Sauna guy is here. He's going to San Diego, then he's coming in. What about those English guys? Your dog, he's eating paper. <laughs> Do we have that drop somewhere? I haven't pulled, I just haven't what? uploaded them. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get, we'll get into that with new Alex Ray. Yanni Halvey will be here. The English guys, hey, yeah, the they're coming too. The only good deal you ever brokered was for Alex Ray. That's the only good deal you ever brokered. And Noof. Nah, Noof did terrible. It's not Noof. It's not Newt. It's Noof. I said Noof. How about who thought I? Who thought that uh, uh, last week's show? Who was in last week? Seth. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Lars goes, yeah, you're the Noof. You thought Seth was Noof. <laughs> <laughs> Neither Noof nor Seth were happy about that for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Which is epic also. So, uh, Noof's coming in, too, uh, in February at some point. DV, I'm trying to get DV to come up. So, we'll see uh, We'll see if he makes it. He's always a good time, uh, no doubt. Great radio. Working with Christian Craig. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for our listeners. Thanks for our sponsors. Sponsored uh, deals under uh, on PulpitMexico.com. It's all our codes and everything else. We're working on the app. Please bear with us. Apologies. But once it, it works great for some of you people, and you've seen the power of it. And uh, it'll work soon. Uh, it'll be Mike America. It'll be great again. All right. See you next Monday. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>